heat. Let's yeah. do it, guys. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. This is a super wholesome podcast. No swearing, please. You no dicks. swearing on my Christian Discord server. <laughs> no swearing, get off. So that's the orc speech version. Just in case you guys speak that, I want to be all inclusive. That's your opinion. Phil Swift. Hello there, everyone. Uh, I wonder how long it's going to take him to realize that there's a Jared emote and then to start spamming that. Well, oh, God. Jared Milk. Oh, no. Jared Milk? What does that oh, mean? <laughs> They've so, already done Rhino Milk, Ghost Milk, Spider Milk. Jared's just the next one. There was somebody who follows the podcast uh, who knows me, and they were like, uh, sorry, I missed the podcast. What, what's the butterfly one? I get, I understand the Rhino Milk <laughs> and, the, and the Ghost Milk, but the butterfly one. <laughs> Wait, what was the butterfly one? Actually, I need remembering, reminding. What was the butterfly one? Um, someone posted a butterfly in the chat, and then I commented on it, and then everyone started spamming butterfly milk. Well, that's what you get. That's, that's how it works. I, I didn't think they that's were how going to combine the two. Allow this is. I need to remind you how this game is played. You open your mouth once, and um, you're done. A shower with wheels. Yeah. So we we all got splendid new new avatars for this like. Potentially one podcast, you know, it's up to everybody. But, uh, how is we everybody? Live? Well, well I I'm we going to do this properly this time, be like, we have a guest! I'm introducing that first, because that's literally what you should do. Uh, Jay Longbone, who runs a channel where she just rips into things because she's mean. They know. <laughs> it's true, yeah. I'm a robbing How, how, do, you, how do you do? <laughs> I'm fine! No, oh, I'm good. Excellent. That's that's like the perfect mood to be in for one of these ridiculously long and stupid <laughs> podcasts. Why, um, why is why is your name why is your name Long Bone? Uh, it's, it's oh it's, no, don't answer a, that question. No, no, it's actually a very safe for work uh, answer. Yeah, it's it's a mystery science theater reference. Mm. Oh, when when I hear when I heard the name Long Bone, I found it humorous. <laughs> I can I you know what I, I get I know why, Rags. Yeah, I don't even need that to was, explain did that. Did you like that? Did I you did. like that? Did you like um, the humorous? Because it's a bone. Because it's a long bone. The yeah, humorous? It's like referencing like cavemen how they used to hit people with Ugh. bones and stuff. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what do the cavemen violence have to do with this? Rags, I know you're a violent man, that's why you did it. It has nothing no, to do with dick. Your bone is the humorous. It's a long bone. I found it humorous. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got. We got no, it. yeah, it's like a, a joke for your body. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not your assault. Rags. Um. <laughs> so memberships are a thing now on this channel, especially thanks to all the Patreon crap that's going on. A lot of people want to find alternatives to actually do whatever donations they prefer. So the memberships thing, you can find it. There's a, there's a link just underneath the first link in in the description. It allows you to use emotes on the channel, and it gets you membership stuff. I think the only person right now who has it in chat is, uh, where is he? He's just using it. Uh, it's, uh, Soykin the Hideaway, if that's how that's pronounced. That's why I had to read it. Soykin like, the fuck that Hideaway? But, uh, so there's these five emotes, but then there's one more. Mm. I'm gonna post it in chat so you guys can all appreciate it. Dun, 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 dun. It's a beautiful emote. 
And so dun, dun, you dun, you dun, you can use dun, that link to dun. become a member, I guess, and then down the line we'll probably switch out these emotes for people who really want EFAP related ones. The badges you get have milk on them and upgrade to Rhino's <laughs> drinking it eventually. Like I'm trying to correct the animation or oh, the, 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 the picture on it to look better, but that's that's the idea. And of course, um maybe you guys can You said that so seriously it made it funny. It's important that they know that they have milky emotes. That's they need it. The thing is, yeah, people are like, we already have the rhino and the milk. Like, I wouldn't even need to have emotes for that, really. Well, it's like levels. You start off at skim, and then you graduate. No, no, you start off at soy. Soy's because <laughs> soy's the worst. And then you go up to skim, because it's like How would you portray milk. that with a tiny picture, though? Um, They would all look identical, of course, but... <laughs> you know... It's <laughs> pointless, like, I mean, Kind of, yeah, I guess. Um... Carry on. I always Ignore forget me. to put that link out. Oh wait, there shouldn't be a hashtag God, so, on that. So terrible. Hey, we haven't started the video yet, it's fine. And no, we're not watching whatever the hell that says. Oh, this cats is, make is, you is, laugh your head off. I mean, I have no idea what this even is. It's a weird combination of letters and... What does that say? Tekta? Tekta? What are you talking about? Uh, well, you can read it, oh, right? Oh, test. <laughs> That's test. Is that what Cyrillic? That yeah, T and E are the same, but the C <laughs> makes an S sound. Why is it all in Russian? Well, Test this is the default nah. video. I have no idea what's going on. I just, this, this is what they provide me. D you know? is, is this proof that we're Russian bots? We put that on the screen. They're like, wait, what? What? What is Aqua Jared? Aqua Jared. Aqua Jared. Is probably better than Aquaman because that movie is awful. Yeah, is it bad? <sighs> oh god, it's hilarious. Me and my friend, like people were shooting me and my friend dirty looks in the theater because we just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, it was really, it was hilariously dreadful. I don't have any plans to see it. I just watched the Red Letter Media for it. It's bad. Wait. Funny bad. But I heard there was a crab battle. Oh god, there's a there's a crab person. Who like rips off a line that you know that famous? They may take our land, but they can't take our freedom. They, they like literally rip that <laughs> off and put it in the movie. Only it's a fucking CGI crab person saying it, so <laughs> so it's even really movie. really funny. I actually like, forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, <that's awesome. laughs> what did you think of Aquaman? Oh wait, me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What did you think of Jacqueline Glenn being one of the main characters? <laughs> well, I thought. Well, see, my personal, my personal feelings on Aquaman. I actually enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed it too. I just, <laughs> I just enjoyed it entirely. Ironically. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's. I think that's the only way because I think that's what they were going for because you can't. Aquaman is. He's just not. He's not that. Hero. He talks to fish. That's fucking so cool. Yeah, I mean, you can't make him anything but an ironic hero because it's just you can't do him. You can't do him like Batman. You can't do him like Superman. It's just it, it'd be impossible. So I think they just went straight into like you know ironic cringe territory. They were just like, "Fuck it, all right, look, we got a guy, a, we got a guy in a fucking black suit and a big head, and <laughs> he looks like a like like a retarded mantis." <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Did you love that? 
Did you love that shot where he like he shot the laser and it blew up the mountain in that terrible After Effects explosion, and then he looks back and he looks like he's constipated for some reason? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh, I, I really <laughs> love the part where they completely ripped off uh, the plot of How to Train Your Dragon 2, where they bring his mom back into Velociraptor land, and then she's <laughs> like, you gotta go get the fork, and he's like, okay. So he fights the uh, grave mind from Halo 2 and then he steals the dead dude's clothes and he's like I'm ready <laughs> when you the describe the movie I mean I, I do appreciate the fight scenes I really like the way they were done the, unironic like legitimately because in normally in, in action movies it's always like the shaky handheld thing and they can't they can't keep the goddamn camera still you don't know what's going on and with this it's sometimes it's just like one continuous shot of uh, it's just one continu continuous fight uh, sequence and i like the, like i like that attention to detail it's like it's like they put some they put effort into this movie like there was no half assing it uh, I would but it's just, but it's, but it's just, it's just, it's just, it's like they did it. It's like they made it kind of wonky because they knew they couldn't make it any other way. But there uh, was, but there was attention to detail in some parts of the film. Yeah, and that, it, that it I appreciate. Expensive. Oh yeah, but, it was expensive because it's all underwater and they have to make like half CGI. Why I mean, didn't I they guess... have massive crab armies fighting and have like practical effects for that? As well, I'm guessing because there's no crag people. I feel bad because I feel like I need to see this film now just to be able to be like you, appreciate you need the insanity. To, you, you need to appreciate the insanity. It's, it gets really but funny. Do I want to go to cinema for it? Is that something I want to do? I would say so, just because you can laugh and everyone else can like glare at you when they're taking <laughs> it seriously for some reason. Well, that's fair enough. Um, I was going to say just to make sure we're, we're rolling with with intro here. I've got like four videos for us to do the thing with, and then some info rags to read out, and then potential smaller means before you even God. get to a video. This is gonna be our longest okay. intro, I think. <laughs> We're already at 10 minutes, so... The Subjectivity is, Slayer. I was gonna say, people are making more of these videos now, so I feel like we should just try and showkase some of them at least, and be like, we actually... Oh god, is that the last Jedi in the corner <laughs> over there? I'm just, I'm gonna just play it. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just play it. That's <laughs> just right! right. <laughs> Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I that's awesome. Back. That's legit amazing. That's that's great. It must have taken ages to uh, map all of that. Get all those faces moving correctly. You got Eric just right, Joseph, Lee, Quinton, and Movie Bob. How dare there be nine dislikes on this video? Look, listen to this comment. Mahler isn't a good reviewer. The dude basically tries to overanalyze everything to the smallest detail, and it's basically him gatekeeping. There is no such thing as an objective opinion. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of jargon made up by extremely pissed fanboys like Mahler, who want to feel like they can justify anything they say, with such a vague excuse. Well, they got us. <laughs> and overanalyzing, overanalyzing is gatekeeping. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm assuming they're trying to go for the whole, like, we gatekeep what good movies and bad movies are. 
That's Have we ever told there. anyone to stop making content? No. Well, I might I might have mentioned it to Quentin a few dozen times, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe <laughs> not counting Quentin. Well, I think outside of a joke, I don't. Oh, think good we're... lord! What's this one? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys ready? This one's gonna the payoff's gonna make you laugh. Oh, I can't wait! <laughs> Holy shit! In an efab far, far away. I fucking hate Trump. It only makes sense <laughs> that if you want milk, you would use a rhino. <laughs> Eater response theory. Please go away. <laughs> for subverting my expectation. Hello, all my N words. <laughs> <laughs> Subversion incoming. Oh god, I need to see who this is. Oh my god. It's, oh, I know. Please be who I think it is. Please. Oh, uh, I want to be surprised Jared Genesis, also the God, I'm post. I'm spamming this link in the chat. Everyone, go watch this amazing. Video. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the oh fish. my god! Oh, it's I should have so seen that Jared. I should have seen that Jared incoming, but it's just. It I perfect. can tell you, Rags' reaction was exactly mine. But I was watching. It, I was like, "Please be Jared. Please be Jared." <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh my god, if you click on if you click on the links to Quentin and Patrick. Oh yeah, what? that is actually quite funny if you do that. <laughs> it takes Wait. you somewhere else. Sub to Quentin. Where's this one go? Please tell me it's oh it goes to ER. <laughs> oh oh no, I accidentally clicked off of it. Now I need to see where the other one goes. Oh my god. Okay, okay. So Quentin goes to ER, Patrick goes to PewDiePie. Oh uh, no, you should have had uh you should have had Quentin go to PewDiePie. Yeah. Oh jeez, that's right, insane. And then w one more meme video. We've still got more videos after that. Oh, good. We see where Thanos sits down and then does some math. He's got like a calculator. I've killed 20 people in this battle. Carry the four. He's in a coma, so he's not technically dead. So that's point five. He's about to like fuck up Thor, and then Thor's like, "Wait, a lot of us have died already." And he's like, "Oh shit, really?" It's like, how many? Exactly half. <laughs> <Points> <laughs> <is> how many? <laughs> what if there's an odd number of people on the ship? 
<laughs> I can find a picture like of Thanos in like a business suit with big old glasses, just like mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he just sits down at his little desk and he's like, "All right, gonna gotta pull out my pocket calculator, guys." So his thumbs are like bigger little, than the prints out a little ticket and hands it to you. He's like, "All right, <laughs> you, I owe you two hundred lives." <laughs> like, yeah. oh, sure, Your next okay. two hundred babies are on me. <laughs> um, just awesome. These are amazing. <laughs> yeah, you guys are Man. like really passionate and talented and also have loads of free time and I really appreciate that. <laughs> also, also, the Jared one is objectively the best. <laughs> oh, that one. Dude, my, I have I might have cramps on my soul. <laughs> God. I wasn't, I didn't think we'd be laughing that hard that early, but oh. oh my, like, I, I have to watch it again because I was laughing so much. Like, I didn't even catch half of it. So I can save it for <laughs> later and I'll still have half of it to enjoy. Yeah, this, oh um, it was, it was the last EFAP, right? That we ended it with watching, like, that, that redo of the Count Dooku fight thing, right? Oh yeah, we got. There's another one of those, but I was going to do it at the end of the episode as well. Because someone said I need to check out Jared's channel, and oh my god, the thumbnail alone is his last, (laughs) his latest video. (laughs) Have a look. Hang on. (laughs) Oh my god, this is insane. You you keep it up there, Jared. All right, so. Back to reality, uh, there was, there's a video that got released, I, I can't even, I'm not even 100% sure, let me find out what the date was, because I don't even know if it's old, like, December 24th, so it's only been around for five days, and it's already nearing a million views, like, it's doing pretty damn well, and so it's gotten into a bunch of people's recommendeds, and there are certain people like Patrick Willems who have tweeted out that they're very unhappy about that, because you know how if you see a, a perspective that's different to yours, that means that it shouldn't be allowed to be public. Oh, this was a great video. I really like this video. So, we're not going to watch the whole thing, but I'm going to look for a specific bit. Actually, let me just do the smart thing and do it without (laughs) fucking guessing where it is. It's great because he's only got like 43,000 subs, and this video is... On track to 900,000 views. So well, that's this, great. This thing, I think that it's fair to say there's something <laughs> worthwhile seeing in this video. Surely, if it's getting that kind of traction. I mean, that's not exactly a, um, a, a an argument for how it must be good. I'm just saying, you know. I didn't uh, realize you titled this stream A Rhino's Worth of Memes I mean, and checking out bad media criticism. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's something we're going to do too. <laughs> we'll throw that in there. But yeah, he's got... This is like a selection. This is basically an argument against Disney for how they use lightsabers, and the thing that he highlights is how lightsabers seem to only like hurt people they never kill anymore, or at least uh, to the significant characters like Kylo and Finn. And then um, he like keeps building up how he's going to talk about the the throne room bit because it's like obviously the bit everyone's got loads of problems with. And um, interestingly, he, he has some stuff to say, so I'm hoping I can just play this. I don't think I'll get struck with anything, but I'll be posting his. Um, the YouTube video in uh, in chat for everybody to incidents. Here we go. Whoa, she's strong. Two other forces in the room, but uh, doesn't stop Ray. What the fuck is this guy doing? She's on the other side <laughs> of the room. Nice pose. Here we go. <laughs> the worst choreographed fight in the history of mankind. Why are you spinning? Stop spinning. I <laughs> just hit the ground. And look at the other guy. He's about to go for his sword instead of his head. 
Where are you going? Why is this guy running off? <laughs> she just kicked three people with one kick. What the fuck? This is awesome. That kick's embarrassing. Just quickly, who are they fighting for? This is their new boss now. What would have happened if they'd killed Kylo? Like... Who would they then answer to? Very confused. Very confused men. Man, she's good. Two points here. The worst thing to have in a spaceship is fire. But these guys stand in front of a massive wall with weapons that light it up like a Christmas tree. So what's the matter with you? What is this guy doing? This isn't something you slow down to see. This guy is literally waiting his turn. What are you doing over there, buddy? Fucking get into the fight. Oh, good. More screaming. Remember when Jedi's would... Focus. See this guy? This is my favorite part. He's about to throw his weapon away before charging in. Literally, throw it out of the shot so he can die. Roll the tape. What the fuck? Right, so he can die. <laughs> They're watching this. Amazing. More floor hitting. Old Kylo doesn't seem to have much control. Here we go. You've all seen it. The disappearing weapon. Why they didn't remove it from the start of the cutscene. Who knows. Now you see it. And now it's gone. <laughs> he has another chance to kill her. And then the move that just fucks me off. That arm was pushing against her. As soon as she let go, that weapon should have gone clean through her face. And then apparently we were the only ones that picked it up because we hadn't seen this video and uh, I think it was was it Rags that picked that up? I, yeah, I was the one who noticed it because we were going through another video of The Last Jedi. I forget which one because they're all the same kind of. <clears throat> and it's just every time we, we it's like we catch something new that's awful about it. And this was one that I was like, wait a second. She should be dead here. And oh. bang, that leg should be gone. What? Just nicked again. <laughs> Okay, headshot. What? Why isn't his head off? What's with all the just breaking the surface? The nicks, the flesh wounds. It's a strong arm, you say. Just doesn't protect the face. Now, people will say, well, you slowed it down. No one will ever notice. Or better still, I'm nitpicking. Lift your standards, people. They spend months working on these fights. Look at the training they went through for the prequels. See how many mistakes you can find in those films. How did so many mistakes get past so many people? This isn't a one-take scene. They would have done this over and over and over. Is it the lack of talent or do they just not care? It's just working out the moves for that. This bullshit. <laughs> yeah, uh, check right, out the video. Is, it's good shit. Oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. This is this his channel. This really is a video I enjoyed. I am more inclined to promote it just because Patrick is trying to tell people that this video is awful and nobody should watch it when... How can you this deny? Great. You should all watch it. How was that not fun? See, see the, the all the mistakes in a row. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice the guy weapons. who just threw his weapon away. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it sort of fits. How long are we gonna have this statement be true every time you revisit the Last Jedi? More mistakes are found. It's like the <laughs> treasure trove of a movie. Um. But yeah, that's. Listen, weapons are like plot holes. They don't matter. <laughs> I'm waiting for that video from Patrick. Um, I mean, you gotta be—you gotta be the most soft penis asshole to, th to think this video was bad. <laughs> that would, yeah. Well, that would describe Patrick. <laughs> um, 
Alright, so I'm gonna send you guys the thing that oh. the, the that we're gonna read out now. So the context for this, this is the first one. Uh, oh this is this is from a Reddit post, and it's about me. Holy mother of God! Right, right. You, oh. you got to read this as as, Jeez. All as right. candidly as possible, Reddit? as if as if you wrote this and you really wanted to share this. All right. <clears throat> Mahler is a prominent YouTuber and video essayist. He is known for making long uh, video series. Mahler made a series analyzing Amnesia: The Dark Descent and Soma. Two games he likes for their construction, atmosphere, and compelling stories. That series, about two video games, about 20 hours of interactive narrative to an average player, was eight hours long. Mahler also dislikes the sequel trilogy of the Star Wars franchise of films. Mahler <laughs> has spent approximately this much time criticizing The Last Jedi, or people who have made videos defending The Last Jedi, including live streams with other YouTubers. 66 hours. Let's do some ratios like for a Yeah. Let's do some ratios for a moment. We cannot know editing or writing time for certain, especially since live streams have neither. So we will have to go with on-screen time. Also, bearing in mind, many of the streams cover multiple topics, and it's not always him speaking. We'll round that up, since I don't think Mahler minds. He does not take length of critique as real criticism. Amount of time spent talking about something compared to amount of time that thing itself takes to consume. Amnesia and Soma, 8 hours to 20 hours. So that's about 1 hour to 2.5 hours, 2 to 5 hours. The ratio of time spent talking about Soma and Amnesia compared to how long they are is 2 to 3. So he spends about two-fifths as much time as the media in question to talk about how good it is. Now, let's do The Last Jedi. 66 hours to two and a half hours. Uh, Rags. Oh, Rags, <laughs> you're dying. <laughs> I'm not dying. Oh, you went. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you're all good. Just keep going. You, you lagged monstrously. Oh. Oh, 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 let's do The Last Jedi. 66 hours. <laughs> Wait, can any of you guys? Hey, Wolf, can you hear me? Hmm. It looks like everyone's dead. Um. Hello? Oh, I can hear you. Oh, oh I can hear you now. I don't know can what someone hell... explain to me... What just happened? I, just, I, I think know, I we ended a different universe, temporarily. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Discord was having an oopsie, but I can hear you guys now. Rags, I genuinely thought you must have had, like, a keyboard next to you when you were intentionally being, like, boop, 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 Oh, no, no, I couldn't hear you guys either. You were doing all... <clears throat> you're making weird noises. 
And that, that's the thing. Then Mahler was said my name, and I was like, "What?" And then Mahler started doing it, and I was like, well, I, 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 "Like I thought you guys were in on this." And I was like, "How do I do it?" <laughs> oh no, no, no! But um, let me see. Uh, since we know he's not talking about it at all times, let's be generous and remove one quarter of that ratio: nineteen point eight to one. So round up to be clean: twenty to one. <clears throat> So we can now say that Mahler, as of now, has spoken of his disliking of a film or the people who like it, which isn't accurate, but whatever, for 20 times as long as the film actually is. Obviously, we cannot say that criticizing a video about something is the same as criticizing that thing. But as the source of his criticism against the Last Jedi-themed videos is his own opinion on the film itself, I won't lose any conscience combining the two criteria. Time for one last bit of ratio. Let's combine the two ratios. Amnesia and Soma, media he likes, is two hours to five hours. The Last Jedi, media he dislikes, is 20 hours to one hour. Let's times The Last Jedi by five to make them the same. 100 to five. Ratio of time spent on something he likes to something he dislikes is two to 100. And altogether now, one to 50. Mahler has approximately dedicated 50 times as much screen presence to something he dislikes as he has to something he likes. <laughs> Just so you're wondering, I spent approximately one hour doing this research and math. That sounds like seventh grade math. <laughs> it would be hypocritical of me, remiss even, not to admit that I myself, doing the same sort of thing Mahler does as I dislike him, and am currently dedicating time to disliking him. But I rather think the scales are still weighed in his direction. Let's do an encore ratio, one hour to 66 hours. Mahler has spent around 66 times as much on-screen time alone to the criticizing of The Last Jedi as I have spent internal time criticizing him. Sure, I haven't factored in the extra time on his part not dedicated to his task, but I also haven't factored in the portion of my time dedicated to guessing how much of his podcast was not him. So I reckon it's fair. Uh, what the fuck? Wow. What was, what was the point of this? <laughs> I don't know. I read this the and point. I was like, what the fuck am I reading? Like, what is the this? The point is that The Last Jedi is so bad, we can talk about it for that long. Well... My assumption is they're trying to say I disproportionately hate The Last Jedi and they're trying to search for a bonus motivation, I suppose. But, I mean, we're very public about this. Uh, we take requests on EFAP. So if people keep, which they do, keep requesting TLJ videos, we, we will cover them. We've even tried to stymie it now. We're trying to slow it down just because even us, we, we'd prefer to cover something completely different every once in a while. Um, so yeah, not taking that into account even a little bit. Um, my DS2 video is longer than my TLJ critique, so I don't know how you figure that in. Um, the Soma videos, I think, come to 7.5 hours, which again is longer than the TLJ critique. You'd be like, well, why aren't you covering Soma and Amnesia in videos? It's like, who the fuck's making videos saying that Soma and Amnesia are the worst things ever aside from Joseph Anderson, which I've already covered? That's not even a horror game. Yeah, so why would I even cover it when it's not even a horror game? Why bother? I don't, I don't even, like, let's say this person was in this call right now, what would you say to them from this? I would be curious, I would, I would be curious what his point is. <laughs> I would yeah, kind of... I'd just I'm, give him, like, a couple seconds and be like, and? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> what, I would what have ask we him, 
What is he trying to say? I'd ask him why it took him an hour to figure out that simple mathematical equation. And if only, if only, that was it. But someone put a response that got a bunch of, well, I say a bunch of points, a couple of points to the point where it's clear that this, this subreddit seems to think this is a very reasonable take, so I'm posting that now. This is, this is the one you'll find very amusing. So, um, are you, are you folks ready? Uh, oh boy. Prepare your anus. <laughs> this helps add to my theory that more people have subscribed to him simply because he set himself up in a particular camp against another set of people on social media. In reality, this has less to do with Star Wars and more to do with how people want to associate themselves with one camp versus another camp. A lot of this is revealed in his manifesto at the beginning of his most recent... <laughs> you have a manifesto? <laughs> he's, he's Elliot Roger. Uh, a lot of this... Oh, fuck. Well, now this channel is going to get deleted. A lot, of, uh, a lot of this is revealed in his manifesto at the beginning of his most recent video. He promotes himself as objective without really going into what that is and why anything he actually says is objective in the first place. It's basically Sargon of a cod all over again. <laughs> um, Carl Benjamin defined... <laughs> Sorry, They're one strange. and the same. It was strange reading that. All right. Carl Benjamin defined himself because he opposed Anita Sarkeesian, and people fell in line with him because they opposed Anita Sarkeesian. Now that <gasps> Carl wants to actually promote his own ideas, he's losing support? Hasn't, hasn't uh, he monumentally okay, gained well, support recently? Alright, so time to go to Social Blade here. Um, they're gonna be disappointed. He's losing what? support. Why? Because people figured out that he brought nothing to the table other than the fact that he opposed someone a lot of people didn't like. Okay, this so let, let's let's look yeah. at his let's look at his yeah. social blade here. Starting from uh the tw the sixteenth, he gave he goes from gaining subscribers at one thousand four hundred and sixty. Then the next day it's two thousand one hundred twenty nine, one thousand seven hundred nineteen, one thousand nine hundred and twelve, seventeen sixty nine ninety four. 1421, 982. What's the daily average? Uh, daily average is 703. So you're saying All he's right, losing so, support. So this is interesting. Oh, totally. <laughs> his secondary channel, The Thinkery, has uh, a daily average of plus 676. And then in the last 30 days, he has gained 20,300 subscribers. Hmm. But he's losing support. And apparently also, I'm just like him. <laughs> Yeah, also, he was kicked from Patreon, and he made all of his money back and then some within a week, two weeks. So, yeah, I guess he's losing support. Um, this is basically what Mahler is promoting himself as. He's not like H-Bomber guy, Joseph Anderson, or Quentin, or all these other people. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oof, dodged the bullet there. He's not like though. Yeah, what is Quint? What is Quentin's social blade doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> you want to bring that back up, Baller? It's right no, the no, that's, that's not an argue. Well, it is in this case, but he's not like those people who precursor the bulk of their material with, in my opinion, Mahler is not like, not like, not like, etc. I don't even know if that really means. Um. And what will his downfall be? When Mahler actually tries to create anything, promote anything, 
do anything other than be the opposite of what many are already predisposed to disliking. An odd sentence. Welcome to the post hashtag Gamergate social media. (laughs) 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 What are people going to shut the fuck about Gamergate? Well, I, I, I didn't realize you were so active in Gamergate. <laughs> like, that's like the majority focus this of is, my videos. This, oh, man. Where popularity is defined by what you're opposed to rather than what you stand for. So, I, when he says will create anything or promote anything, does promoting other channels count or not? Does promote I don't it? think this person has ever made a video in their life. I mean... Mulligate. Mulligate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I don't define myself or what I stand against. Uh, since my opening videos were celebrating how much I thought Amnesia and Soma were good games, and you can, I thought I laid it out in the video that he refers to as my manifesto. I, I like celebrating good and and uh, criticizing the bad. That's so that's my position, right? If that's does that make it clearer? <laughs> I don't know. It turns out TLJ's bad. Sorry. Uh, I expect you have a ledger in here, in like a loose rock in the mantle of the fireplace. We got a we got a mundane mauler in the chat. That's pretty good. <laughs> Mani- manifesto. Now yeah, wait yeah. a minute, mauler. No. <laughs> You're like, what do what do, what do you even say to shit like that? You know, mallerfesto. Who's this chick? This this is the video we're covering. We're finally almost there, even though we're forty minutes in. I'll have to like, put a timestamp. I've seen for that. this Reddit post is amazing. This is incredible. Like this person has no concept of, like I I hate to bring objectivity into it, but have you like objectively seen the objective numbers objectively? Like Sargon's doing pretty good, and Mahler's doing pretty good. Molifesto. Quentin is not doing <laughs> pretty good right now. Yeah, oh. no, it's. I, you know, you re- you know they're, they're the people who'd be like, he doesn't respond to uh, uh, actual criticism or intelligent criticism. And you read all of it and you're just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what I in mean, the world? That's kind, of, that's kind of insulting to all of the people that we've covered who criticize you. Well, really. I mean, I was going to say, they make a worse case than like, even potentially Quinton? No, maybe not. <laughs> it's complicated. And I mean, like, you know, just right. The other things is like people are welcome to come onto these live streams whenever they want. I think that'll be turned against us at some point. Like that, people will say they just bully people into trying to debate them live while they corner them. That, that's going to be the hey, narrative. Man, I think uh, Eric Taxon's already working on that exact angle. I think so, honestly. But like, is it- if we want us to clarify? With like, you, I'd only come on if it was one of them. We'd be like, I guess that won't be an EFAP then, because that's not really what EFAP is. But I mean, I mean, you, that's a fair request. I mean, well, we we could deal I, to make it so that uh, you know, only one of us has a non-muted mic. Yeah, that, I think that's fair because you are, you know, when you criticize three people or whatever, you know, then it, it will be a one v three because you you win against three people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would under I understand why you wouldn't want to be in a live stream against three other voices. I get that entirely, but it's very Eric. This is this really fucking retarded. What you're doing, what we do and say all the time, including to you, is that you're welcome to. We want to talk with you, and we want to talk about this in particular with you. So if your message is that we don't want to address criticism and we're inviting you personally on to talk about it with us that makes your whole why why bother making the video at all 
Oh wait, so sorry, someone just said that uh, H Bomber guys said shit about me on, on Sickle Jack, and I just had a quick Google, and uh, he's actually on there. Hello, H Bomber! Of course, he of all people is on our Circle Jerk. Oh, what is. Oh, what's, Jesus Christ, what is this? What Circle Jerk? Oh, oh. God, I'm, I'll post it to you guys. Look at this post. What is. <laughs> oh. I shall read it. No, there's no, there's no, this is too long even for us. <laughs> Look oh, at that shit. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. This is like the size of one of your scripts. So, lots, lots of uh, emojis. We got some. I guess it's smiling heart emojis. We got some mad emojis. We got a cool yeah, guy. Ooh, it's narrative tripling emoji. <laughs> narrative tripling. Yeah, because there's three emojis. That's narrative tripling. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that's wonderful. H-Bomber guy. Maybe you should stop. They're, stop I'm, now. I really... Still... I, I, re I remember... Kind of... <laughs> well, he, he was he was featured in this video uh, called uh, um, Reasonable Questions for Anti-Social Justice Warriors, and I did a video on that. And like, I'm just... I'm, I just realized, like... Uh, like, H like, he was the same guy. He, I just realized he's the same guy that you're talking about. Yeah, you like, called him Dutch blonde, Boy. Yeah, Dutch Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are pretty good. Um, I recognize Rusty Cheese Knife. He's here. He posted oh no. four hours ago. We should probably avoid any names. I mean, even though there's a link to the thread so people can find shit, it's just uh, whenever you use names, people are like, you bullying, bullying. Oh, okay. So which one of is H Bomber? Is he General Mellon? No, he, he all he said was thanks for your service. Um, so oh. it's it's the whole. Th remember, do you remember word for word what I said in my video? H-Bomber guy, I'm totally up for conversation, even though I don't think what you say makes a lot of sense. Just please stop with the petty snipes. And then what does he do? He snipes at me, pettily. Well, that's what they do. That's why they won't, you know, do, you know, live discussions and stuff. It's I think just, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, they, like this guy saying, also, he has been objectively wrong as in no sire, no joke. He has been objectively wrong. Yeah, we all have. Exactly. Mueller says that there in his a... video. He brings up like three examples where he's been wrong in the past. There's actually a subreddit that someone made for my stuff now. That's like a smaller community, but still, you know, pro Mueller. Let's put it that way. And somebody posted about how um, I made the mistake of saying C3PO's arm was red uh, and changed in TLJ, even though it was changed at the end of TFA. And someone was like, "Yeah, he made that mistake," and he said in part three that that was a mistake. And then they were like, "You can't make a mistake if you're claiming to be objective." <laughs> It's like, what? That's fucking retarded. What's that? What? Mahler, if you aren't literally Jesus, then you need to stop <laughs> making YouTube videos now while you still can. I, I gotta get out before they realize that I actually can make a mistake. I, I'm legitimately convinced that these people haven't watched your video. Uh, possibly. Like, like <laughs> maybe the first post sort of has, but like I don't think people have actually watched your video. Or they watch it and completely, completely mis <laughs> misinterpret what you're saying. I mean, I get that impression. Or if we go tight and they're not tight enough to be avoided from like, tism. But I'm like, oh man, you caught yeah. me. Better you go the Eric Taxon route and you just deliberately lie about the Why video not, in question. Eh? I mean, that's the Quinton route. The Eric Taxon one is like fucking ignore context that changes, recontextualizes what the thing you're saying is. Yeah. And then just make up a bunch of shit. We've got a whole selection on you, Fab. It's wonderful. But um, we have so many enemies. It's so he's, fun. He's Mahler isn't trying to prove his opinion. 
he's trying to prove that his opinion is the correct one. Well, fucking duh. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, 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 you, <laughs> on the surface, it's like what they think they're saying is I'm trying to prove my feelings are factual for everyone or something. It's like that's how does this how does this person type that out? How do you type out a sentence that says he's not trying to prove his opinion? He's trying to prove that his opinion is the correct one. Which one? <laughs> it's like, I don't even How did you type that out and not be like, wait? If you prove your is... opinion, wouldn't that mean you've proved it's correct? Like, don't you want to prove that his opinion is the correct one? Don't you want to convince people that your opinion is cor is correct and you can back it up with proof? I thought that's the point of like making an argument. Well, there will be YouTubers who just want to say that they felt the thing was bad, right? And then you feel like, are you proving that's the truth? And they go, no, no, no. But yeah, there are YouTubers who are trying to say, this is poorly constructed, and here are all the pieces, and this is why, and then you go, that's just your feelings, though. That's kind of the crux of my whole intro, but it, my manifesto, sorry. <laughs> this is this is kind of interesting, this post. Yeah, some of them are like, yeah, he'll find this, and he'll talk about it. I'm like, yeah, we'll talk about it. It's terrible. Well, we're not allowed to do that anymore. Like, I, yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, if talk. he talks about it, like, it's some sort of a victory if they talk, if they ad address the things that we said. It's like, really? That's where your bar is? Just being mentioned means that you've scored a victory? That's kind of... Alright, yeah, uh, as kinda, high as low as you want. And I hate to say it, but it's like, isn't that just truth that they don't want discussion? Question mark? <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, all of these people can, like, they can tweet at you and come into discussions with us and we can talk about it. Well, I, I think that they would assume we don't want discussion, probably. I mean, I think their egos are so big, they don't want to even, like, even, a, like, a small part of their argument be to be proven wrong. Or maybe or to be challenged at all. But yes. Does um... Mahler have absolutely nothing going on in his life? Can you believe you <laughs> devote all this time to your job? <laughs> <laughs> the nerve. Uh, the best arguments, the best. Um... Oh, yay, Anthony Warren's back in the chat. Yeah. Who's Anthony Warren? Oh, he's the guy that really, really hates me. Oh. I want to read out this. I want to read this out because he's always funny. He thinks I voted for Trump. I don't. I, 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 I don't. I don't exactly know where he got that from, but I it, am the one who voted for Trump. Yeah, Not Wolf. He, it's me. Rags yeah. did. Get well, that here's, shit here, straight. Here, here's what he says. He says Wolf says he voted for Bernie, but Bernie wasn't on the ballot against Trump. He says he supports Trump. I. I don't remember ever saying that. The only Bernie... election is the presidential election at the end. And there yeah, no yeah, it, the it, definitely, it definitely wasn't the case that I explicitly said I abstained from the general multiple times. Um, he's fun. Yeah, I, like, I, I like Anthony. He's, he's just like, like a little autistic kid that's just like, he says funny things and you're just like, oh, it's okay. He's like a movie circle jerk subreddit? Yeah. Okay. He's um, funny. I like him. I was gonna Keep say it up, buddy. Reddit is totally a strong example, but there was a guy I was arguing with on Twitter who uh, is, is a consistent um, person who does not like my videos, but it has like, I'll say a decent following. I'm trying to remain nameless just because discourage the whole go after him thing. Don't go after PayPal. But um, his argument for against my form of avoiding criticism came down to this, and I just want to see what you guys think. I make really long videos 
so that when someone takes a singular quote or a piece of, of work out of the video and reference that it's flawed, I will say, aha, you haven't seen the video, because there is a quote that's an hour later that completely retextualizes and va validates that point, so you're wrong. And it came down to, I basically asked him, I was like, are you telling me that you didn't watch the whole video and then claim I made an inaccurate criticism and that I've used the video in question to defend myself and that's not fair? Question mark. Like, I don't really understand anymore, and I think this is where Eric is going to go with this defense as well. Just the whole, his videos are so long, you can't even criticize them. And I'm like, I can criticize them, so, you know, like, I, I actually talked about a bunch of flaws I had in my previous videos in the, in the video, so I, I don't, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm so confused by this. You got anything? These people really... <laughs> they, they really don't like you. No, I, like, how desperate do you have to be to be like, okay, so I watched half of the video, and I saw that you said this, and then you're like, oh, look at this other quote, though. <laughs> it's like, well, that, that, isn't, isn't that a defense? And they're like, no. We just have so many really passionate fans. They just passionately despise us. I was about to say we've got on both us. ends, especially considering those meme videos. Like, Dude, it's like it's like that Quentin quote I quoted to you today, where I was watching that stream that he was on, and he was like, "Oh no, I'm a really big PewDiePie fan. I I just like talk shit about him all the time because I love him." <laughs> yeah, like and... Mueller's up ten thousand subs the last month. Like I think he's he's gonna be okay. Well, no, it'll all fall apart as soon as they realize the truth, whatever that guy was talking about, the truth of, I don't stand for anything and I can't create anything. Well, that's why I said I, w I don't think this person's ever actually made a video before, because that shit takes work. Like, this Fallout review I'm doing, that shit's work. It is. To try and make a good one that you're pleased with. Let's tell you this. Uh, <clears throat> since you released your video, let me add these up. <laughs> someone, someone said there's a lot of content creators I like who hate Baller. I was talking to Friggy the other day, and he said that a content creator he really enjoys who makes long-form stuff retweeted a tweet saying that, you know, Mauler's ridiculously long and it's crap videos and don't watch them, and he was like, man... <laughs> it makes people sad, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. So in, in four days, starting at Christmas, going to the 28th, so four days you gained... 5,700 subs. So I guess people... I, what a terrible video. No, that's just, and I'm, that's I'm, tricking people, though. That's different. No, I'm, I don't want to... Don't confuse that with saying because people watch it and sub that it's good. But when you add that in with the fact that the video is being very, very well received and that people are watching these off-the-cuff podcasts that we do where we bring people on and we talk about this kind of thing and, and people are constantly invited... Um, I think that says something. Well, either way, that that is basically a, a good summary of all the criticism I've received for the uh, for the video, alongside a couple of things that people are fair about, like uh, should the intro be attached? And my yeah, that seems that to be the big thing that pops up. It'll well, so you know, we'll we'll, we'll gauge it from chat, but everybody wants it to be secondarily released on the the Moolah channel, and I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I can edit it so that it's just the intro and I can call it, well, we can come up with a title or whatever. But um, that doesn't mean that it should have been detached as far as I'm concerned. The point is that it's context for the rest of the series, which I think is harder to see right now because there's only part one. It might be like, eh? And you do have a pretty obvious timestamp. That's true. There's a skip. Um, so. <laughs> but yeah, would everybody be comfortable, especially the people in chat, because these are the people who are probably subscribed to the Moolah channel, would you be comfortable with me re-uploading a uh, shortened 
version that basically has the intro in the last 20 minutes of part one as a singular video so that it can be shared is is what people have been asking me to do that's basically um that might actually be a good idea because when you tell people hey i really really if, if they because it does have a little bit of baggage with it um, and a lot of people, especially new people who don't know anything about the scene of YouTube critics and, you know, objectivity, subjectivity, they just want to watch the movie criticism. I think that would be very useful. Yeah. All right, then I shall sort that out. Um... Well, maybe what you can do is right before you upload part two, you upload part one, the condensed part one. So that they're both out, you know, at the same time. I mean, it should be alright because it's on the Moolah channel, so most people won't be like, okay. too upset. I don't think. Um, alright, yeah, that that'd be pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for the responses in chat. I I'll, no, I'll definitely we don't sorted. accept criticism. <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> uh, so I just want to make sure everyone knows we've 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 been getting requests to check out that the Last Jedi restoring balance to the fandom video. I don't know if you guys know about that one, but uh, I saw a bit I of it and I was like, oof. So that's another TLJ video, obviously, but it's covering um, how bad it is, how fans have responded, and a bit about art critique, and he does talk about objectivity and subjectivity. So uh, we will probably cover that video the next time we're covering a TLJ one, which could be the After one... After the Colonial Marine stream. You say that like a meme, but that's probably true. That's, pro that's still happening, people. Still happening. We tested yeah. it, and it works. It's still happening. Um... But yeah, I've definitely noticed, so you don't have to send it, that's on the queue. Uh, a correction, I said that Peter Quill was uh, abducted in 1981, it's 1988 in the MCU, so the, the whole thing about Gallagher actually makes sense if um, that's what I said, and then we checked it, and I was like, oh shit, that's not right, but apparently it was. It's because it's a difference between the comic continuity and the film continuity, I think, but I could still be wrong on that, but yeah, I just wanted to make sure it was said. Um, and apparently the difference between... Hulk and Bruce Banner remembering what each other do is something that is in Ragnarok specifically. Like, the whole, like, he was buried into the Hulk, and he does have a line of dialogue for that, apparently. I don't know if... I'd have to rewatch the films to know, like, you know, who here even remembers The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton? Like, I, I don't remember what the rules even are for the Hulk, so... Uh... uh the only other thing was... Uh, some people were commenting about how Thanos could just make resources is singularly enough to ruin the film. Like, shouldn't that be enough to say that the entire film is ruined? Um, I'd be like, maybe plot-wise, but there's loads of character stuff to consider what everybody's going through arc-wise, and that's like the Iron Man and everyone else. So the, the film itself, it, it, I suppose I just agree that it's complicated to break down if you have something that fundamentally breaks it, but Endgame could fix that. You know, we kind of need to see that before you could probably judge it definitively, but I do agree that it's, um, it would, if, especially if the film established you could do it, it would be a significant problem. So, they're the things that I wanted to just, um, get out. Oh, and, and someone left a comment saying, does Mola honestly think that Ant-Man and the Wasp, Infinity War, and Civil War are, are well written? And I thought that was interesting, because I was like, oh, well, Ant-Man and the Wasp is like, meh. Infinity War is, like, great with loads of flaws, and then Civil War is, yes, I think Civil War is really well written. Yeah, I think that, I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the writing, it's funny. I think it's it's trying to be, it's a comedy, essentially. Um, in your opinion. In my opinion. In my opinion, it is a, well... I was going to say, we actually agreed with a lot of the Infinity War writing flaws when we were, we were doing that video. 
and a lot of people yeah. seem to think that we were like super against the idea that it has flaws. It's like, no, we agreed with a bunch of them. No, I'm down for it. Yeah. Um, we even agreed I with Cinema Sins. Far, far outweighs the bad. Yeah. Yeah. I sounded like an edgy teenager when I talked about Aquaman. The movie was faithful to the comic. Don't care. Had the qualities don't of care. an epic fail. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't particularly care if it's faithful to a comic that I haven't read. Um, I mean, honestly, I think the comic was a bad idea in the first place because who the who cares about a, a Mister Fishman? I want to find the Stingray who killed Steve Irwin and ask why. <laughs> That's the plot of Aquaman. That um, would have been a better plot than the one we got. So, so, and this is one that I know Rags will have a take on this. So, so I, yes. I, I got a lot of criticism. From a particular person, I'll just remain nameless again, uh, arguing okay. that uh, I need to take responsibility for the damage that uh, Kelly Marie Tran, Ryan Johnson, etc., have received because people yeah. use my videos as reasoning to attack people who help create the film, even though it doesn't matter if my video did or did not promote violence. Um, oh, being you. <laughs> <laughs> Criticism breeds violence. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, do I need to counter that argument? I don't even like <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And they went they were going on for ages about this, and they were like, everybody has a responsibility to acknowledge the influence they have, whether or not they intended it. And it's the idea is like it's how can you say that my videos are influencing violence? Yeah, I if, if I, I would Oh, so I was gonna say, if that's true. Megan Fox should be fucking dead. <laughs> Wait, what's she doing? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, oh, Transformers. Right, everyone was criticizing the Transformers movies, you know, rightfully. So, by that logic, she should be fucking dead. <laughs> well, in fairness, in in fairness, Shia LaBeouf did lose his mind. He did. True, true. he did. Yeah, that's not a name I've heard in a while. Um, but <laughs> I, 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 would... I go on his uh his capture the flag streams. I, I like to see people's progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I would agree that to a degree that you have like a responsibility, but only in the sense that you should. Oh, uh, I would say you don't have a responsibility over what other people to do, well, over over the actions of other people. If you, especially if you haven't told them to do anything, you know, like if if Mahler went out and said. You, everyone watching this video, should go out and harass Kelly Marie Tran. If he had said that, then yeah, obviously it'd be a different story. But I don't know how many times we have to say that you shouldn't do that before it sinks in. Like, what what do you want us to do exactly? Like, I, I would I would ask this guy what he wants us to do. Well, he actually said that in nowhere in my videos do I denounce any kind of harassment. I was like, you don't even watch the streams, then do you? Yeah, we clearly don't can condone that. that that's obviously ridiculous we, well, look, until we all agree until we all agree that the last jedi is the best star wars movie well we we just support harassment <laughs> that's that's how it feels it's like could you at least make a video positive about the film to balance it out it's like what but no it would no, be like never. a footnote save the cast save them and yeah so yeah. say of... the movie's good this is this is one of the points. So it was like people want to use Mola's videos to be considered righteous when attacking Ryan Johnson, for example. At that point, is Mola not responsible for the hatred these people receive? No, absolutely not. That's 
That's ridiculous. This is what I mean. I just, I was like, how the fuck? How is that fair? What if someone wrote a book on cooking and someone used it to murder somebody? <laughs> like, you, you, you wrote this. Like, I mean, it's, that's insane. Someone, someone made a solid point in the chat. Um, if we were used to help harassment, then Walt Disney is responsible for Hitler because his films persuaded him into failing his art career. There you go. <laughs> Let's let's go even further. Uh, everything is the fault of uh, our common ancestor because not to mention Hitler. Hitler had like a picture of Walt Disney in his office or something, Technically, or it was the other way around. Are we responsible for exactly. anything? Isn't it all our parents' fault? They're the ones that brought us here. Yeah, technically. Well, yeah. <laughs> Enough of this craziness. How how dare? Um. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it. I'm, I'm seeing if there was anything else. Um. Well but we don't. I we've been going for uh, fifty nine minutes, but we don't address <laughs> criticism. We haven't even gotten into what we got here to do. We've hit, this is the longest intro I knew it would happen. We had so many memes and points and stuff. But yeah, okay, we can we can totally get into uh, into because this is the thing. We try and read read as many comments as possible on on EFAP. I, I'm aware that Rags and Wolf check them out too. It's just that. I don't get to everything, and I try and get to the most notable, or if there's a selection that I can uh, you know, talk about all in one, that's the best way to do it. But yeah, no, oh, uh, we don't like some, criticism. We never talk about it. There's some uh, some unsettling super chats I've seen from Evil Toad. Someone who claims to, uh, I don't know, I guess be in your bedroom. A little whistle to it when you sleep, it's loud. Oh, right, right. You <laughs> hear it from under your bed. He also said that he makes your pillows. Oh, well, that's, so, that's kind of him. That, that's kind of nice. So, <laughs> the video... A little disturbing, but... The video we're supposed to be talking about is called Bad Media Criticism. Now, I had one run through it when I was playing a video game, and I remember finding that a lot of the points were fair and a lot of the points were vague. But my perspective could change when really thinking about everything that's said. But it's supposed to be a sort of uh, review of reviewers in the modern age and what's wrong with them. And I, th I think she tries to sort of draw a history of how this all came together, so... Don't attack All this right. person. Leave her alone. Is that what people right, want everyone. us to say? Because we never condone that shit anyway. Yeah. All right, everyone. Put on your reader response theory helmets. Helmets. We gotta. Yeah. <laughs> Protect it's you like from a... alternate opinions. <laughs> it's like the uh, like the helmet that um, God, who's the old dude in X Men? Patrick Stewart. Um, Charles Xavier. I... Yeah, Char... I just gotta call him Patrick Stewart. He's not the one. Oh, you're talking about Cerebro? I thought you'd, you'd reference the Magneto helmet. Magneto? Yeah. Well, no, I, I was referencing... What was it called again? Cerebro? Cerebro? Okay, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I just forgot the name of the helmet. See, most people think you're talking about Magneto. You're a bad Mima. Well, sorry that everyone else forgot that Xavier that, has like, a helmet, too. Let's let people can have helmets. Juggernaut know. also has a helmet. Also... I realize there's loads of super chats I need to read, but I, I like. Do you want us to stop this video, or do we take a break for that too? I feel like we should probably do it halfway through the video or something, otherwise we'll never get going. Yeah, we gotta get on track. I'm sure there might be a timestamp for when we actually start efapping, but we don't address <laughs> Chris, so that's fair enough. All right, everyone, good to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Excellent. Hi, welcome to my YouTube channel. My name is Detail Detective, and I'm here to tell you why all your favorite media is terrible in my five-part video. This- I hate her already. <laughs> <laughs> she has a Night Vale poster. I noticed that. What, wait, what's Night Vale? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, is it is it to not be spoken of? <laughs> no, I've I've heard I've I've I have I've heard of it. Um, he who shall not be named. But it's made. It's oh man. Oh yeah, and she's the totally. Show is garbage. She's playing yeah? a character right now. In case the oh um, she is oh okay yeah. okay I got you. So is she just dumb by design? No, she's or? she's gonna she's posing as what we get now, which is five part series. Oh. On, in, you know, I'm I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt. I'll just let this play out. You'll you'll get the joke. Terrible in my okay. five part video. This children's show is garbage, Fascist? and here's why. Part one: the plot. So in this frame, Fairy Princess Sparkle Tina's sash is sky blue, and in the next shot of her, her sash is cerulean. Yeah, shame. Clearly, the animators do not care about thousand to more than two hundred thousand. Whoa! Who did that? Who? How dare you? Who was just, it like, me? Jumped. Wolf and I didn't you. do it. What? I did. I've been <laughs> Prince Bloody Sword when he was a baby. Oh, let me guess. Because she doesn't want to kill anyone. We all know what that means. Sparkle Teen is a fascist. Fairy Princess Adventure is officially cancelled. I agree. Over so, like, you sure. get it, right? Like, the idea of taking something called Fairy Princess and analyzing it so deep to the point where you draw political motivations out of it, and you take a tiny issue like changing of a small color in a frame of a piece of clothing, and you reference that as the reason the animation is fucking dreadful. Because I agree with both of those points, but the funny thing is, I think... Those points apply to people that aren't us. Not that I'm saying she's directing it at us, because she doesn't mention us or reference us, I'm just saying. She's mocking a person called Lily Orchard. Who's that? Oh, I... I don't, I've never heard of him. Uh, Let me have a look. I'm I curious. think it's interesting, though, What one thing she said, um, I don't agree that all art is political. I think that's nonsense. I think that people conflate that with the idea that if you're anal enough, you can find anything and somehow attach I've, something political to it. I've heard the argument dude, that if you are take you, are no you stance, right the hell retribution was so political. If you take no, no dude, stance I was in politics, Pong the other that day. is a stance. Therefore, everything is politics. <laughs> like, I think they. That? I think it's used as a justification. I think so too. Uh, for a lot of people to put politics into things and say, "Well, it was political all along," or something along those lines, but. I don't agree that all well, of it is political, and I'm thinking about doing a video I would on make it. the argument that some things are intrinsic to humanity, irrelevant of politics, and you'd be like, like what? Like, I don't know, breathing oxygen. There's nothing political Apples. in relation to that. Apples are not political. Apples? What if policy... Unless it's thing, an I'm organic going, apple, that I'm going is very to pedant you. I'd be like, what about a policy to increase GMOs or some crap that affects the apples? What about people who are like... I don't eat fruit because they're it's evil. <laughs> like what? what I don't it? eat apples because that's what made Adam and Eve be all bad, and then we all are damned for some reason. Uh, Red apples exist. Is there a scenario that's communism. for everything to be made political? Is like possibly, but I just I hate the idea that you can watch a movie and then you're like, they didn't say anything political. That is a stance. Like it is. <laughs> I didn't realize. Uh, but yeah, you know um. The idea that you nitpick uh, nitpick media until you pull politics out of it, which That's is what I think. That's what I think a lot of people do. Yeah, no, I agree, but I think it's happening when critics criticize critics. Like you know how we've been told we're alt right all the time, like drawn from what? And it's like, well, they watch ER. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, they're really long it was form. Like when I was on Twitter, and people would say I'm alt right, or and or I support autocracy or ridiculous things like that. I'd say, could you provide evidence for that? And they, like, never can. 
And you know, I was like, why, where do well, you even get these things? Do you remember when we covered Movie Bob, um, and he said, he was doing a parody of, like, people criticizing Black Panther, and he took quotes from my video one for one, and then he started talking about, like, political positions in relation to, I think it was race, I can't remember, or uh, migration, or uh, immigration, sorry, um, to imply that I may be criticizing Black Panther, but it's a political undertone, and if you watch my Black Panther video, there isn't a politic there point in there. Um, even yeah. when even when uh, Sin Sins went after me for it, he didn't actually say I had a pol like there's nothing political. He just thought I got bits in the wrong film wrong. Um, well, it's so easy nowadays to do the whole oh you criticize this thing. Well, I think that's that a political all art position. Political. Well, yeah, the thing is, if you criticize Black Panther, and I believe that Black Panther is inherently political, that means that what you're doing is you're taking an opposing political stance to what. In my mind, Black Panther is saying politically, which means you hate black people. And yeah, Makes so I think this problem and exists. And there are fucking people who say that. This problem exists for critics of critics, which is why this is getting very meta. But um, yeah, it's so I don't necessarily agree with, uh, disagree with her. What I'm getting at it depends on who she's aiming it at. That means Sparkle Teen is a fascist. Fairy Princess Adventure is officially. Canceled. Did you see that? Uh, did you guys know about that it movie? It keeps going to thirty nine. Oh, don't worry about it. It should be fine. Um, that the movie Sky something. It's about superheroes. I forget. It came out like ten years Sky ago. Sky High. Sky High. Is this Sky? High? Yeah. Okay. There's a guy yeah. who made a video recently explaining how Sky High is fascist. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and I see everyone's reaction is laughing, and it's like I haven't seen the video, but I, I haven't just, seen that movie since I was like ten. But there are people who think that Starship Troopers is fascist. So. Well, That's, I mean, Red Light Media well, think that, right? Well, here. Well, here's well, the yeah, thing. Starship Troopers <laughs> is fascist in a very good way. It's not, though. Well, this is the thing. I, I've seen the arguments against that, and I I actually find... I really want the people on both sides to have a really a good discussion about that. You know what I mean? Like, figure it out. Because I'd love Red Let Media to think about is it really fascist or not, and to reconcile, let's just say, the additional information about the movie. Because... Um, I love Starship Troopers. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's a bug planet. It's afraid! I'm just saying. <laughs> so the Federation did nothing wrong. This is, this is absolutely true. Over the past three years, media criticism and video essays have blown up in popularity. Lindsay Ellis' channel went from about 5,000 subscribers at the beginning of 2016 to more than half a million now. Dan Olson, or Folding Ideas, has gone from about 2,000 to more than 200,000. And scores of new video essay channels like me, Big Joel, or Taylor J. Williams have started popping up. I don't know any of them. I know Lindsay Ellis and Folding Ideas. I don't know the other ones she mentioned. But, I haven't um, even. I don't even know who Lindsay Ellis is. It gives me the chick. It gives me the impression that her, let's call it, what would you say? Like her selection is a little biased in that. One of my favorite video essayists. Well, I've got a relatively unknown, specific old TV show essayist. I got a guy who covers old video games and how they've uh, been, sort of how their legacy and what they meant, and then a guy who does gun reviews as video essays. Then. Uh, ER, you know, I don't even need to explain that, and then, do you know what I mean, like, the, the, um, the ones I would recommend are completely fucking different, while the ones she's just recommended are all, like, they go out together and hang out regular, and I know you can say that about us, but I'm saying, like, yeah, if you said my favorites are Mauler, Rags, and Wolf, I'd be like, oh, he probably watches EFAP, like, if, to yeah. me, if you're gonna be making a broad criticism or celebration, yeah, she just listed all the people that would be in a YouTube rewind, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm interested in how it seems like she's not really selected from a from a larger group, but hey, whatever. That's not necessarily bad. Who knows what her arguments are like? Definitely, quantity doesn't always equal quality. And sadly, a lot of what passes itself off as good faith media criticism is not. In particular, content like Cinema Sins, The Nostalgia Critic, and more recently, a lot of multi-hour video essays dedicated oh. to dissecting certain shows end up doing more I haven't done a show yet. Okay, <laughs> so I would... You're right. What? I don't know if Cinema Sins is bad faith. Um, he said he sometimes will deliberately lie for a joke. Does that count as bad faith? Um, I mean, it's like if a stand-up comedian makes up a story about their friend to tell a joke, I think. Mm. Um... I, I don't know if if you're doing something for comedy, you know that's sort of its own thing. It's sort of like comedy exists in sort of its own well, bubble. Yeah, I'm not sure I mean, I'd be comfortable but, in saying that she's uh, but, that cinema sense is bad faith. Yeah, I don't know if I mean, I'd say that either. I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt, you know. Yeah, I think it's called being you know deliberately obtuse, you know to you know pretending to be an, an idiot to to, to, yeah. uh, to sell a joke. Um, I've, I've done I've done that a couple times. Her multi-hour thing, because some people are like, is that directed to me? I don't think it's directed to me. I'm not sure she knows about my channel. Um, she mentioned Lily Orchard earlier. Oh, you guys mentioned in chat that that's who she was uh, parodying. Lily Orchard has done multi-hour series of critique on cartoon TV shows, so I think that's what she's referencing. And Nostalgia Critic is Bad Faith? Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd go. I'd say that I either. I, I think I'd just say bad content. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, but that's a different thing. I mean, I would say most people who make bad content are doing it in good faith. Also, if it, people are saying it is directed at me, even <laughs> like if it Jared. is directed at me, what, what do you want me to do? If she just, if she just says it's long, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> okay. Harm, then they do good. I know this is probably pretty ironic coming from the person who likes to make videos complaining about certain TV shows That's for a living, really especially because I too like to use attention-grabbing titles and thumbnails to encourage people to That's watch my bad. videos. And it's very possible that some of my own videos have fallen into some of the traps that I'm going to talk about here. Okay. Right. I mean, I like to think the stuff I make is, you know, analytical and good, but I'm not discounting the possibility that it isn't always. Along a similar vein, I'm also not saying that the people who create bad media criticism are bad people just that the content they create all right you just called people doing things in bad faith though yeah so that's a so that's a character uh. assessment just to clarify bad faith means you did it uh like with, with for, to make it simple to be, it's, it's like, like to be disingenuous or for bad reasons yeah you're deliberately dishonest you're doing it with the intention to lie to the person or to to manipulate them or You'll do it, yeah. What you just said, dishonest intentions would yeah, be. Either. You can't say that people are doing things in bad faith, but also I'm not saying they're bad people. It would be like Those if, are kind of. If I broke down a scene and I said, I don't know, uh, Jim wanted to do everything to kill this character, and then there's this moment in the scene where Jim goes, I just, I don't want to kill this guy. I'll do anything to stop it. And I just go, eh, I'll just leave that out of my analysis. It gets in the way. <laughs> like it's ruining my, uh, my point, so I'm just going to leave that out. And you'd be like, well, that's not. <laughs> You're not being. You're not being honest, then. And I'd be like, eh, you know, I'm just doing. And I think that's probably part of what she's referencing, to be honest, which I agree with. Again, like this, this, this in concept is fine. I think what she's saying, because it's all true. It's like the people who exist who yeah, do bad I think shit. Some of them, yeah. A yeah, lot of sure. people in the chat are pointing out what she's doing with her hands. She's using it to explain <laughs> things. Good. 
What I primarily want to talk about is bad faith criticism of media and why I think it's ultimately harmful to the, in my opinion, good idea of analyzing the things we like. I, I so first of all, video. how did we get here? Oh lord, no! <laughs> a brief so I saw the phrase brief history. I'm gonna take a bathroom break. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> the history is brief. Oh, it makes sense. It does uh, somehow make sense. I love how as soon as he saw Quentin, he's like, oh, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, where's Quentin? <laughs> right there. You don't see him? I see him oh, right there. You guys, for some reason, I've noticed on EFAB, everybody's like three seconds ahead of me. Mm. Oh, shit. 319. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Here's the real weird thing, Mahler. I seem to, for the first time ever, actually be perfectly in sync with you. Oh, <laughs> well, excellent. Hand movements are gesticles. That makes total sense. I'm just gonna keep posting Jared's face now. Makes me happy. <laughs> oh my god, that video with Thor Jared. <laughs> it was so perfect. Oh. I guess um, Rags is probably gonna be back in a few seconds. I feel like starting up to Super Chats is gonna be pointless. He's gonna go on the newspaper. Well, he did, he did say last time he goes outside. <laughs> <laughs> I think was it since it was like you go outside that he was like I'm not gonna shit where I sleep. <laughs> um, I I wish I had started. Oh, was that him? Come on, Rex, you can do it. Waiting for him to swear loudly. <laughs> Is that all coming from Rags's mic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have Is returned. Making... Excellent. Rags, are you ready? A cyborg? You ready for a brief history of Vedic criticism? Criticism. No, sure. Sure, I'd love to hear a brief history of YouTube media criticism. Let's do it. It all began with a trip to the zoo. <laughs> oh, I love it. Very I actually was recommended that video earlier today. Yeah, really? Yeah, I get recommended a lot of videos from like 10 years ago for some reason. Criticisms of various films, TV shows, games, and podcasts on YouTube are not new. In fact, they've existed ever since the platform did. And if mm -hmm. you follow any history of YouTube, most people will cite the angry video game nerd as one of the first YouTube content creators to bring media criticism into the collective consciousness of mainstream was created. James Roll- God damn it. Did you skip for anybody else just then? We're at 2 minutes 36 seconds right now. It like jumped. And I always wonder oh, if it was jumped. just me or not. I think it's just she's got really weird editing. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was the video, but maybe. To the collective consciousness of mainstream YouTube. In 2006, shortly after YouTube was created, James Rolfe started posting videos where he would play oh, this easily angered, bitter guy <laughs> ranting about various <laughs> video games. And this is an interesting case. This is a guy who, in his early videos, was definitely playing a character. In these videos, the nerd was the butt of the joke. The intention was to laugh at this pathetic guy getting overly offended about old video games. I would agree, though, it's not that he didn't highlight genuine issues with these games. Yeah, that doesn't invalidate what the character says. I'm not saying she's saying that. Yeah, no, that's but, true. Um, you gotta be very yeah, careful uh, with this. Yeah. <laughs>
So, yeah, what she said is technically true. I just want to have the addendum that uh, when you'd watch his videos, you would get informed as to how these games would or would not uh, be shit. <laughs> That'd be the easy way to put it. Even though he's playing a character. But a strange thing started happening. People took his reviews seriously. They liked him. Pretty soon, Rolf started making serious <laughs> reviews of video it's, games. It's so strange that they decide to take him seriously. That, that's know. crazy. It's almost like this whole time they found a reason to find him serious. Like you can you can play a character like Plinket. Yeah. Plinket's a character, but you can take him seriously because he's saying serious things. It's like he make one he makes one joke and it's like, well, the whole thing's a joke. And it's like, no, no. When it, when he like does a serious breakdown of the characters of the Phantom Menace, I don't think he's joking. And it's good to see Macaulay Culkin out there, you know. He seems like a nice guy. We should get him on yeah. EFAP. Oh god, Macaulay Culkin, please. I can't, I can't spell your name, your weird fucking name, but please, please come on to EFAP with us. And please bring some of your meth. <laughs> no, I hear he's a really nice guy. I mean, we you can tell he's a nice I mean, guy oh, watch the Red Light Media shit. That's just well, fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, you can be a meth head and a nice guy at the same time. This is, That's yeah. true. This is possible. Doing, yeah, doing, doing meth doesn't is mean not anti-meth head. Dude, Greg, <laughs> Greg Sestero talked with them, and they both wore bunny ears for the whole show. It was great. Hmm. This is the reasons why you should definitely come on, just saying. Also, um, Ben Shapiro, if you want to come on EFAP, <laughs> this is the if you want to we will humanize your platform. No, no, your platform. Guys, we can't humanize the Jews. We know <laughs> this. We need to get that list, that manifesto of who we can humanize from Quentin. <laughs> Pretty soon, Rolf started making serious reviews of video games and sharing his genuine opinions. Not she only that, but like other a... YouTubers quickly started. What's she holding between her fingernails? Do you think she's she like plucked a fly out of the air and now she's just I was it? just about to say that. <laughs> That would be she's holding a impressive. small fly. She didn't she's kill it. She didn't kill it. It's right there. It's struggling. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So guys, make sure you look at her eyes. If she glances down and gives it like a glare, then we'll know that she's like torturing it. She's like slowly, painfully squeezing the fly to death. Oh, that's a terrible thing. For yeah, why'd you have to make it so violent? Why couldn't the happy fly be stroked by her? It's like, oh, cute little fly. Okay, well, look, look, look how sharp People her fingernails are. People are going to say that we don't focus on the real criticism. We're <laughs> just having fun. We're just having some funsies with whoever this is. I don't even, I've never, I don't know this person. Never heard of Alt-right YouTubers, Moller, Wolf and Rags. Alt-right YouTubers like Criticize video hate, for hand gesture. hate women literally more than anything else. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. It is such a strange hand gesture, though. It's like she doesn't know what to do with her hands. that, but other YouTubers quickly started to imitate his format, even going so far as to- Hashtag save the fly. Save Jeff Goldblum, please. to imitate his format, even going so far as to- Oh, she let it go. ...jokes and criticism verbatim. I won't talk too much, because it's already been discussed. If you haven't seen No, already, no, he has never made an interesting video in his life. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, she likes Quinton, so we're gonna have to put up Look, you, you can see the outline of his unibrow. Jokes and criticisms verbatim. I won't talk about this too much, mainly because it's already been discussed. Okay. If you haven't seen it already, <laughs> the YouTube <laughs> reviews had a very interesting He must have just shaved it. it. 
asked yesterday, maybe. He, he, he's got a five o'clock shadow on the bridge of his nose. <laughs> I forget which. <laughs> his mouth looks like an elk vagina. I don't know. Why do you know what that looks like? You well, know. Google, we're going to go on I mean, an adventure, Google. Look, look, in fairness. Oh, <laughs> no, Rex, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, space VA. Like, oh, my God, I went to the Rocky Mountains two years in a row, and I saw a lot of elk, but I didn't think to myself, you know what? I kind of want to That was your mistake, Will. That was not a mistake. I just, it's just a bunch of pictures of deer fucking. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even like in good clips. What, what did you expect? Google, I'm very disappointed. Um. Oh God. There's here we go nine ama nine amazing facts about the vagina from SlideShare. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because number four will shock you. <laughs> number four will shock you. <laughs> did you know that the vagina can expand by up to two hundred percent? I thought you were gonna say two hundred meters or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, oh man, they they grow way bigger than I thought. I I like in this video about nine amazing facts about the vagina. Fact number five is there is a G spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, they it's, had to the test <laughs> Did Quentin write that? <laughs> there is a G spot, when and I finally found it. Quentin hasn't been within a hundred right yards. <laughs> Oh my god, it's that. awesome. Fact number eight is don't shave your pubic hair. <laughs> yes, the seat of yeah. <laughs> hey, Rex, check out the post. Spider milk is better than rhino milk. Changing my mind. I love it. I like it. Ghost milk is in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyway, um, yeah, we're going to have to listen to what her point your is. Shave your vagina though. is the point. Yes. If you haven't seen it already, a YouTuber named Quentin Reviews had a very interesting video about the angry video game nerd's influence over YouTube as a whole, and I'll link it below. Ah, uh, well, I saw that video. He basically just reiterates what everybody already knew, which is he came first. Uh, does anyone know Irate Gamer? Does anyone not know Irate Gamer? Uh, I don't think so. He's just the, the most famous AVGN clone. He just did everything the AVGN does, but worse. And he actually got popular for a bit because of the fact that so few people were reviewing media, but then he fell off immediately as soon as like more and more people started popping up. And he's just a famous clone. And that's basically what Quentin covers. And it's like, okay, fine. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he goes much further than that, but apparently she thought it was pretty good. So check out a Quentin video if you guys want to. A year later, a similar creator, ostensibly playing an angry character, Doug Walker, or the Nostalgia Critic surfaced. His videos were similarly focused on getting obscenely mad over nostalgic content, the main difference being that he primarily focused on movies. Once again, a similar theme started to surface. He initially chose to really separate himself from his character, making it clear that the Nostalgia Critic was a pathetic nerd who got angry over nothing. But as his content became more and more popular, his I don't I don't think that's a fair characterization of the character even. Yeah, I don't know if Nostalgia Critic would agree with that. I think he'd be like, yeah. whoa, chill out. Because he's made videos in the past that I've really liked. It's like I, I watched his video because we talked about him on on, on a EFAP and I went and saw his um video on uh the Oprah Winfrey space thing, um Wrinkle in Time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. God. oh god. I, I, I like that video that he did on it. Like I, I enjoyed it. So I, I mean, I don't know. I, he doesn't seem like like a. As far as the content goes, it's fine. I'm not sure if you know. 
If she's going for the whole, like, there's the people are combining the character and taking some jokes seriously and it's ruining media criticism, I think that's sort of the root here. I can't remember. <sighs> and sometimes no, it... people don't really address if they're playing a character or not. It's like, I don't... I don't play a character. I'm just me with... I'm just me, you know? So just a dog. Just, that's just doing the thing, man. You know, I'm around... I'm at home all day. You know, while the breadwinner is out doing his thing, I figure might as well do why, something. Why is the video skipping around? Four minutes and fifty six seconds. Where were we? <laughs> like, okay, we, we're nostalgia we, critic. We, That's where we were. Yeah, yeah. We we there were we looking go. at his really, really, really bad thinning hairline. How dare you? He actually has shaved his hair now. Yeah, oh, and which is good. God. And, and advice to men, since I was talking about shaving your vagina <laughs> earlier, for you guys, for you guys, since you can't shave your vagina unless you're married. Then what you can do <laughs> is you need to when you start going bald, just take it off, man. Ranks, did just you just imply that by marrying a female that you own her and thus you have her vagina? You have legal ownership over her. That's wow. what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says, Mahler. That's the word of God. Hashtag rags is bad. There fine, fine. Have your slave <laughs> do it for you. Jesus, fine. Oh, well, God. that's another method. I'm just, I uh, I'm just glad I started shaving my head before it ever got that bad. Yeah, Ow. man. It's not I mean, a bad look. I don't think no, it is. A lot it, of guys it looks, really it pull it off. It looks better than I expected it to be. Yeah. Some There are some people I think guys like kind of look better bald than with whatever hair they had anyway. Like I think I look a lot better than I did trying to cover up my thinning hairline. I mean... Yeah, so my beard kind of cancels it off. Cancels it out, rather. Well, it looks like it's... You know, it, it, people never look at a bald guy and it's like, <laughs> that guy... You know, he's got a thinning hairline. No, they're like, he just doesn't have... He's hey, hey, in, in fairness, if I am ever mocked by a bunch of children for being bald, a bunch of bears will come out and maul them, so that'll be... That'll be nice Did I me. miss something? Did, did Lauren say that a red apple was communism? Was that, yes, I did! <laughs> I think I missed that. A red apple is communism? No, because... No, because there's no food in communism. Ah, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> That's like your Wolf, opinion. so you're saying you're a skinhead. Yes. Yes. He has skin on his head, as we all do. Yeah. That's clarification. Head's only skin. I thought you were a real wolf. Dun, dun. Oh, that must be... Oh, yeah. He's, he's very obsessed with the whole wolf thing, and yet he can't grow hair all over his body, thick and furry. Uh, I, can, I can grow it everywhere except for my scalp, apparently. <laughs> Just get a transplant. Easy. Content became more and more popular, his videos became more about sharing his genuine thoughts. In fact, nowadays he hosts content on. So that that implies that what his character says aren't his genuine thoughts. Mm, I think she's going to draw. So sometimes it will be, sometimes it won't be. I think is going to be her point. Because mm -hmm. if I remember this correctly, she shows clips from his genuine thoughts, quote unquote, and then clips from his nostalgic video for the same movies, and they're the same statements. Yeah, I guess it goes into what we said earlier. With, even if there's a character on screen that someone's playing, their thoughts could. They, I, that doesn't mean they don't have genuine things to say. Yeah, would you, what do you guys think about this? Nostalgia Critic, was he good for media criticism or bad overall? Uh... Mm. Hey, can I just do neutral? Because I never liked his content well, in the first place. The reason I want to say neutral is because I don't know. I don't know if, if he's had an overall bad I mean, effect or good effect. He's probably inspired people to make videos. The videos that I've seen, I've liked. So from unless he has like some sort of crazy thing that I'm not aware of, I'm going to say it's been positive. Because like I'm just trying to think of the argument. It'd be like, oh, he's encouraged nitpicking. I'd be like, but that's not specifically Good. bad. It depends. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say that's bad at all. And you especially could be like... by the way people use the word nitpicking these days. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. Let's just, let's see more from her argument. With the line between what the character thinks and what oh, the God, creator I, thinks became Just seeing Doug more. Walker talking while hearing her voice for a second, I was like, wait, why is her voice coming out of Doug? <laughs> it's not always a huge leap, either. He's got a very, he, he not only has a high-pitched voice, but he high-pitches it deliberately so it's... i'm duck walker I, my balls haven't dropped since i was six i think it's it's a presented thing right so they goes, have Hello? so what you're saying is that they have dropped yes uh, that they was dropped a... a long time ago is what you're saying well they dropped then shriveled up and like fell that immediately that's an important footnote yeah i feel um yeah he does the whole like Hello, I'm the nostalgia critic. I remember it, so you don't have to. It's like the whoa. whoa. <laughs> I think I'm quirky. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like um, kids TV presenters sort of things where they're like, "Hey, everyone, let's do it." And it's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, encourage me to he do something. on my nerves at times. Blurred until you got a sort of review style that was just an angry guy sharing his genuine negative opinions about media, but like with a lot of screaming and swearing. Mm -hmm. And this okay. review style, Angry sure. Man Screams About How Terrible Things Are, did dominate YouTube for a long time. I mean, isn't that what my rage is kind of on? <laughs> like, I mean, I, as long as the criticisms are good, that's fine with me. I was about to say, I don't think I have a problem with Angry Man Rages at Thing, because that's entertainment usually. That's, I mean, that's why we like it being angry rather than neutral, isn't it? Well, you know how I bet most of, to be fair, I bet most of them were white. white. Was it so Decker, you know. Decker Shadow, Decker Shade, something? I, I forget the, the name of the YouTuber, but he made the video he made on Predator when it came out. I just empathized him so much because he just gets so fucking angry talking about all the, the stupid law breaks and how stupid the film is. And seeing the person get angry, you're like, yes, yes, rip it apart. <laughs> like that well, sort I've of been thing. told that. <laughs> Vindication! <laughs> that when I get angry, they like connect with it. You know, they say, wow, he really cares about it. He's like, I generally, when I, as long as I'm not being hyperbolic and I don't use it so much that people don't know when it's real or not, when I get angry, I, people tend to appreciate that. That's just been my feedback. Yeah, I don't I know. know. I just, maybe, I, maybe I'm just funny when I'm mad. I don't know. I think in the case of them being angry or neutral, the important part is the accuracy, I would say. Yeah. Fringy's hilarious when he's mad, but oh, that's yeah. mostly because he's got an Australian accent and they're just naturally funny. That's true. That's not to say that channels based on thoughtful critiques of various forms of media didn't exist. You did have some similar channels who were affiliated with Channel Awesome that made analytical content. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lindsay Ellis started making videos Oh, that's in Lindsay Ellis. Okay. I don't, I can't speak to Nostalgia Chicks content back in Channel Awesome days. I don't remember it. I don't remember many people's, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know about it. <sighs> it's weird. Sometimes she has, like, really excellent content, and then, like, she forgets how to make good content. I because I've seen good videos video. and bad videos from her. Her Hobbit videos were really great, and I was like, oh, maybe I should subscribe. And then she made, like, some other video right after that, and I was like, oh. Let me guess. It was Women Deserve Equal Rights, and you hated it. <sighs> Absolutely. <laughs> I knew it. An eight, albeit not remotely at the same analytical level as her videos today. But with a few notable exceptions like Beyond the Trailer, these YouTubers were not the ones receiving the most clout. Rather, critics who were the most popular pre <laughs> this guy? did largely fit into Charette? the angry screaming dude mold, and aspiring critics mostly imitated them. Hey, I don't know any of these people. I don't know they're any of these people either. Look, look, they're all white, so well, they're enough, all the same. I recognize Grace Randolph and Lindsay Ellis, the two that she said they fell away and these guys took the stage. I'm like, I don't even... <laughs> I don't I, yeah. <laughs> isn't like, isn't it Grace Chick 
Isn't that Grace chick known for being really terrible now? Yeah, she's lost <laughs> everyone's face. I, I was, you know, I never knew a lot about it, but I saw her solo and I think Predator review, I can't remember, but I remember she, like, you know, genuine, this is just my feelings on the matter, but she came across very, um, she was paid to write this review, not, not paid to give it a good review, paid to write it as in she was taken out there, given a screening, given food and board or whatever, and told like, yeah, here's a, here's a, select like, the kind of reviewer that makes Here's me feel hotel. like Ugh. Here's your special screening. We paid for your plane ticket. Enjoy your fancy water bottle. Yeah, she might absolutely be genuine. Uh and and I I don't think I've I don't think I thought if reviews were like bad, but I've heard that people are less um encouraged like she was celebrating that she got onto Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I kind of see that as like the kiss of death. It's like why do you even <laughs> want to be on there as a reviewer? But it's more I'd official. Say, I'd be I like, oh, that's interesting that I was on Rotten Tomatoes. I'd be like, huh, that's that's a thing. I mean, luckily, I wouldn't be able to be going on there because I don't think I've ever given a star rating or a number rating for a movie or a thing or anything. I'd be like, nope. Well, they your rating is hours of commentary. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, fuck it, so, it's just bad. This film only earned three hours of commentary from Mahler, so that's <laughs> like a six out of ten. Um, all right. YouTube's increase in popularity, especially in early 2010, saw a notable increase in the diversity of review content. This is when a lot of channels who are now household names began to make videos. Among others, Cinema Sins, Screen Rant, Ralph the Movie Maker, and The Black Nerd began regularly uploading Nerd. reviews, all using different styles and formats. Some okay. of these worked, and some of these did not. Hmm. While the angry screaming dude style of content did continue to be popular, we also saw the rise in Drunken like peasants is in the chat? The official Drunken Peasants channels in the chat. That's... Hello, official Drunken Peasants channel. Hi, Ben. I was on Hi... there. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Ben? I assume that's Ben. Drunken Peasants, are you on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think if so. If not, then go to your room. This is perfect like for to... the Jared emote. I... Yeah. yeah. I'd like to wonder <laughs> if that's Ben or if that's Billy. I'm hoping it's Ben Pye. I would guess Ben Pye. Hi! He says hi. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben Pye. We're, um, we're attacking this innocent YouTuber. That's what we're currently up to. These did not. While the angry screaming dude style of content did continue to be popular, we also saw the rise in formats like two or three people sit down and it talk about ben. movies unscripted or Kyle stylized reviews with original music <laughs> and visuals. And one particular format that's recently taken the internet by storm is the video essay. It's hard. That's a strange history. She sort of said, like, it started sort of with AVGN, and then everyone started doing the ranty thing. And then I, a couple it's people... a brief history, I, I just... guess. It's a condensed, like I, could, like, I could go to the bathroom and, like, read this and be like, okay, I have a brief understanding of YouTube criticism. I'm just trying to say, like, I think she was trying to draw a through line, so it went from angry AVGN to people taking him seriously and generating a lot of angry channels that review media. And then a bunch of people were born from that that changed the style to not be so angry, question mark. And then video essays sort of came around. I don't really see the connections. Like, I can accept yeah. that as a history. I just I don't. Guess, honestly, I see people sitting in front of webcam. I mean, it's a big, it's a big swath of stuff. That covers a lot of yeah. things. So. Hard to say exactly who was the first YouTube video essayist, mainly because the first YouTube videos that functioned as formalized essays read out loud over clips from whatever's being reviewed weren't yet calling themselves video essays. With that mm -hmm. said, one of the earliest very popular people to use this format to criticize media was the Nerdwriter. Although and I agree with that. Nerdwriter is one of the earliest ones I remember of doing what 
that sort of thing is. You uh, you know the nerd right, right, Wolf? Sort of? No. No? Oh, wait, yes, I do. Yeah, because I just forget who he is every time I hear his name. He's made, This is another guy who I've seen some videos from him. I'm like, that's cool. And some videos I'm just like, eh, I'm falling asleep. Okay, it's just me. And he does he does the super does the essay voice. Uh, he sounds a, just right. I feel is a clone of Nerd Writer. Um, not to say that he can't do anything good, like because clones can be good, but um, he really feels like he sort of was generated as a result of Just Right. But I guess a lot of people work as Just Right sort of popularized. Yeah, that, that could be fine. I mean, it, it's often really good for me to get like the same thing, like sort of the same thing, but like a different person and their different take on it, you know? Oh. A lot of it comes down to personality. That's the thing. Uh, someone said you decide you have videos by request. If someone requested one of their own videos, would you do any fab about it? So it's, it's, we take requests. We don't necessarily... We take requests and Mahler decides for us. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we usually check them out and we're like, oh, could this be suitable? I mean, there's a lot of criteria, but, um... Like that, the TLJ ones, I've gotten like 40 different ones and we've only covered, I think, I want to say six, maybe, seven, I'm not sure. But um, we're not going to cover them all because some of them are like, Disney. <laughs> some of them, some, uh, some of them are like Major Lee's where I would have said that's Tismy, but everyone's like, please cover it. It's like, okay, we could probably get some entertainment out of it if you guys really want to see it sort of thing. But then, you know, you get people making essays about how I, dropping it down to the specific hour number and then clarifying that I hate TLJ more so than I love Soma. Because that, that's normal. <laughs> like, I don't really... Although his first video upload was over seven years ago, his initial videos were primarily unscripted vlogs where he discussed his thoughts on various issues like Scientology and the Iraq War. Around late 2013, he started transitioning to scripted okay. film reviews, still using the face cam format without any supplementary material materials to talk about movies like The Hobbit. Then, in May 2014, he made a video called The Mythic Potential of Comic Book Films, in which he discussed various comic book movies with visual and auditory accompaniment. From that moment on, all of his videos began to use this format to massive success. The nerd writer now has nearly two and a half million subscribers, a far cry from his vlog days. Another YouTube channel, Every Frame of Painting, began using the same <laughs> format around the same time. Yay! I actually like Every Frame of Painting. I still I would recommend pretty much all of their videos. They're another person that's the problem because everyone tried to copy them and it takes more than just I mean, I say this basically just repeating what's in my part one video, which some of you probably even remember. It's just that same point. I mean he's so copyable, we even copied his name. Exactly. We stole it. Created by two friends, Taylor Ramos and Tony Joe. Their first video, analyzing the two thousand and nine film Mother, was posted in April twenty fourteen. Their video The two thousand nine film Mother I'm pretty sure that came out last year. Was there another, another film mother? called Mother? Let me take a look. Oh no, yeah, there's two films called Mother. Yeah. Two. Oh yeah, the uh, one by um. Oh, the the guy um. Oh fuck. Uh, Jun Ho Bong. Bong. Yeah, all I remember is the Bong. I'm sorry, <laughs> names are hard. <laughs> that's, that's but he was the you. guy who he was involved with the uh, development of uh, getting. I want to say that he helped get the Snowpiercer movie made. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. So uh, he's, it's safe to say he's a big Wizard, or Wizard of Oz. What Not was all it? Asians Willy Wonky fan. Willy Wonka. God, I can't speak. <laughs> William Wallace fan? He did the, I think he did hey, the I'm story. the big William Wallace fan, too. I think he saw. I think he found. He found a like a bootleg Korean translated version of the comic that Snowpiercer was uh, based off of, hmm. and 
he got some people together and he did like the story for the film. And the opening of the presentation was, we need a sequel to Willy Wonka, okay? Yes. Yeah. Snowpiercer. <laughs> I'm like, what? Because yeah, it, it just so happens that the other day I that's watched not- a video about that. So that's why I know this. It's very strange how it just so happens to, that that's because I know that. It's very strange. Well, you're strange. You know, I Willy am. Wonka is the origin story of Snowpiercer. I'm sorry, I'm in a, I'm in a, a altered state new, of mind. Uh, it's, it's a new DC superhero who's the mo- he's more powerful the longer he sleeps. He's Snorpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a- after that Jared video, I, I just had to. Had yeah, to yeah, blame it on Jared. Yeah, yeah, blame he Jared. That's the way. Music by May. These videos focus primarily on the technical elements of filmmaking, like different ways to visually portray text messages on screen or how to best use music to portray emotion. Although their last video was posted in September 2016 and they've officially announced the end to their channel, the format popularized by these two channels remains massively successful and every frame of painting still boasts a million- Do you know what I mean though? Like up to this point, I pretty much entirely agree with her because it's mainly conceptual. Sure. Like, yeah. I think she's making strong enough points. She could be more specific, but I don't think she's she's not specific enough. I think it's fine. And a half subscribers, despite its two-year-long inactivity. Although it's doubtful that these two channels were the first people to ever create YouTube video essays, they were some of the most popular in the mm-hmm. format's early days. From there, many channels followed the video essay craze. Now You See It started his channel and began creating videos in June 2015. Lindsay Ellis made her first video essay in April 2016. This was when her channel began to grow into the double digits. And Folding Ideas posted his first like video 10? essay in August 2016. I think she means... <laughs> Like 10? The the double K digits? I don't know if... Like the the triple, quadruple, quintuple, sextuple digits? I think she meant... Wait, is it quintuple or pentuple? Uh, Well, that depends. You should stick... You should keep the language the same. So if you're going to go with quadruple, you you don't want to mix the Latin and Greek. You think I know the difference between Latin and Greek? I assume... I assumed. Oh, I could Google it. Because you're smart. (laughs) What's a smart? How dare you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly. Really, you know, Rags, judging people on their intelligence, you bigot. He has posted <laughs> his first video essay in August 2016, once again receiving a massive boost in followers. Most of these essays primarily focused on either the usage of specific filming and editing techniques to achieve certain effects in film, overarching trends in several films, or things we may not have noticed about specific films like Inglorious Bastards or Phantom of the Opera. The first really popular video essays that were primarily aspects didn't really work were Lindsay Ellis's. Again, that's not to say she was the first person ever to do it, but she was definitely one of the first people to get really Is she gonna, like, explain now, why like she said, thinks certain people don't work, or is she just going to say it and well, hope we've still everyone got, just goes with it? Still got a chunk of video left, so I, I still think this is set up, I guess. True, but she's also said this about, like, someone else. I don't remember who it was. It was somewhere closer to the beginning of the video where she says some people do when do not work. And yeah. I don't understand why. I mean, I would say that Lindsay Ellis doesn't work all the time, and I could make arguments for it. I just want to know if she's going to. Well, we're kind of waiting for her to make a statement that we can actually respond to, and I guess that's what you're highlighting, right? It's like, she's sort of saying things that are just definitively true, so we can't really do anything. Well, not even all definitively true, because some of the people she's mentioned I've never heard of. Yeah. Well, popular doesn't mean you heard of it, right? I, I actually agree with her that Nerdwriter's pretty popular, and... Uh... Yeah, it's just a matter of whether or not we can really comment onto it much yeah we don't, i don't think we need to say like define what you mean by popular and then hit her over the head with like a frying pan or double something. digits is popular 
<laughs> hey, tri- triple digits is popular. I mean, Jared just reached like 500 subs. True. He had an interview with his skeleton. He's <laughs> <laughs> a superstar. Oh, Jared. Explaining why certain things were bad have existed since YouTube did. We have things like Cinema Sins and the Nostalgia Critic. Mm-hmm. But this format, an analytical one that was presented in the same style as a formalized essay, was relatively new. Once again, this or the appearance of a formalized essay. video essays, which brings me to one video in particular that I want to talk about. Mm. Sherlock is Garbage and Here's Why is a video essay posted in May 2017 by game critic and leftist YouTuber HBomberGuy. So, have you any of you guys seen that video? No. No. <laughs> I have. I think it's really good. Uh, I watched Sherlock the show up until season three, and I wasn't a fan at that point. And I feel like his video goes over a lot of why that's happened. And the first, I think, half of it, maybe a third of it, is him giving a history for what Sherlock is and how it came to be in a TV show and the important elements of, of what Sherlock Holmes as a character is and how the show sort of fucks that up and how it fucks it up itself anyway. I think it's a good video. And this is part of the whole, I think H. Palmer guy is perfectly capable of making good videos, it's just sometimes he doesn't. And that's the interesting thing is his DS2 one is fucking dreadful, and I think she's probably unaware of that, or whatever, because you know the whole bad faith thing we were talking about? He like, took Matthew Matosis out of context, deliberately. There was like no real way around it. I'm glad she pointed out that this YouTuber is a leftist. I mean... I mean, it is it is interesting that she said, I agree, but it's interesting that she pointed that out. It is overt. Half of his content is media criticism, the other half is responding to anti-SJWs. So you could say it's a part of his content that he's a leftist. Yeah, I mean, he is a leftist. Because if you... He is if, an SJW. If you... I mean, I was about to say, if you were to refer to us, you wouldn't use political. It's like, no, they do, though. <laughs> they say we're alt-right. <laughs> because, because oftentimes, if you're a leftist and you make videos or you make content or you're right or anything... It will never be discussed. But if you're anything that isn't a leftist, often your political opinions will be inserted into descriptions of you, whether or not it's even relevant. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be the only reference to it. I don't know if she's going to go on about that. Yeah, I just I think it's interesting. I wish I have no problem with it at all. I think it's interesting that Mm -hmm. she says it. It's nearly two hours long, and it goes into an exhaustive list of the various problems associated with the popular BBC show Sherlock. I definitely found myself disagreeing with certain aspects of the video, okay. but on the whole, it's a well-researched video that makes several legitimate points about issues sure, with the show. Even if I don't fully agree with every criticism he mentions, I think it's a well-made attempt to engage in good faith with a show he dislikes, and right, I don't have anything negative to say about it. Wasn't, wouldn't that be a negative thing to say? That, oh, well, I guess if she's saying she doesn't agree rather than he had bad points, then that's not negative. Then again, the word negative is used all the time now, What does now, that right? mean these days? Yeah, it's like Mola criticized TLJ, which makes him negative. It's like, oh, is that how that works? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah of, course you... gonna respond ne- of course you're going to respond negatively to a shitty movie. Well, I think if Rags people make movie. videos about The Room, no one says you're a negative. Yeah, right. and if Something is it responding na- neutrally to just have the natural response, or is because if I go into hate something and it's really good, and I'm just like I fucking hate it anyway, I'm like oh you're being a bit negative. But it is strange that she would say that Cinema Sins and um, Nostalgia Critic are in bad faith when you have her also referring to H Bomber guy. Well, this is because I would the say problem. that there are things he does that are in bad faith. He's definitively at least done one thing that's what I don't think any of us would say is, is a small issue. The whole selling Matthew Matosis' video is basically being lies about Dark Souls 2. It's like, 
don't do that, and then take yeah, it out of context. It's like, we're, we're, we're well-versed like, in that, so we even know about it. Yeah, it's like, if anyone's bad faith that you've mentioned so far, he seems to fit the bill the most. Well, the fact that she's referenced Quinton as making a good video, you're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, you're a Nazi. Thank you. <laughs> Just popping that on the end there before we continue. <laughs> Yeah. The video currently has nearly 3 million views, and just like the angry video game nerd of days of old, it's inspired several In the days of old. I'm- I'm curious. No mention of Plinkit. Yeah, oh god, she caught that's true. Fly again. Plinkit, I would say, is very influential. Uh, I think so too. Very- like, even articles and stuff, especially when Plinkit made his The Last Jedi review and a bunch of, quite frankly, lefties. We're all bitching and moaning about it because it <laughs> talked about how the movie was bad. Did you see the, the article that was like, this was Red Levy's test and they failed? Sort of thing. Yeah, something like that. And they would mention that Plank, they, a lot of these articles mentioned that Plankett kind of got a lot of this ball rolling in terms of well, know, film criticism. Someone's just mentioned YMS. I'm assuming they're saying like it's influential. I agree, but do you know that YMS is like almost like 90% influenced by Red Letter Media, like self admitted? His YMS's first video is like a one-for-one -one attempt at being Red Letter Media, or one of his earliest ones. He like goes, he puts on the Plinkett voice, sort of. It's like, number one, and then does the problem thing. And I was like, shit, this is like literally Plinkett, but he, he found his own style, and he has thus influenced Adam, a bunch of other more, people. Make more YMS's. <laughs> like, make, <laughs> make more stuff, he, 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 Yeah, he just put one that on hiatus, like it was supposed to come out like before this month, but it's not coming out oh, until January. And I was damn. just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> that's what—that's your namesake. Well, he's getting there. You just gotta get a few more quickies out. Let him do that first. <laughs> if he is out of context, he's gonna <laughs> be like, YMS's, "Why are you taking so shots?" The thing is, because I've been called lazy, so. There's potential context to explain exactly why he's taking a while. Oh, I'm not saying he's lazy, I just say oh, no, someone in chat. make them because I really like them. Someone in chat said he's lazy, not you. It's okay. Love you, Rex. It's okay. Those are less good. As far as I can find, the first use of the blank is garbage is in that here a is why YouTube... Um, I do actually agree with her that people are using that title, and as far as I could tell, it started with H-Bomber Guy, and it bugs me the and here's why thing. That's what I called my uh, April Fool's video. I put and here's why on the end of it. It's... I don't think, but his Fallout 3 video, I don't think that was very well received, was it? His Fallout, his Fallout 3 one was well received, yeah. Oh, wait, you mean uh, in likes to dislikes? That's possible that it didn't go down well, but from what I remember, a lot of people were critically praising it, just that, uh, <laughs> um, let's just say, as far as I could tell, Fallout fans were very upset with the video. Because I really liked it. So that means that how can he say that it's garbage when I liked it? Yeah, I would have to do more digging to know the truth on that one, but it is split quite heavily on terms of how many people liked it. It's just it's the video itself. It's weird that it's weird that when we say something is bad, people are down our fucking throats, but you know. <laughs> well, right. it's because he's being subjective here. Subjectivity is implied, oh, okay. uh, when he oh, says okay. when he says Fallout 3 is garbage, what he's saying is I think Fallout 3 is garbage. Oh, okay. But you see he doesn't have to put it that way because subjectivity allows you to get away with anything. Of days of old, it's inspired several copycats. Those are less good. As far as can I can find, the first can we talk use about of bad the media blank criticism? is garbage in here. <laughs> hey, she's getting there. God. I know, but we're. What is this, a molar intro? <laughs> we're like over a third of the way through. Copycats. 
those are less good. As far as I can find, the less first good. use of the blank is garbage and here's why YouTube format originated with H-Bomber Guy. The first time he used it was in a video game review. Although that one actually has more views than his Sherlock video, it was only after the Sherlock review came out that people really started to imitate this title structure. Indeed, the past okay. year after his Sherlock video came out has seen dozens of videos imitating both his titling conventions and the actual structure of his content. Uh, you cannot... What is that, a stream? That wouldn't be copying. Seven months ago, six <laughs> views. Six <laughs> views after seven months. Six views after seven months. How do you have... You need a thousand subs to even stream. How does he have... Maybe... Four? Maybe it's not a stream? Maybe it's that's maybe a they clip in the video? And they do it, yeah. yeah, they recorded it, and then maybe they uploaded it. But then it looks so like they have a live chat, though. Yeah. Well, no, it says... It, oh, maybe that's it Twitch. It would have said... It would have said streamed seven months ago, so that is a re-upload. Oh, okay, okay. And leave Shell and Clark alone, man. They're just playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and discussing more weird stuff on the internet. Jeez. <laughs> Shell and Clark. This almost looks like it might be a joke, though. Uh, so they're playing Mario Kart, clearly, and they, they've titled the episode Netflix's Full Metal Alchemist is Garbage and Here's Why. Like, almost like they, that's part of, the, part of the discussion, you know? I don't think this Maybe. is an actual analysis Maybe. video. Oh, Ben pointed out, she said, came oot. She's, Canadian she's Canadian 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 Canadians. Now everything makes sense. Shirlock no, I, I actually I don't, now I Lily Orchard. I had I couldn't think of her off the top of my head, but I think I've seen at least half of that Cora video. But I, I don't know. There was something about it that made me click off, and I was really put off by the fact that she disabled ratings. Um. Oh yeah, generally, if I see that someone has disabled ratings, I won't even watch the video. And like, if I hate not... I hate Cora, well, and the fact that she made a video shitting on Cora. And just the fact that she disabled ratings, it was enough for me to be like, I don't want to watch your content, really. Yeah, I, as someone said, is calling, is calling something garbage really original. And if, if I, if someone doesn't have enough confidence in their own to to show their own like and dislike on their video, then I just, I don't have it. Instantly cuts my investment. I just, I loved Eric's to attempt say. to be like, it makes sense because otherwise people will have an opinion before even seeing the video. <laughs> it's like you realize <laughs> that you've just caused that to happen. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not sure about this. I need to check out these videos because ultimately I, I am firmly in the camp of you can clone a channel and be good at the same time. As in, like, I could copy... Arguably better. Because has anyone seen Hack Fraud Media, the channel? No. So it's a channel I, I've that's heard, I've heard of it. literally like a clone of Plinkit, but the, 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 the point of it is to cover things that Plinkit isn't covering right now, and he, he's covered Rogue One in Plinkett style, and Force Awakens in Plinkett style, but the idea is that he's covering more of the plot of Force Awakens, because Plinkett sort of didn't do as much of that. I mentioned it in my video, uh, it's it's not even half bad, and the comments are saying, like, drop the Plinkett voice, do your own, like, your content's good enough now, you don't even need to copy him. And I find that quite interesting, because it's like, he is a clone, sure, but that's not the reason he's bad, because he's not bad. And so these videos, what I'm trying to say is, just because they've copied guy's naming convention, and possibly his style, is that bad? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she's saying if it's bad or good, and I don't even know if it's, if that's the reason why, I'm not sure. 
Because, you know, actually, to catch myself in a contradiction, I said that um, Just Right is essentially a clone of, uh, what's his name, Nerdwriter, but, I mean, if for anybody who's unaware, uh, Just Right is a, what I would call a bad clone. He's inconsistent. He's, he doesn't even realize his own standards wrap over himself. Which is yeah. supposed to be in my video. He go he he um invalidates the purpose of his channel on live streams. You could say, <laughs> yes, and that's what I'm referring to. So you could be a bad clone, but it's likely not even to do with the fact that you're a clone. It's more to do with the fact that you're a bad clone. If you know what I mean? Yeah, be a good clone. Don't be a be good a bad clone. clone. If you're gonna be a clone, be a good, be a good clone. clone. Yeah, I'm a bad clone of Lyle. And Rags is a bad clone of um, who's that other dog who? Reviews, um, random things. <laughs> Shit, I, who, no, I got nothing. <laughs> Cynical reviews? CJ? Yeah, you copied him, 100%. Oh, okay, alright. And I copied, uh, who's, is it Plinkit people mostly think I'm a clone of? Um, I don't know. I, I, some people think you're a clone of Hitler. <laughs> hey, hey, Wolf. Ben. Uh, yeah, he's in the random yeah, discussions it... of an inebriate. I fucking remember that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the sober noble days. That was <laughs> that was some good shit. Oh, memories. Matt Christensen said Satan McHitler. Satan McHitler. <laughs> oh, but yeah, sorry. There's some DP memes of me and Wolf. Uh, Mike over rags and... Double um, penetration. Yeah. Yes. Ben, we were there. Both me and Mauler. We didn't even know each other yet, and we were there. We were there. We hashtag were we were there. there. <laughs> yeah, hashtag we were there. There used to be a GP clone called The Random Discussions of an Inebriated Variety. Oh, yes. ...are yeah. similar lengths to H-Bomber guys, at times use the same jokes as his, and are structured in the exact same way. Does he do jokes? Interesting. But I'm not here to criticize those... Oh, there you go. She only said it's interesting. Apparently she's not really saying that's bad. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not here to criticize those videos for being ripoffs or whatever, nor are these the only videos that I want to talk about here. What I want to do is use these videos, as well as channels like Cinema Sins and The Nostalgia Critic, as examples of what happens when good principles like comedy or criticism get so distorted that they end up doing the exact opposite of good faith criticism. Here we go. Mm, this, this should be it then. <laughs> we're, we're, we're through the rabbit hole. Here we go. So now All that right. everyone is on the same page vis-a-vis -vis context, I'd like to talk about some of the common... I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't... So I might be proven wrong here, but I get the impression that the last 10 minutes weren't necessary. <laughs> um, I'm not sure I 100% agree with that. I feel, because she's done a lot of disclaimers, and the point of them are so that we can't ask questions like, hey, blah, 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 blah. You know, like she said something like, just because someone's making bad stuff doesn't mean everything they do is bad, or that they're a bad person. Well, you... not all, not, not all, hashtag not all, but <laughs> I feel like, like the history, I, I almost feel like it's, filler at this point but we'll see we'll see if it features associated with media criticism that is not good oh inauthentic nitpicking that is an interesting huh. interesting qualifier. Yeah. inauthentic huh all right let's hear it one interesting thing to note about some of these media critics is that their niche is centered around specific types of movies or shows. You have people who focus mainly on animated films, people who focus mostly on religious media, and people who focus specifically on things that they don't like. On its own, there's- <laughs> Was that a jab? Because <laughs> I, you know, I, I was expecting to say movies and then she said things you don't like. It's like, oh, poor CinemaSins watching. So what a lot of these bigger channels do funny. is they review whatever is topical at the moment. Mm -hmm. CGI Jungle Book movie coming out, they'll make a video about the original Jungle Book. New okay. Avengers movie. So yeah, that's, that's something that CinemaSins do do, but... <laughs> hey, do -do. you said do do. 
<laughs> but uh, you said a bad word. I've... Uh, Alt F10. I'm saving it. I'm all saying doo doo. <laughs> yeah, your channel's doo doo because your videos are long. That's a <laughs> more exposed video. Got him. <laughs> Libtard owned. <laughs> <laughs> so people have pointed this Rags out before. Rags annihilate smallers with facts and reason. Oh, no logic, just facts and reason. No, 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 no. Fuck logic. <laughs> but Patrick facts Williams and told us logic was cat. evil. Doo doo, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> oh, hey, Appa, he's in chat. Appa Bend. Appa. Cinema Sins is indiscriminate to the films. Not just that, but he loved the films that he gave sins to. That is true, Appa Bend. Well, this is the thing. I guess yeah, you could say he's. He's just covering them As all. He, he doesn't hate them all. I don't even think he hates his, a lot of yeah, them. In his defense, he says every movie has sins. Um, no movie is free of sin or something like that? I think right. so, yeah. Yes. So someone highlighted before that he, he releases, like, uh, he won't release the Infinity War thingy until the hype for Endgame starts starting up. He capitalizes on, on hype and, and search terms and stuff. And it's not so, necessarily bad at well, all. this is the thing. It's like, okay, so explain to me why that makes the video bad. It's like, no, I'm saying it's like a dishonest way of. And it's like, how is it dishonest? And you'd be like, is is mm. <laughs> like yeah. Well, okay. the thing is that people will point to that and say, see, he's only doing it because it's popular, which means he doesn't really want to do the video, so his heart's not in it. Okay, well, wait. So marketing strategy is not <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Basic market, marketing strategy is not a negative towards him as a fucking as as, as a content creator. Like uh, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the thing. If you've made, if you've created a video, you go, when do I release it? As soon as it's done, or is there a better time? It's like, well, sometimes go for the weekend because you know people will be free to watch it, or maybe a right. particular time of the day. And you go, that's dishonest. You're only releasing it then to get more views. Yeah, why are you <laughs> releasing it on a Tuesday at noon or whatever the magic time is? I don't. Fucking I, up I upload videos at 4 a.m. I'm a real yeah. indie creator. Disclaimer, not to say that she is saying this. We are simply exploring the topic. Yes, that's all we're yes. doing. It's like, yes. why are people reviewing Christmas movies in mid-December? What a bunch of shills. <laughs> what a bunch of shills. But we love her. You know, her red hair. Is oh, weird. yeah. And, and look, you think... <laughs> You think if you check into a hotel at 3 in the morning, that person behind the desk really wants to fucking be there? Are you going to say that her heart's not in it and that she's like her? She's not, you know, come on. Also, if you say this video is called bad media criticism, that's actually kind of interesting with the whole subjective objective thing. I'd have to ask her if she or, considers it objective. Or depending, or depending on how the video goes, it's an ironically appropriate title. Oh, I see what you mean. Because oh, she's technically yeah. criticizing. We're going nice. meta. I like it. Topical at the moment. CGI Jungle Book movie coming out? They'll make a video about the original Jungle Book. New Avengers movie coming out? They'll talk about something Marvel. A popular movie is about to be released to Netflix? We'll talk about that one. Whatever okay. is currently relevant is what's most likely to generate the most clicks and thus oh. the most revenue. Ben, he has brought us a proposition. We're streaming mm -hmm. for 24 hours from noon on New Year's Eve until noon on New Year's Day. If the EFAP guys want to come on. Ooh. Um, I I can't say that I'll be around, but if I am, I can. I'm give pretty much you guys a message to pass along. The America is six hours behind me typically. I'm going to a friend's house for New Year's Eve, and I'll be back home at like one a.m. my time. And if they're doing it for twenty four hours, that probably means I could come on. At I least would for probably a bit. be yeah, able to come on for like a little bit, 
later on but i do have to work that night and i'm eastern standard but yeah i don't i don't know if i'll be home i might be out and about for new year's so i can't say right shall now. we just say that we will all attempt to come on <laughs> if i'm i if i am able i will absolutely go on you bet all right that's um i'll i'll message you on twitter uh ben with the results as in i'll probably contact rags and wolf and see if we can come on together or uh, tell you tell you when we can come on, I guess, if that's good. Yeah. yeah. That should work out. It could be fun. We'll talk about how everything is terrible. <laughs> and welcome in 2019. <laughs> like the shills we are. We only Once talk again. about things we hate. We only talk about Star Wars. Look at this video, it's just Star Wars. <laughs> this girl is Star Wars. It's like, God, talk about something else. Once again, oh. there's nothing inherent. <laughs> I was going to say something that then I lost it. Because oh, I forgot, I didn't. I forgot you were being sarcastic. God damn it! I was gonna say her. She's more like uh, Doctor Who <laughs> because of her whole setup. It looks like she worships again, Doctor Who. Her bed is with... her bed is like the universe. <laughs> That's your opinion. It's <laughs> the most revenue. Once again, there's nothing inherently wrong with talking about things that are popular. But when your niche is negative reviews and you're pretty much bound what? to reviewing specific movies, it no longer becomes about you what? giving your actual opinion. Okay, you're gonna have to rewind. Um, that. Ooh, <laughs> that's a statement. Oh wow! Let's hear that again, folks. Okay. I got her hands again. Likely <laughs> to generate the most clicks and thus the most revenue. Okay. Once again, there's nothing inherently wrong with talking about things that are popular. Cool. But when your niche is negative reviews mm -hmm. and you're pretty much Doesn't bound matter. to reviewing specific movies, it no longer becomes about you giving your actual opinion. So I think her point okay. is, yeah, if you're that. only going to be negative and you cover anything that's po uh, popular then it's probably not even going to be about your opinion anymore. It's just you trying to generate one that matches that criteria. She can be right about this in certain uh, perspective, in certain areas, but it doesn't mean it's not their opinion. Yeah. How do you, how do you determine... Because when, like, when you say that something is being done in bad faith, I tend to give people a benefit of the doubt because that's a character assessment of somebody and there's a reason why I would say somebody's doing something in bad faith. Similarly, this is kind of getting into somebody else's head. Mm. So unless you see that being made manifest in some work that they do, then I would I would wonder why. She's well, people are saying she's not wrong. Uh she's done it as a catch-all, which is why I think she is wrong. She's right in certain circumstances. For example, CinemaSins is like, I gotta rip into Infinity War. I'll watch it and I'll write down every problem I can find. And then he does it. Does that mean he thinks the film is bad? I think that's something that a lot of people take from CinemaSins, but I don't think he's ever said that, has he? I don't know. I can't I be know. sure. But I don't, he usually just says these are things that went wrong in it. And you'd be like, well, that's not your opinion because you went out in hating us in the first place. It's like, well, no, if me, Rags, and Wolf were to watch a film that we were told to collect all the things that we think were errors, that wouldn't then not be our opinion. I mean, I'm wondering what she's referring to. Because it is yeah. very, it's a very broad net she's casting. But, is she um, talking specifically about Cinema Sins? Because I feel like it's kind well, of the, being implied here. Like I said, I think in concept she kind of does make some sense. The whole, your criteria is you have to be negative and it has to be popular things covered. Therefore, it's less about you and more about nailing those checkboxes. But the thing is, they could still line up with your opinion. Like, it's, so yeah, it's not definitive. And she's been careful about this throughout this video, making disclaimers We're of like, I'm not saying this, I'm saying this. But this one was a bit of a bit of a blanket, but fair enough, we'll keep going. Things like, 
If you pause the movie at this exact very specific moment, you can tell they're using a stunt double, so movie bad. Okay, that I feel Ugh. like is the jump. When people yeah, highlight that's... there's a stunt double, that's fine with me. But when they say all of the movie is now bad, I'd be like, okay, that's stupid. But has CinemaSins done that even ever? I, I don't, th I mean, he, he says himself, his like little tagline is that no movie is free of sin. So he's not saying that every movie ever made is bad because there can, some, something can be found wrong with every movie. Oh, Those yeah. things can add up. As the super chat highlights, I wonder if she has this criticism for I hate everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just by the name alone. Yeah, uh, I, I would be curious who said something along these lines. I mean, with Cinema Sins, you can kind of tell sometimes, like by his tone, what 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 is a what he thinks is a bad movie and what he thinks is a decent movie just with problems uh, and I, but i think because he's not personalized like other other reviewers and other channels that people kind of like kind of detached from that and people just they just assume he hates everything like yeah and just... even his and his tone isn't really negative i don't think right. that like when i listen to cinema sins when i rarely ever do i I don't, it, it, he doesn't sound angry. He sounds like he's having fun when he's <laughs> yeah, making the video. My issue with him is mainly just accuracy. I don't really care about the style. I find it fine. In fact, if he was really accurate, I'd probably be subscribed to him. I could totally see myself enjoying it. I just hate listening to him say something and I'm like, but that's not true. And then he moves on to the next thing. I'm like, eh. Yeah, <laughs> like when he says the title is too long or there's no lap dance in this scene. I mean, most people are like, this isn't actually a problem with the movie. He's <laughs> yeah. just doing a lot. He's not, he's just making a funny, you know? And that's the thing. He's sort of, you know, he said like, I get things wrong deliberately to make jokes sometimes. It's like, eh, you're dangerously close to pretending like you never deliberately, you never made a mistake. Because <laughs> like, it's all deliberate, you know? Yeah. I'm actually, you know what? We've, we've almost opened up the case for criticizing CinemaSins is complicated now. It's like it's it, not... is com it is because, yeah. but I don't think it's because of us. I think it's because of kind of how he goes and he kind of lumps it all together. It's just one thing after another, ding, 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 ding. And some are, some are fair, legit, real criticism, real quote unquote, real criticisms. And some are just like, ha, no lap dance in the scene. But <laughs> I am, I am curious. Has he ever said in a CinemaSins video, this film is bad? Has he said that? Anyone ever remember that? Uh... Are like, uh, yes, in his fourth Transformers movie review, he, he very, very much hated it. However, I will defend him to the death on that. That movie is awful. You're going to defend him on the, uh, yeah. All right, I got you. That's funny. This is the thing. I, I believe he probably would have. I'm just curious because he definitely doesn't do it in every review. I don't remember, well, whatever you call them. I don't know if people call them reviews or if people call them, uh, would you call them reviews? <laughs> They are videos. This is true. Um, they are videos. There we go. We've nailed it. They are videos. They are videos. I I agree. They are videos in my. But like he said, Cars Three was. There was a Cars Three. There was a Cars Three. Yeah, there was a there was a Cars Three. Really? Yeah, it had the jackass army hammer in it. <laughs> oh. I knew there was a Cars Two, but I also knew that nobody really liked it. I didn't Cars know they 3. made a Cars Three. It is a 70% audience score on uh, the tomato site, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, the tomato site, Rotten Tomatoes. I, I wish I could put any amount of trust in Rotten Tomatoes, but they also gave The Last Jedi a beaming oh, review. 
No, I went to audience score, and there are 27. Oh, okay, the audience yeah. score. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was fuck, say, fuck, fuck critics. I, I, right? know, <laughs> I know more trust or less trust uh, cinema sins, or, or Rotten Tomatoes, sorry, because of they are what they are. It's a group of people who give their perspective, and that gets rounded up to a plus or a negative, and then those get rounded up into a score. Like, that's all it is. So if, you know, if they say 100% for um, uh, Wolverine, well, it's yeah, like, oh. Their tomato meter is 69, which is fresh, but the average review is 6.1 out of 10. So, someone yeah. said bringing the hugging girl back. Yeah, you, you see, like the American, <laughs> the, Ameri <laughs> the American, the ed American education system. Like, whenever you got 100, percent that was an A plus, <laughs> and whenever you got like a seven, <laughs> 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 hold on, hold on. Whenever you got 100, that was an A plus. Whenever you uh, like 90 to 89 or some shit like that, that was. That was a B, and in the seventies, that Nin was a C. ninety to ninety to eighty nine is well, what a, those, those are adjacent numbers. Eight, well, eight, eighty to eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty to eighty nine is a B, seventy to seventy nine is a C, and uh, sixty, like sixty nine, and so on. And yeah, they like tens essentially. Yeah. So how I is went, it? So how I is something fresh if it has school. a sixty nine? Well, it doesn't. No, it has a six point one out of ten is the average oh. rating. That's the so that's the average. So there are one hundred forty six fresh and sixty five rotten, and that's still certified fresh with a sixty nine percent because that's the percent of mm -hmm. uh, the percentage of approved critics. Um, even though the the rating is a six point one out of ten, which most people would say is not certified fresh. Yeah, that's that would be a D if if, if we were talking about like a test. But the the uh, the user the audience score is percentage who rated it three point five or higher, so they don't use really the same metric for critics as they do for audiences. I hate so that even metrics, though the audience, yeah. So their audience score is one percent above the critics, but they rate it as positive only if it's three point five or higher. And the average rating is barely over three point five. It's at three point seven out of five. So. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Trash is what it is. They did they it okay did it the way, the way they, they did, did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so all I was going to say, though, is I empathize with CinemaSins getting the, the criticism. They pointed out nitpick, and then they say film is bad because of nitpicks. Like, they, the same thing is said about me, and I'm like, I don't do that. I just point out the nitpick. Leave me alone. And then, then some people are like, well, why'd you do it at all? It's like, because it's about filmmaking. I don't, I don't care to ignore nitpicks. I like highlighting them and talking about why they may have happened and what they do. I like talking about movies. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, because when you're watching yeah. a bad movie, that shit can pile up and yeah, really definitely. wear you down. <laughs> At this exact very specific moment, you can tell they're using a stunt double, so movie bad. I see no reason to be vague. I'm mostly talking about cinema sins here, although oh, other okay. channels do. I don't recall them ever saying that. I mean, I don't watch most of their stuff, yeah, but I don't think you said they that. did. That man, if he if he did say that, that is ridiculous. I will agree. I don't think I don't think she can show a single time where he said this film is bad because of this uh, stunt yeah. double being noticed. I don't think that's ever happened. This as well, but Cinema Sins is particularly frustrating with this, and that's mostly because the channel is extremely popular and it informs how a lot of people look at media. I won't talk about this for too long, mostly because Lindsay Ellis. I I would kind of say that. Being anally overcritical, I think would I think it's it's better to be anally overcritical than to have a really low bar.
Yeah, because this is where the conversation evolves to. It's like, what is the relevance of highlighting a nitpick then, if it's not that you're t saying the movie's bad because of it? And as, as Lauren just said, it's like, if you had a thousand nitpicks, maybe that's significant. Maybe that's like, ooh, that's a lot. What are they? And are they all, are they all indicative of a singular problem? Like, are they all related to bad props? Or are they all related to bad stunts? Or are they all related to horrible writing? I don't know. Like, I'm curious if you got two people, and one is just a normal, average normie who goes and watches movies and stuff, and then you compared that with the same average normie who otherwise is identical, except that they consume an immense amount of cinema sins, and that kind of informs how they watch movies to a degree. I wonder how they would both view movies differently, if at all. And this is, I highlighted again this in my video, but I, I stand by this. If you do the reverse, these people will not complain. If you say, oh, yeah, because this tiny thing is good, they go, oh, that's good. That's good that they highlighted that. That's a cool detail. But in reverse, it's a nitpick. <laughs> it's like tearing things down. It's like criticism in one way is, you know, criticism's bad, praising good. Yeah, it's just like people love. Why can't you just be positive? <laughs> I like feeling good when I watch YouTube videos. Be positive. Which Fuck is you. <laughs> why I think we're all agreed the position that Cinema Wins is not better than Cinema Sins by virtue of being positive. That's yeah, right. It's not how it works. It's about accuracy. Forms how a lot of people look at media. I won't talk about this for too long. Most are getting made. I mean, the guys who made The Winter Soldier were such big fans of honest trailers that they deliberately designed their movie to be as honest trailer-proof as possible. Which means... Okay. I'm not even sure so how to take somebody... that. What does that mean exactly? You're saying... So, I'm, I'm curious if somebody's a huge fan of CinemaSins and they want to make their film as CinemaSins-proof as possible... What now? <laughs> this is so way so too I... generalized. Wait, like... wait, alright, so, so what this chick is telling me is that a filmmaker took the time to look at criticism and learn how to make a better Hollywood film out of that? I would imagine- That's just- that's- if, What? If I, <laughs> as, if I could advocate for her as best as possible, if I channel her, I think she'd say, they're focusing on the things that aren't important. Cinema sins go for nitpicks, and thus their movies can get worse by focusing on plugging up nitpicks instead of focusing on the, the important things. I think that's probably what she would say. Well, um, Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I. I uh, it's just that I. I'm just. I'm curious that this is almost. It. It kind of smells of you know the, what is it the, sharpshooter fallacy or something? Not quite, but it's getting there. Where I'm. I'm curious of how many people. Her door's dirty at the end. It's just like. <laughs> If somebody would have said that, this is why I don't like white doors because you don't use the handle over time. Dude, I have a white door and it is not covered in dirt. Accumulates <laughs> onto the. Why you, got, why you gotta be racist? Yeah, I just don't like brown the wrong white things. doors. Um, <laughs> but I just don't like brown on white. It's, you know, <laughs> hold, but, on, hold up, you fucking cracker. That is sometimes, a hate Sometimes you just gotta separate the white doors from the brown doors. <laughs> you gotta separate the brown stain from the white door. Oh. Yeah. Point. The point. The conversation <laughs> is metaphorical. I'm just saying that. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Clean sorry. your hands. Was I was I saying, saying? Uh, wash your hands inside. Clean your room. And if someone had come out and said, if. He's like, this almost seems cherry picky because 
how many people out there are fans of CinemaSins who want to create media or who want to create, you know, movies, games, anything like that, and they go into the mindset of, okay, if this is covered by CinemaSins, how do I avoid getting dinged? I mean, surely there's no way that CinemaSins is unknown to filmmakers, by and large. Like, surely they know what this massive channel is. Well, the fact that the Russo brothers know who he is is quite uh, telling. It's like, I wonder how yeah. many people do know of him. So, yeah, I mean, the, I, the, oh, forget. <laughs> I, I think it would be a bigger claim that people don't do it for CinemaSins when I think that they do. Oh, Just because you pull up a quote one way, I don't. That doesn't mean that the quotes going the other way aren't as substantive. Um, because uh, I'm trying to. I needed to make a more specific point because it's like honest trailers exist. So are they bad? And if she says yes, I'd be like, why? They focus on nitpicks, okay. And these directors have watched it and convinced themselves that they should focus on fixing these nitpicks, and it's creating worse movies for it. I'd be like, okay. Those statements are relatively okay, but you've got a lot of proofs to give us through all of them. Because <laughs> that's a lot of things to... Like, you've got to prove the Honest Trailers are bad criticism. Then you've got to prove that their influence is going further than just these two specific directors. Then you've got to prove that Winter Soldier is bad as a result of focusing on Winter... Uh, on thingy. And again, we haven't really gotten exactly what she's saying yet, but I'm just like, this is a very complicated line to draw. There's a lot of... Little things you've got to try and complete, but because for the record, I don't think Honest Trailers are bad. I actually enjoy them. Um, I think they're funny. So someone said um, that Jared's on the other side of the door. <laughs> 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 Their rooms are connected. That's why the burn is in the same location. <laughs> that's, that's his room through there. There's brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> they're both competing for YouTube channels. Me. <laughs> I mean, the guys who made The Winter Soldier were such big fans of Honest Trailers that they deliberately designed their movie to be as Honest Trailer-proof as possible. Which means we're seeing more and more films where they try to preemptively catch these tiny problems and spend ages agonizing over small details to- That isn't something you know. You don't know that yeah, it's, happening. It, it's, almost like, it's almost like people should like make airtight stories or something. Oh, that's the Crazy, other problem. Right? So it's like, one, you can't prove what you just said. The idea that they've slaved over the project, try to get rid of the tidy problems. But two, why is that bad? Yeah, you're essentially saying they ignore bigger issues so that they instead focus all their time and effort on these other things? Qualify that. Yeah, you'd have to prove that. There's a lot of things. What if the tiny things you. added up to a big thing and that big well, thing do. was that's crippling the thing. to the film? Tiny things do add up to big things. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins quote, that's gotta be, tiny things add up to big things. <laughs> to the detriment of the larger story. We also see this with sequels and remakes trying to fix plot holes that were never really problems to begin with. Like, well, if that's the case, then yes, you're right. But if it's not the yeah, case, then you're wrong. I <laughs> you have no, there's no examples. Maybe she referring to Rogue One in a little bit. Is I don't a... know. Maybe. I can't even think. What are the... Can again, anyone think no of a sequel? Being given. Is there any sequels any off the top of anyone's heads outside of Rogue One, if you count that, uh, that tried to fix a plot hole in its previous film? What plot hole did they try to fix? Oh, well, I'm a, this is the thing. I'm, I'm advocating for her position. I don't know if she holds it, but the whole, like, oh, uh... it's stupid that there's an exhaust port in the Death Star, and then that Rogue One explains why that's the case. Um, that was, that was not a plot hole, but... Um... No, I agree with you. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, well, this is the thing. She just said that, so maybe she's right if she's oh, referring to well, Rogue One. Well, um, 
I, I, I can't say either way. I'd have to think about it. I have to really think. Um, Live action Beauty and the Beast. I've not heard the. Wouldn't that. That's not necessarily a sequel, though. If that's just like a, an adaption. It's a retelling, yeah. They don't um, exist in the same yeah, universe I, because they're both the same events. I was just going to say, I accept that that might be a valid uh, reference for what you're, you guys are talking about. I'm, I'm specifically going for a sequel because... Uh, yeah, that exists in the same universe sequentially in the same... Sharknado 2. Sharknado 2. <laughs> Terminator 2? I don't know that there's an attempt to fix anything in Terminator 1 from Terminator 2. I can't remember. Star um, Wars Episode Nine hasn't even come out. Yet. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna have to like, how do we, f how do we unfuck what has been fucked? Uh, They've yeah, already yeah, brought yeah. back Kylo's helmet, so it's he's very clearly trying to fix some stuff. I I approve of the return of Kylo's helmet. Yeah, and the so, less we have to see his face, the better. The point of this oh, is I me. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. You meanie. The point of this is me <laughs> trying to highlight that. Um, can we even come up with examples? Like, I'm struggling to, and she said this like it's, like, common. I'm like, you're gonna have to give me some examples, because I can't even think I would of them. Love, I would love examples, yes. It's trying to fix plot holes that were never really problems to begin with. Oftentimes, these aren't even real plot holes. They're just elements that weren't initially explained to exhaustion, like, Isn't where did Nagini come from in Harry Potter? Well, no, and she's an Asian woman is, now. Awkwardly oh. over-explaining every small yeah. detail of your world to avoid that. There. God damn I got it. You. Where are we Sorry pausing for? Oh, well, she said, she gave an example in Harry Potter. Did you guys catch that? Uh, yeah. Where did Nagini come from? And I, isn't Nagini the snake? Yeah. Only now it's like some Vietnamese chick and everyone hates it. Wait, so no. Chamber of Secrets she talking about, is it? I guess. Like, no, no, that, that's the basilisk. Nagini's like personal snake oh. that dies at the well, end. Where did magic, it come from? Magic is why. It came from magic. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if the film... Maybe she's right in this example. But if someone complained, maybe, yeah. where is Nagini from? And then we're all just like, why do you need to know where the snake is from? Voldemort has a snake. Maybe she's I, right on that maybe. one. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Like we're from. Like what? What's the actual plot hole? Because not knowing where something's from isn't in and of itself a plot hole. It's just a lack of information. Someone so I guess said, she's saying uh, that's that's not the plot hole. It's called. Is she saying that's called a plot hole when it's not? Oh, if that if that's what she's saying, then I guess I agree. I I don't know. Someone gave an example, ironically, from Harry Potter. Uh, the Time Turners being destroyed in the fifth movie. Yeah. <laughs> dare <Dude, laughs> like, we talk let's, about let's, the Time Turners? Yeah, let, let's just try and forget that the third one ever happened. Well, that's the thing. That's what always one of my biggest problems was. It's like, you have fucking time travel devices. This shit should be easy. <laughs> like, Rowling was stupid Dude. enough to introduce time travel as a mechanic. Imagine they're all learning about magic, and they're like, this spell can help, like, a plant grow. Like, oh, that's really cool. Someone comes in, and it's like, by the way, when are we going to learn about the whole time-traveling shit? And you're like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? You I'd be like, excuse fucking me? You're like, yeah, that's that's uh, grade seven or something. You're like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Why, why didn't do, you use this you... before? So, Michiko Hamasaki asks, why do, why do rags and wolf look like the Witch King and the Mouth of Sauron? I wonder yeah. why. This is, this is a very don't, 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 don't explain it. Don't explain it. Because. Oh. Don't explain it. It's a plot don't. hole. It's a just, plot hole. Just let him figure it out. I don't even know. 
Okay, hang on. I, uh... Because you're like, now I'm in that. Now I have to figure it out. <laughs> no, it's something else, Rag. Someone's um, realized your vision of Snorpiercer. Snorpiercer. What <laughs> 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 the fuck is it? <laughs> it's explained in the visual novel. <laughs> anyway. Trying to fix plot holes that were never really problems to begin with. Oftentimes, these aren't even real plot holes. They're just elements that weren't initially explained to exhaustion, like where did Nagini come from in okay. Harry Potter? And yeah. the thing is, awkwardly over-explaining every small detail of your world to avoid that kind of nitpicky criticism doesn't make for very good movies. Uh, I guess I agree uh, I in that know. specific instance. It, it could. It depends on how it's done. I mean, execution is everything. Yeah, we could have a scene where they explain where Nagini is from, and it could have been cool. It could have been interesting. I they could have done some other stuff. Well... Or it could be uh, the the second... The Crimes of Grindelwald movie that everyone hated, and then it's like, mm -hmm. oh, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't have made this. I'm just like, you know, the difference between like, what it, let's just say in the Harry Potter movies, um, there's a scene where Snape walks in the room, and he's like, Voldemort, where did you get that snake? And he's like, I've always had it. It was from my father. It was in this closet up until then. Okay, and he leaves. And we're just like, <laughs> well, that was awkward. This is my <laughs> every every riddle kept a closet snake. But then you could it's have a, a tradition, you know, a, a scene. Snake. You have exposition mixed in with some other shit, like that snake kills someone, and then he's like stroking it, and he's like, "Nagini has been with me since the beginning," and, and through something else. I don't know. It's it's just like the, the the act of explaining a thing isn't inherently bad because it's like there's times where it could be good. Come on, I feel like she would agree with that, you know. But I guess her point is that focusing on on only those things is not what the film is about, so stop doing it. I think that's what she's gunning for. I don't know, but generally when the messages stop being analytical... Well, like, uh, I wonder if she would count Snoke in all of this. You know, she's like, you don't need to explain Snoke. I'd be like, yes, you do. Yeah, you kind of do. And then it comes down to figuring out whether or not something does need to be explained. That there's an This is what I mean. There's so many general sort of terms that it's just like, oh, you're flying over so much conversation about media. Molia writing the video for her. <laughs> well, I feel like you have to, in a way. Well, it's the thing. People call this concise, and I'm like, it's vague, though. Yeah, it's vague. Vague and concise are not the same thing. Short is not concise, necessarily. Yeah, and I'm doing the best. I'm giving her as much benefit of the doubt as I can. You know what, to be honest, we've covered a lot of bad videos on EFAP. Like, I think this is probably one of the better ones, this right? This isn't... Yeah, this is... This definitely isn't one of the worst. It's just not... It's just too vague. Yeah that kind of nitpicky criticism doesn't make for very good movies. That's not to say oh, it's all go. reviewers' faults and that the actual creators hold no responsibility in this situation, but the increasing popularity of framing nitpicks as well substantiated criticism definitely plays a part in this. Plays it's a like, part? I guess I agree with that. Plays a part. I mean, yeah, it's define nitpick. What is well substantiated versus not well substantiated? You know, it's... I, th I like, think it relies you... on us to know the difference, but the fact is, like, but two critics might very much disagree on that, so is there a standard? Yeah, like, my dad's the kind of guy who I'll say, like, I went, you know, after we saw The Last Jedi, I'm like, I mean, it looked cool and all, but that hyperspace kamikaze fucking changes everything. Like, this breaks so much shit, and he's like, you're just nitpicking. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where, like, I see this as 
just in it's insane and then you have a friend and he's like oh it's just a nitpick you have a friend who like really hates star wars more than you more than anyone and he's like do you see that fucking scene where ray's ray's third toenail was slightly longer than the rest if she had cut them all at the same time why would it be longer and you're just like <laughs> Especially uh... you can get a triple kill on fucking tie fighters first time she's in a gun turret <laughs> they mix that in with that nails. they talk about that like, tie fighters i mean that, that would be unusual i guess but you know some of the content they create is to just say that what they're creating is satire. I swear, some of these people think that real life has like cheat codes and that you can just say literally anything and never have to explain yourself or be held accountable. Again, that's depends. very ironic coming yeah, from this very vague video. That is that is a little ironic. I was about to say. So if 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 me and Rags were to make a joke like, um, hey, you see that editing mistake in in Last Jedi where someone is here and then they're slightly over here. The entire film is bad for that now. Also, we're Nazis. And then someone says, see, I've got a quote of them saying it. And you go, <laughs> we were joking. You go, oh, you just use that to escape criticism. You're like, well, in that instance, we were literally joking. Like, what do you want us to do if it's true? And you could be like, Cinema Sins, he says uh, there was no lap dance in this scene. And that is not a criticism. That is just his preference. And then you'd be like, it was a joke. They go, oh, yeah, okay, you're satire, aren't you? You're just a, sat so, a parody. Professor Swan is asking, so talking about nitpicks, what about dick pics? Mm. I fully uh, endorse and support dick pics. Send me yours, uh, everyone, in the chat on Discord. Rags. <laughs> so yeah. so they, they fixed the third thousand. toenail being too long in the novelization. <laughs> it's an official novel. <laughs> the toes um, the so that's one side of the scale, by the way. The other side in which I think she's arguing for right now is that, yeah, someone makes a bunch of inaccuracies and then they go, uh, shit, I was joking. And you're like, you were joking. And you're like, yep. Uh, I didn't make any mistakes because it was all meant that way. And it's like, yeah, that's that's bad. But it's kind of tough to tell the difference if the person is... It would have to be contextual. It's literally down to, like, specific examples. Have you guys seen an is... increase in using satire as a defense for criticism? Um, yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've seen in my opinion. Mm. But satire? Um... I've seen it mocked like it's just satire, ha ha ha. Or I've I've seen more people accusing people who are legitimately being satirical as being an earnest. You know, like when people like ER pulled a vulgar Nazi joke, so that means he's actually a Nazi. And like I've seen that more than I've seen people like claiming to use satire when they're being real. I've seen it the other way. The opposite I've seen have been true. But that's just what I've seen, so I can only go by what I've seen. And this thing is like, gonna present some stuff, or are we just gonna? I because I feel like this video is perfect for people who already agree with the overall statements, and they yeah. they've just vague enough that I think most people would agree with most of it. There's just a bit of bits in between that are like, but what about this though? And it's like, well, yeah. It's like, if, but if you're trying to convince an analytical mind or someone who's very skeptical or who just really wants to be convinced, I'm not really, I mean, it's so vague. I, it's almost like I don't really know what I'm agreeing. Who <laughs> cinema's in satirizing a critic who barely brings attention to movies? It's like, oof. Oof. But I mean, he did say that, uh, he said publicly that he, he gets things wrong on purpose to create jokes sometimes. And it's like, that does sound like a shield. No um, trade. Uh, don't worry, the new video is going to be out on uh, New Year's. I tried to get it done before my Christmas trip, but I, I wasn't 
I didn't think I could do it justice. So there you uh, go. New Year's. There you go. And you'll get a new video from me too. I'm doing. I'm releasing my audio commentary on TLJ. That's going to be funny. Your audio commentary? Yeah, I did it with Alex for the for for a sort of like celebration for the being a year since the Rage video. Hooray! Unfortunately, that'll that'll tie into there'll be like another two hours plus into that into that weird Reddit yeah, post. Yeah, so that guy's <laughs> gonna have to fucking go back and redo his math. That's another two and a half hours. This proves that he hates the TL TLJ more than he actually hates it. Dun dun dun. He's only hating it for views. He releases his videos at Christmas for views. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that you can just say literally anything and never have to explain yourself or be held accountable if you utter the words, it's satire. Or, in my opinion, that seems to be what they use it for. It's like, hey, you say I got all these things wrong and I haven't taken this into account and I said things too generally, but what you don't understand is it's just my opinion, so you can't criticize me. In my subjective opinion. <laughs> <laughs> The idea with channels like CinemaSins, as well as Nostalgia Critic and similar channels, is that these aren't the real opinions of these people. They're playing characters who are these annoying guys who nitpick small details. You see, they tell you, you're not really supposed to like them or empathize with them. This do, do, they, do they say that? You're not supposed to like? Or oh, empathize. Um, I don't know if that's... Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, I don't know. Unless they state it outright, may, do they? There are a lot of assumptions being made here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're a little lost. Help us out here, because you're like... I didn't realize it was just a fact that AVG had a Nostalgia Critic didn't want you to like or empathize with their characters. I'd be like, what? They want you to like the content, not, like, the specific in-universe personality of the presenter. I don't know, it's I'm like, it's like uh, when Boogie does Francis, you know? Yeah, but I think there's a lot of people who unironically like Francis, the character, you know, like in the same way we like Luke in Star Wars. Like people are like, huh, I like Francis, he's such a, such a fucking idiot. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. In the same Weird. way, you know, like, there's gotta be people in this chat who are watching AVGM because they love that character approaching things, you know? I don't know, this is a weird point. This is such a strange thing to say, but I think I know why she's saying it. Like, she's gonna lead into, um... Talking about how she she's made the statement now that they've made the statement that you shouldn't like or empathize with those people, even though those people have the same comments as the real people, and thus you would empathize with the real people, and thus you kind of should empathize. With, you know, it's like it's, it's a bit of a weird draw, but I'll let it I'll let it do it first. You're not really supposed to like them or empathize with them. This is dishonest. Part of the problem here is that we know for a fact that some of these criticisms these channels put out really are the genuine thoughts of their creators. Channels like CinemaSins and The Nostalgia Critic also do out-of-character reviews where they just talk about the movies they saw normally, and oftentimes the out-of-character criticisms and the in-character criticisms are the same. I don't know that mean, that's... what is... That's, yeah, that, it doesn't follow that that's a dishonest thing. Because, like, technically, you could argue I play a character in the Rage videos because obviously I'm ranting. Different, I guess. But it's scripted, so it's like, you're feigning that emotion, technically. And I'd be like, technically, yes, so technically it's a character, but I share every criticism that character has. Yeah, I a just... different character can have the same opinion as the real you, or another character. That doesn't mean they're dishonest if they both say it. Yeah, right, it's just it just amped up to 11, basically. Yeah, I, I feel like... All, everyone does that to a degree. When you know it's being recorded, you use some filters like, oh, I better be concise, or I better be clear, I better be assertive. I, uh, 
I can be a little bit eccentric. You know, like, there's just small things, but not to the point of, like, literally a different personality. Just, I don't... I don't, really, I, I just don't follow. Also do out of character <laughs> where they just talk about Wait, things they saw normally. Doug Walker's face was making me laugh. Character criticisms and the in-character criticisms. And one thing too is that someone in um someone in the chat said, why should we watch Angry Video Game Nerd if we do not like that character? Even villains sometimes are good characters. I don't get what I do not get watching something without liking the character. Well, and that's the weird thing she said that they said that. I was like, I don't think they've ever said that. That seems like a weird yeah, thing and, to say. And as someone else pointed out, it's exaggeration, not satire. Has Nostalgia Critic ever said that his work is satire as the Nostalgia Critic? Not to say that she said that, I'm just curious. I don't know, maybe, maybe someone in chat will know. Normally, and oftentimes the out-of-character criticisms and the in-character criticisms are the same. Sherman from Peabody and Sherman had a sex change. <laughs> so young. Did you have a feeling? Did you have a feeling? I had a feeling. I don't know. Zambira comes home to her daughter, who is presumably Sherman, after joke. he had a sex change. It's a joke. I was about to say, that's, a a joke. that's not even joke. a criticism. Obviously, that's a joke. Oh my god. They just hate trans people. Is she now saying <laughs> that if you make the same joke out of character and in character, you're being dishonest? Where do you think I don't they even got follow. the joke from? <laughs> he would have, yeah. I, I mean, it's know. like when they sat down for their first viewing, you know, or their original viewing, and he came with it off the top of my head. He was like, hey, that was funny. I'll put it in my official review. Because not 100% of people watch both. Not, That's redundancy. Uh, it's not being dishonest. It's yeah, not following that. Maybe she'll make a point at the end of this. Stop asking me what I think about Zambira mortal comes engines. Home. I think it sucks. Stop bugging me. <laughs> to her daughter, who's presumably Sherman, after he got a sex change. Which, let's be honest, we all saw that coming. Again, it's like the movement of this guy could be funny. It's like they're onto something, but they're not talented. His career is on the rise. Let's see if we can put a stop to that by casting him as someone who's supposed to move funny, but instead moves like a sped oh, up God, inflatable outside of a car. Is she like, she's putting all this Norm of the North footage up here. Like this is supposed to be like, like proving that the nostalgia critic is a, is a bad reviewer, but Norm of the North, it's not a movie you want to well, you defend. Say, <laughs> that's let's, 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 let's uh, reverse engineer this. You got um, he is making the same point as his real-life counterpart, assuming, because again, we have to assume, that the character is fake, or the character shouldn't be taken seriously, or shouldn't be liked, I guess. And that is an example of, I assume she's saying dishonesty, or, or some something, which is, again, sort of jumping from bad media criticism. That is bad media criticism. Yeah, like, how could it be satire if you said it in real life? There's so many things along that yeah. trail that I don't follow along with. Yeah, I totally disagree that it is dishonest for someone to say things twice as two different characters. So, DLA Graphical said, I think the point is they claim that they are being satire through their characters and their criticisms aren't genuine, so it's contradictory when they say the same thing in both personas. I want to agree with that point, but I don't think that's what they are doing. I think CinemaSins has done even, that. I don't think AVGN and Nostalgia Critic have, though. I mean, if I watch something the first time, and I'm making a joke about it, which is kind of what satire is, is making a joke about thing, you know, then if I make that as a joke later on also, then that matches up with what satire is in a loose sense. I, also, I just realized I this is... I just don't really agree. This is the same point that was made by Film Bob against... And not Movie Bob, I have to clarify that. Film Bob's a different Bob person. Means. 
Film Bob Against Cinema Sins said, Cinema Sins claims his work shouldn't be taken seriously as satire. And then he showed examples of how his very serious criticism as a person is reflected into his work. So how are we supposed to know the difference? Which I agree with as a point. I don't know that... Why wouldn't you just show us an example of Nostalgia Critic saying don't take Nostalgia Critic seriously, it's not real criticism, or something like that? That would prove her point, that's the part that's missing here. But even still, she showed us jokes. Like, that's not really... I don't think that helps. Because if you say, like, you take, you take character A seriously, you take character B not seriously, and both of them make a joke? Does that mean... It would, it would be more... It would be something else if they took the same facet of the movie... And each character praised it for opposite reasons. Like one said this thing's good because of the reason, and the other says it's bad because of the reason. Mm -hmm. Instead of them both agreeing on what is essentially an obvious joke. And uh, the reviewer's block said, uh, Doug Walker said that Nostalgia Critic is a hyperbolic version of his views and opinions, which I would understand that. Yeah, like that's, that matches up with exaggeration is not satire. You know, well, it can mm. be. But, you know, it's, it's not just because it's exaggerated doesn't mean that it's like dishonest or even that it's necessarily a character. It's just a strange, I don't, even if, even if they're supposed to be satirizing an insane critic, right? That's the joke. It doesn't mean they can't actually have legitimate criticisms in and amongst other ones. If that's the claim, then it would still be valid for them to have used crit criticisms they actually saw as their normal persona, if you will. Yeah, this like, is a very are, complicated uh, topic, to be honest. Yeah, it's like, if they sit down and they find something that's a legit flaw with the movie on their first viewing, and then after they make their, you know, edited proper video on it, and then they release the first viewing footage, that wouldn't be a problem. That's be like, oh, that's where he first had the idea. Well, all of this is in response to the idea that you use satir satire as a shield against errors slash hyper hyper hyperbole. So, um, is that what's happening in this scenario? And uh, like, Is she assuming that he actually believes that in-universe this character is a trans version of another character? What's the thing? I think that was a bad example, because that's clearly a joke. Yeah, it's clearly a joke. This one where he's running fast and it looks awful, because he says that, and then he sort of says that as the nostalgia critic is sort of more criticism than joke. I still don't really get the point. This is kind of, I'm just going to let it continue, because I don't 100% yeah. follow move funny, but instead moves like a sped-up inflatable outside of a car rental. CinemaSins also often puts out nitpicks that are unresearched and factually wrong. It's See, that's bad. Yeah. And I agree. I don't even really care if it's satire, if you deliver it as just bad information. Like, if it's not even yeah. a joke, it's just you saying, like, this thing doesn't make sense. You're like, oh. Yes, well, I, I agree. Being objective is important. Well, yeah, and typically, I just say accurate. <laughs> like, accuracy is, is the one that It's I like want. a sped-up inflatable outside of a car rental! CinemaSins also often puts out nitpicks that are unresearched and factually wrong. It's not a stretch to understand why this is bad media criticism. The excuse they employ here is, oh, we put them in on purpose so people can correct us. Yeah, see, I feel like that's just kind of silly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I buy that. Um, as for us being wrong on sins, at least 50% of the time, we did it on purpose. Like with Watchmen, we had the Mars Smiley comment, the Leonard Cohen joke, the misspelling fewer as fruer, etc. We call these intentionally ignorant sins. I even tweeted the night before the Watchmen video about it, hinting at a few such sins. Almost every video has at least one of these. Well, that's almost like a, 
is it really me fucking up or is it just me doing that intentionally to keep you on your toe is like okay that sounds really convenient for yeah. whatever he it sounds excuse yeah it's not a plot hole but it is a contrivance <laughs> yeah I, I just the 50 percent is like uh -huh, so mm -hmm. we'll forever wonder if you really didn't or did make a mistake okay so 50 so there's a one so it's flipping a coin on every sin that you have essentially yeah okay even if this is true, that's not good satire. Imagine if The Onion sometimes published real stories and sometimes published fake stories and just didn't tell you which was which. And then imagine if real news sites saw how popular they were and started to copy them. It would be bad. Basically, these channels... Um, I agree with the point she's making, wait, but wait. I'm... <laughs> because it would be bad. Bad in what way? Morally? It's like, possibly agree with that. Bad for entertainment? Not necessarily. Uh, it would be bad at the dissemination of accurate information and that, yeah, that. I agree with that too. But again, the Onion is a satire yeah, right now. So could we criticize them for putting out bad information? He's like, well, no, because they they satire. And you're like, right. So there is a place for satire. We agree on that. Um, we don't want news outlets that, that are credible putting out uh, stupid stories just because it gets clicks, even though we're kind of already there. <laughs> because I mean, the Onion kind of hides behind satire. Uh, when people criticize it, so, um, yeah. Yeah, it's... These are all extremely interesting conversations, and they're sort of just like, boom, 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 and it's like, uh, okay. Hmm. ...want their opinions to be taken seriously, but they also... Also, I can't help but remember Quentin's satire, or his attempted at satire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get to see that, uh, Lauren? Yeah. Um... He, he made a video parody of me, but he took it down after, I think, a couple of days. <gasps> My God, I wish I'd have seen that. I've got it. I'm, I'm going to be talking about it. And the problem for Quinton is he doesn't he doesn't realize that he's popular enough that nothing will escape as long as he releases it. Like, which he does a lot of, by the way. He does a lot of like yeah. removing the thing he did. Uh, but yeah, he took it down because so many people were asking him what the fuck he was doing. They were like, "How is this a par?" It was a ten minute video for a start. How is that a parody of me? Like that's just yeah. Like, like <laughs> he, he wants. The freedom to be an asshole, but he doesn't want the repercussions. Yeah, the that goes with it. Like I, I once I found a place that had a mirror of the PewDiePie T series thing of him. I saved that shit so fast. Mm -hmm. So if you need a copy, <laughs> hit a hit a brother. Up. And you're you're still looking for somebody who has a copy of Monday Matt's TLJ video, right? Or Star yes, Wars video. if any if anybody has a copy of. Mundane Matt's The Last Jedi video that he deleted. Yeah, it's, Let it's me one know. where he like, basically... Message, message me on Discord. Rags, uh, hashtag 3000. Let me know. There you go, folks. I feel like the nobody's Rags got that video strong. because nobody Rags would download a Mundane Matt video. Well, you'd have to go to Mundane Matt's channel and that's just a little too <laughs> that's much. That's already too much to ask. <laughs> it's not on there, though. It's been deleted, so... No, you say, like, when he first put it up, why would anyone yeah, have downloaded yeah. it? Like, I, yeah. I, I didn't even hear about it until Mahler told me about it after he did it. Mm. Satire requires a clarity of purpose and target lest it be mistaken for and contribute to that which it intends to criticize. You agree with that statement? Say one more time. Satire requires a clarity of... It's on screen for me, but I don't know if it is for you. Satire requires a clarity of purpose and target lest it be mistaken for... Fucking hell. Satire requires a clarity of purpose and target lest it be mistaken for and contribute to that which it intends to criticize. 
Um, I I'd have to think. Um, you see it is below. I'd I'd have to think. Requires clarity of purpose. Like is... it has to be. No, I mean you can have you can be satirical and all and make a point. That's I was about the to say that, but what about subtlety? Like when you get subtle satire, does that not have clarity of purpose if it's subtle? And target, I don't a target. Like like an age group or a so demographic. Let's or... just the yeah, scenario. She means the convenience store. Scenario is uh, <laughs> there's there's a YouTuber who just says everything is overtly racist. I'm not even going for anybody here. I'm literally just trying to make up a scenario. So don't think I am. And then oh, you the go, <laughs> you're going after me clearly. And then you go, okay, okay, I'm gonna make a video parodying this person. And then you you copy their voice. You use the same kind of style, and you just go for Shrek, and you explain how Shrek is racist. And then everyone enjoys the video that's on their fan base and says you're great, and you're like, oh shit, I just added to the issue I'm trying to expose. My video was satire. And then everyone's just like, oh, but it was, I liked it though. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit. Well, that's... I guess it's because, I guess it's because, that's why I say execution is so important, because that's why Quentin can't do satire. Um, but you yeah. know, other people can. That's why you have you know like space balls and things like that are there. Um, um, I I don't know. It's it's so it's so individual. Like I don't th I don't know if there's any. Here's the thing. I would imagine that there's no blanket sort of stuff you can cast over satire. It depends on what you're trying to satirize. Yeah, like, uh, if we think of... I think the easiest one to say for the most relatable right now would just be politics, so... Some, you know, frogs are gay. You have somebody satirize Alex Jones, and they dress up the same way or something, then they should go, They're making the oxygen die! And everyone's like, oh, he's, he's going for Alex Jones, I get it. Or they go, this guy's actually nuts. People actually listen to this, it's embarrassing. Arguably, that's what my Goodell video was. It's got positive ratings and all the comments like in favor. If anyone saw that out of context, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" But it's I I don't I would like this is its own thing, but I <laughs> think that because sat it's like when you copy something, satire is so dependent on what it is attempting to satirize that it's like a case by case thing. Um. And if you satirize something, like the problem with Quentin is that he tried to satirize you, but he did it in a way that people, like people, agreed with what was supposed to be satire. Well, and they appreciated it. It's the, the, the like I said, there was comments saying like, "Thank God somebody's criticizing Citizen Kane," and it's like, uh oh. And then it was like, <laughs> there was comments like, "Who is this targeting at?" Because I can tell it's satire, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> it's like, oof. These are like the two biggest failures a satire could have. Um, in other I, news, this girl caught another fly. This That's okay, because she let one go as well. If me and Rags were tasked with making a fucking video on satire, I feel like it would be at least an hour long. And it's like, it's just been so briefly covered, and there's a big statement here about how it works, and it's just like, is that how it works? Yeah, like, if, if somebody didn't know anything about satire, and you said, satire requires a clarity of purpose and a target less to be mistaken for and contribute to that which it intends to criticize. Is that really going to help someone make good well, satire? What about this scenario? 100 people out of 100 people don't understand your video is satire. So it's like, it must have failed. What about 100 people out of 10 billion didn't understand it? It's like, oh, well, then suddenly I think it probably did work. So 
the clarity of purpose is almost subjective. It depends on what yeah, the person how, is able to understand and how much information they have. How many people out of 100 have to be offended by something before it's too offensive? That's, yeah, that's another great example. And this, this is why this is very complicated, and I, I agree with her that using satire as a shield from criticism is not good. However, uh, I'm not sure I agree with her statement on satire. It depends, on, it depends on the kind of criticism. And she's saying, like, you know, cinema sins are by claiming they're satire, even if they're correct, even if they are satire, uh, they're contributing to the problem. That's, I think, so, that's what your position is. Well, it's like if you make satire and people understand it's satire, but the satire is actually correct and it isn't satirizing anything really, even though it's trying to, then it would be an appropriate criticism to point that out. And you can't use satire as a defense because that is what's being criticized. Yeah, I think like a I think thing, I, I a thing isn't that. a defense for itself. <laughs> so is it your April Fool's video is going to be what big satire, right? It's like, no, I will only post serious videos on April Fool's Day, 100%. It's all the other ones that are satire. <laughs> the rest of my career <laughs> is satire. Stories and sometimes published fake stories and just didn't tell you which was which. And then imagine if real news sites saw how popular they were and started to copy them. It would what be bad. What do you mean a real news site? They, they all suck. It's interesting that she said real use, uh, yeah, because that's that's one of real our news. that's one of our bingo things, you know, genuine, real, and actual those words. Well, I, it, it's interesting too because when Alex Jones got you know deplatformed, which I vehemently disagree, by the way, mm -hmm. um, then you know people would bring up, well, wait a second, how many times does CNN has to have to tell blatant, you know, terrible lies before, you know, it's like how many lies do you have to tell? How many people do you have to offend? You know, what's the line that we cross? Is it just going to be? random people we don't like i mean I mean, look at patreon it's clearly subjective yeah man like yeah i feel I like this should happen. my it news from cnn it i like matter. to listen to wolf blitzer babylon did you guys wolf blitzer was in mission impossible fallout what <laughs> please tell me he was like was he like shot or something i need to see that because i hear it's a really good action Oh yeah, no, we should definitely check it out. Uh, so, did, Watch just tonight, the, when I get back from this uh, thing, I'm, the shindig I'm going to later. Yeah, we can, yeah, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Seen a, I, I got, I've seen a lady. How long have you got, by the way? I have to go in about thirty minutes or so. Oof, let's try and we'll try and we'll try and shut this up. A bit. And then imagine if real news sites saw how popular they were and started to copy them. It would be bad. Basically, these channels want their opinions to be taken seriously, but they also don't want to be held accountable for any mistakes they make. <laughs> I would I would levy that very criticism with the different context. It would be the opinion thing. They want to be taken seriously, but every time they realize, oh, they're presented with information that's completely counter to them, they'll be like, ah, my subjective opinion. It's like I I agree that you I agree with the idea that you can't just say oh satire is your get out of jail free card to everything, mm -hmm. but like I who are we talking about here? I guess CinemaSins and Nostalgia Critic and AVGN maybe I think. Oh, but she hasn't convinced me for Nostalgia Critic. No, she hasn't convinced me for anybody but CinemaSins. But I'm not even convinced assuming that he's that, caused assuming damage. That's even what he does, yeah. I'm not I don't convinced. Think that I'm on the side that he actually has helped. Because as I said before, I would prefer that people were anally overcritical than lowered their standards. Sure. Would you, would you, Lauren and Wolf, would you agree with that statement? Uh, uh, I think they're... <laughs> Do you like anal? 
Well, see, because from my view, it seems like Hollywood movies, like big ones, have only gotten worse. So, but mm-hmm. like, not because of like criticism, really, just because I think it's the the it's adver- adverse reaction to to criticism. I think because of it, like, there's so many critics, like people, like because you see how people, how some, certain filmmakers act as soon as someone comes out with a video that gets a lot of views, uh, criticizing your movie, they're like, oh. F- Fuck this! No, just, they, just, just, some, just some asshole dude, bro. Fuck face. Like, like our movie made money. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck does he know? It seems like they're they're. Oh, it, it just seems like they there's like it is like I said. There's an adverse reaction to instead of just like listening to it because I mean I mean it's a little black and white. But you see how the Russo brothers they they looked at criticism and they were like. Okay, let's just let's try to apply that uh, to our films, and then but you know, you see the no oh, right you see the director for, uh, what was it what's that stupid King Kong movie that came out with Tom Hiddleston that really bad I think, oh uh, I think she uh, actually Skull Island that. yeah 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 the the director of that movie went off on Citizen okay <laughs> had, I liked a... that movie I did not like that movie I I I liked it because I went in, I definitely know that there's a lot of things wrong. I liked it because I liked like the monster fights and like the sure. creature, the critters, the critters on the island. Like the island felt dangerous, and that's essentially was my big thing. I like so how the sure. giant squid could fit into really shallow water. You don't know how shallow <laughs> it was. It, it, look, it, look, listen. Um, may, maybe there was like uh, I got nothing. I'd like to remind everybody <laughs> that the members of EFAB never disagree on anything. It's a circle. Yes, we do. Never disagree. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, Rags. Do we need to? Do we need to bring up that Hellblade debate again? It wasn't a debate. I will get my elevator music. <laughs> a debate implies you had a chance. <laughs> well, that would imply that you had an argument to begin with. My mask is better than your mask. Rags can see out of his if it is. That's true. Well, look, you got stabbed in the face by a woman. All you are, it, the back. No. And then the face. She just like a, It's just like a fucking woman to stab you in the back <laughs> when you're out on a battle. Okay? That was a hobbit. That's what they do. It was that's a what, hobbit. That was a hobbit. That's just <laughs> like hobbits, too. That's just like a hobbit to stab you in the back. Are you racist against hobbits? No, I'm just pointing out that not all stereotypes are untrue. Maybe there's a reason everybody re- refers to hobbits as backstabbers. Maybe I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. I'm saying that's a maybe. Maybe little a roguish thieves living in holes in the ground. <laughs> hey, look! Just because they're called burglars by old dudes with really big sticks doesn't mean that they're all burglars. They literally, without Bilbo's consent, without Bilbo's <laughs> consent, they they went into his house and they stole his furniture. They didn't steal his furniture. They stole all his food. That's and no, no. At the end, the auction. At the end, he comes back and they're auctioning off all of his shit. Oh, you're talking about the other hobbits. Yes, the other. Yes, the other. Exactly. Yeah, but it's okay if they do it to each other. That look, not Frodo didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't born yet, but he still didn't do it. That's true. Yeah, what's your problem with Frodo? Huh? What's your problem with Frodo? Because he, um. He wears a ring, and he's not even married. <laughs> hey, he had something going with Sam. Yeah, I was gonna say, you gates gay hobbits? Gobbits? Sam was a real hero. Okay, that's objectively true. Yeah, I agree. 
So anyway, this is a video we were supposed to cover, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Right that. saw how popular they were and started to copy them. <laughs> bad. Basically, these channels want their opinions to be taken seriously, but they also don't want to be held accountable for any mistakes they make. Mm -hmm. So instead of getting either real criticism with well-substantiated points, or real funny satire where someone fully commits to the character of unlikable nerd to make a point about media criticism, you get this awkward in-between stage from these kinds of channels. Their points are presented with enough legitimacy sure. that people in the comments do take their opinions seriously, but they're filled with enough inconsistencies that the actual because some of their opinions are right. I was about to say this is that's the thing in some the of scenario that the person she's highlighting does all the things she's saying they do, as in they get everything wrong and they just try to vote. It's like yes, you are right. Then your criticism is fine, but you're treating this like it applies to loads of people when. It's all very specific examples, you need loads of evidence, you can't just like say, oh, fucking CinemaSins ruined everything. Some of what CinemaSins does is satire. Yeah. There's no denying <laughs> it, I'm afraid. I, I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's not an excuse for every criticism. Of course, It is yeah. an excuse for some. Because he'll, so he'll have moments where he highlights a thing that you can, he, he's like explaining it like it's a definitive contradiction, then you'll just be like, but what about this other thing? And you're just like, well, I guess he fucked that up, okay. So I wonder how many people, you know, watch CinemaSins and go, what if I was CinemaSins, but like, I really took it serious? Yeah, which is a good thing, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And then you could have someone being like, what if I was CinemaSins, but I went heavy in the satire. I went, I got things sure. deliberately wrong completely. There was no accurate point I made, and it's just for the fun of it. Like, you know, just judging films by standards that aren't applicable. Like, uh, ogres don't exist, so Shrek makes no sense. Stuff like that. Content is pretty bad. And because their opinions are taken seriously, their criticism style goes on to affect the way movies are made. Just to be clear, I'm not claiming so that CinemaSins or the Nostalgia... Yeah, that, for one, we don't even know that that's true. We can only just guess, and, and to what degree, we don't even know. We just have to guess. And then is it good or bad? It's like, we don't even know. We have to guess. <laughs> it's like these yeah, things... you would have to establish that films are worse directly because of these channels. And I would, and if we're going off of our gut feelings or assumptions, I would assume that films like or channels like CinemaSins make films better instead of worse. Because if you're a fan of CinemaSins, you don't want to get dinged. That's not a good thing. So you would attempt to avoid that and make more depending, coherent stories. Depending on his particular ding. <laughs> it could I mean, be. I'm always up for more lap dances. It's, yeah, that's true. Even let's get some male lap dances in there. Why not? You know? Why not? Get them in there. Uh well, I've been, I've been there. M male strippers are gay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate male strippers. Nostalgia critic are like single-handedly responsible for any particular movies being bad. If any one person were able to ruin movies, I would be genuinely impressed. But I do think okay. that the content these people Mahler. create and their <laughs> popularity is a contributing factor. All in all, do we agree that it's a contributing factor to the detriment of films? To the detriment, um. In the to the in popularity does have an have an influence on well influence, but I think that's where I'm to the detriment. I don't know. You yeah, have to I agree that they would be influential in some way, shape, or form. Fine, but correlate yeah, how it relates PewDiePie to the bad something. Thing. It means more than if you know Jared does. I mean, fuck. I think at this which, point she probably would throw me in with CinemaSins. She'd probably be like the Mola guy. He's ruining films too, and I should be like, just show me the correlation, please. Just show it. Just somehow yeah. connect it.
Someone in the chat said she's got hands like a fly graveyard. <laughs> fly, <laughs> graveyard. fly graveyard. Well, media criticism. Let the flies go. Early does not care about whether the core of a movie or show is good or bad, and only focuses on inconsequential details. Isn't particularly useful. Yeah, but who's doing that? Useful. Useful. Well, what's that's another problem. I want to. I want to rewind a bit. I want to rewind a bit. You know, I'm just, I just tried to like do that hand motion where she had one hand in the other and just moved him around randomly. It's actually profoundly uncomfortable, and I don't know what she did that for. Really useful, and this is more likely to happen when you built a niche around Flycatcher. creating a negative review of whatever's popular. <laughs> Finally, the reason this is bad is because this nitpicking becomes so popular that it bleeds into real life and into how real movies end up getting made. Whether the I, uh, but how is that bad? Again, you have to establish that it's bad. You can't just assert that it's bad. But I don't even. I want to see the connection too. Like once she proves it's bad or good. Well, I don't even think she can prove that it's bad or good until she well, proves got, that there's connection. She's got about you know nine and a half minutes left, and I won't be around for it. Oh, exactly nine and a half minutes. Oh, look at me. But um, if there is, I mean, you have to tell me when I get back, or let me know on Discord later if they do. But. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I do not uh, like this painting, Charlie. Its smug aura mocks me. <laughs> um, yeah. The the point is, you have to. You can't assert that. Um, well, you you can't assert it, but I won't believe you. Yeah, that she's not substantiating it, and it, I feel like it's just going to appeal to the people who already agreed with that statement anyway. Yeah. This is the fault of the YouTubers, the viewers, the filmmakers, or a little bit of each is a difficult question to answer, but either no, way, criticism already, that's not made in good faith isn't a great us. starting point. Yeah, why can't I pause? No. So it's not really a stretch to understand why the former category is bad. I mean, deciding before you even go see Where, a movie you that you like have it? to actively find things to hate about it is just never going to make for fair or nuanced criticism. What did, you, what did you want to pause for? It it kept going for me. Was it pause for you guys? It, it was yeah. for a moment. It just jumped 13 seconds forward. God damn it. I just <laughs> So what we'll do, what we'll do is we'll, yeah, 1619 is a little, we were at 1650. Okay. I don't know where we were. <laughs> so I will, I will put it at 1650. I'll put it at 1650. All right. Um, and we now will... she's swatting a fly. No, she could be. She we. It's a still. She could be beckoning the fly into the warmth <laughs> of her beckoning the fly. So she could be in, inviting the fly. Tubers, the viewers, the filmmakers, or a little bit of each is a difficult question mm. to answer. But either way, criticism that's not You've made in good faith it. isn't a great starting point. Unconstructive misinformation. Wouldn't that just be oh, okay? Misinformation. <laughs> Yeah, he was going to say, you would need the unconstructive at that point. Misinformation. All right, let's check it out. So is there such a thing as constructive misinformation? No, oh, everybody can talk about that example. <laughs> you could lie to somebody to get them to do something positive? I don't know. It's, I mean, really it's possible. I mean, you know, maybe you could say that a comforting lie is is A white lie? Yeah. I, well, yeah told you it, your... <laughs> I told you your mom had AIDS to motivate you. Like, it's yeah. not a bad thing. It Don't was, it was like constructive misinformation. <laughs> a great starting point. So it's not really a stretch to understand why the former category is bad. I mean, deciding it, before it you really even go is. see a movie that you have to actively find things to hate about it is just never going to make for fair and nuanced criticism. Mm. Mm. 
I don't agree with that. It could result in fair and nuanced criticism. It could. Yeah. Because how do you know people are finding things to hate and it just doesn't fucking hit them? Here's the thing. If you mention it, then a finding is implied. It just because if you if you're talking about it, then obviously you've identified. Well, I wonder what CinemaSins would have to say about this. They were like, "Dude, your videos are terrible because you search for problems. You don't just report problems that are found." You'd be like, "How would I, how would I have problems to present if I didn't find them?" Find them. Yeah, like, that's I, what I'm getting at here. Is like you have to find it to talk about it. And you'd be like, "Yeah, but it's dishonest because you're looking for problems." It's like, who cares? Like you're not supposed to look. How do you separate between of uh, um something that's wrong that's found, like organically or manually? Because if you plan on even... seeing if you plan on seeing something, you have to find something like wrong with it to see if well, you should see it or not. This kind of smacks. <laughs> this really. This argument she's making here really makes me think about the only critic. It's when you talk about how bad a movie is like you're supposed to go into a movie to enjoy it mm -hmm. you know like if you enjoy it and say it's good that's way better than saying that it's bad it's like i feel like the goal here is that you're supposed to enjoy it first and foremost you're not supposed to be critical that's that's what i get from this i don't know if that's, what, that's she's what she's saying, saying but that's yeah. what i'm getting yeah that's what i'm getting from it i think that she should be the main star in the lord of the flies remake <laughs> okay. would be. She is the Lord of She is the Lord of the Flies. He decides one live or die. I'm not calling one her fly not, to rule them all. I'm not calling her Satan. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Guys, just she, saying she she's committing the fly holocaust in this video. She she's taking all the flies to Auschwitz. Auschwitz. <laughs> 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 no. Not, I can picture him thinking about that for a while with the hand on his chin, like Auschwitz. <laughs> No, it's no. Don't don't worry about it. No but about there it. are a lot of instances of problematic <laughs> media criticism where the critic really nah. is expressing a strongly held opinion of theirs. For example, you have Lily Orchard's respective videos about Steven Universe and The Legend of Korra being garbage. This isn't a channel that just makes are. videos about whatever new movie will generate the most clicks. It seems like she only talks about things that she genuinely cares about. And it's clear from watching even about five seconds of her Steven Universe video that she feels very strongly about this particular show. Sugar, you are such a fucking. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, okay. Oh okay. man, I don't know who this. I, don't know I am now. I'm now viscerally reminded of why I never finished her Cora video. So, Holy manoleum. <laughs> I don't really care if they. I uh, really the accuracy of the criticisms is what's really paramount. Yeah, we don't care if they're a clone. If well, I was about to say we don't care if they're a satire. It's like I guess a part of satire could be that you're a. Inaccurate deliberately to satirize the person that yeah. is inaccurate. <sighs> this is like I said, this is complicated. Just doing it for just doing it for clicks isn't inherently bad, but if a lot of the times if you just do it for the clicks and your heart isn't in it, that could lead to issues with accuracy and if you're getting the information right and if you're researching enough. Mm-hmm. And it's clear from watching even five seconds. Oh, she called every Trump supporter a Nazi in the court. She what? Oh, did she? Um, I did. Um, I don't think I got to that point unless I just genuinely don't remember even hearing it. Okay. Like I said, I never watched the video. Finished All it. Right. Anyway. This particular show. Sugar, you are such a fucking creep. Jesus Christ, Rebecca, are you on fucking Ambien? Do I think Rebecca Sugar is a fascist sympathizer? No. Do I blame anybody? 
who comes to the conclusion that she is based on Steven Universe's content. No. Now, I'm going to use this Lily Orchard video as a case study. For That's the voice of Lily Orchard? Yes. Lily. God, it sounds like that other transgender dude we watched the other day, Mahler. Riley? No, Riley no. sounds kind of feminine. No, 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 no not no, Riley. Riley. <laughs> no, What if we no, watch Riley? We... I thought, yo, well, I mean... No, no. Oh, there was a there's a video like a really small video. Who's a fan of Eric? Uh, who made a video on Wolf? Say, <laughs> yeah, he, he tried to say that my my video on Shadow of War was racist because I made a We Was Kangs joke, and then he was like, "I'm a great uh, a big fan of the Lord of the Rings," and then like spouts really? a bunch of who's, really what's really. Name? I'd love to. I don't remember. It's, Damn. He, he just started saying a bunch of really profoundly inaccurate shit about the Lord of the Rings, and I was like, there's no way you were a Lord of the Rings fan. But he was the video was so bad that it's just not even worth covering on EFAP. Um, well, but we'll I'll get you the link in a sec. I know you'll be curious. There you go. Um but yeah, no, we did actually check it out and we it was it was vetted for EFAP and it just, it's not gonna work as to um the it's first, just the first little 12 minutes are just middle, sort of middling ran, ramblings. I mean, he, he doesn't actually get to the point until 21 minutes ago, and then at that point it's just like, I just don't even want to keep watching anymore. Shit, why did we skip so far ahead? God damn it. If you're going to talk about it. For example, a substantial chunk of her video is dedicated to criticizing the fact that Steven Universe goes on extremely long hiatuses punctuated with large bursts of episodes all at once, which makes the show's pacing awkward. In and of itself, this is a perfectly good point, and it's a valid reason to not enjoy watching the show. But then, Lily turns around and blames this on the show's animators and storyboarders, claiming that this is somehow emblematic of their laziness. Hmm. But this is just factually incorrect. The show's crew has repeatedly stated that they have no control over the scheduling of their show and that those decisions are entirely up to the network. I think that's I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that makes it a fact necessarily, but that, that definitely is evidence for the argument. Yeah, no, I would say that's that's a pretty reasonable response to that. Yeah, that's reasonable. And this seems to be something she's passionate about in reverse. She seems to be interested because the fact that she was so specific with this implies to me that she knows a bit about this already, and that's why she's like, this could be the, the reason she made this video. Like, some of this stuff was like, okay, I've definitely got a point here. I just want to add, you know, context for all of it and use some other examples. But I'd be like, yeah, no, that was... Thumbs up. This video regularly performs these kinds of factually incorrect overextensions for... Okay, saying regularly and you've only got one example is, is something that I get a lot. Someone's like, one example of you getting a thing wrong. Your video is all this. I'm like... God, imagine if she watched ER's vi uh, video on... <laughs> On a Steven Universe. Probably break her brain. Well, so someone just said, as someone who hates Lily with a burning passion of a thousand stars, this video is not a good critique of his work. I wouldn't have said that myself, because uh, I haven't seen the Lily's video, her but so work? far, this is... Wait. I don't know who's... Is it her or he? I don't know. I, I can't his, figure it out. His. Like, like, legitimately, I, I don't know which way they're trying to go here. We just say they... Because, <laughs> I just say Lily. <laughs> Because um, like I'm not I'm not trying to be like insulting or memey. It's like I I legitimately and I tend to give people like that who I don't see. Now that you said, what do you mean people like that? Like, I mean trans people. You fuck. Transition. But, I, I, I just I just gonna call it a he because it sounds and looks like a he. Sure. Well, you sound and look like a freaking person, not a not a wolf inside a. A mouth of Sauron outfit. So what's that about, Wolf? Hmm? You see, I get called transphobic, but I, in earnest, want to know 
Like I call I get I call Riley a she. Don't fucking give me that transphobic bullshit. If I call Riley a she, the most insufferable cunt in the universe. See, I, I even call hang on, hang I on. even call Riley her want to be cunt. called a she. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he, she. I, <laughs> you did it. He identifies as like non-binary and a girl simultaneously, See, I, so it doesn't I, make any sense. I am so transfused <laughs> right now. Listen, I even have enough respect for Riley to call her a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, where were we? Yeah, this this is uh, as criticism of Lily's video. I wouldn't even know. I haven't been shown enough. That's that's one what I would say, incomplete criticism, but it has enough argumentation for me to believe that there's more to the story than Lily suggested. But that's probably, what, like less than 1% of Lily's video, so... I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the video. And, you know, you can say the same for me. Uh, my examples in my video were, were singular examples, like against Patrick, I think I had three. Quint and I had, like, one or two, but I suggested the podcast, like, yeah, I get that you can't say a, a whole statement about an entire video, but I don't think I... Point being is that, yeah, I, I've not got my opinion changed about Lily's video from this video. Someone yeah, like, says, I'm a trains man. I identify as a male train. So anyway. <laughs> for example, Lily blames showrunner Rebecca Sugar for designing a contentious scrapped character that many felt evoked racist imagery, despite the fact that the character was created by Lamar. That, they've, that doesn't mean anything. They've just internalized their racism. Don't you know? Maybe you black internalize. Black people don't have the approved right. Why do you think? Why do you think black conservatives catch so much shit because they don't have the approved black position? Like, why do you think gay conservatives get so much shit? It's because gays aren't supposed to be conservative. Was the thing? I mean, if if she fundamentally disagrees and Lily fundamentally like is fully in support, I wouldn't mind seeing them talk about this subject. But discussing things with people is like acid these days. Speaking you know. of discussing things with people is like acid. I need to go. Oh. So <laughs> I'm going to have to bounce. Well, I will catch you later tonight, maybe. I don't know. I'll be back in a number of hours. Very so, well. So have fun with whatever it is you do. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We still have 2,227 people watching. That's crazy. That's great. <laughs> That's great. That's, that's <laughs> that is so, that is simultaneously baffling and at the same time endearing. Yes. And so someone in the chat everybody. said that this girl is non-flinary. Non-flinary? <laughs> oh. Burn, sick burn. But anyway, um so goodbye everybody and more legends is terrible. So I'll catch y'all later. <laughs> See you rag. Looks like you said more legends. Dude, there's a guy who's been asking him why he hates Mortal Engines like every two and a half minutes since we started. I saw Rags when he was like, shut up about Mortal Engines. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right, I guess we'll, 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 we'll carry on. Showrunner Rebecca Sugar for designing a contentious scrapped character that many felt evoked racist imagery, despite the fact that the character was created by Lamar Abrams and Hillary Florido. She then criticizes the animation, pointing out some size inconsistencies in certain characters and a few animation mistakes. Fair, 
But she then ascribes all of the animation errors present on the show to Rebecca Sugar specifically because Sugar draws the keyframes. If you have literally any knowledge of how the animation industry works, you know that this is just not true. You just cannot blame one person for all- See, at this point I'd be like, I'd recommend you actually make a response video. Sounds like you've got some points to make. Sounds like you could probably do a bit of a takedown, sort of. Like, and you could be like, no, I need to talk about it as a whole and to make people aware of having more alertness when listening to reviewers and I'd be like, I agree. Problem is that the person you're going after might even agree with that statement too. And so telling people to be more aware, they'll be like, that message means that I need to really pay attention and figure out what Muller's lying about. And then some other guy goes, I agree. I need to really pay attention and figure out what Quinton's lying about. And those two are like, no, that guy's the liar. No, that guy's the liar. You know, it's just like that Spider-Man picture where they just point at each other. <laughs> so, um... Look, she's about to catch another fly. <laughs> that's, that's the important commentary. All of the animation problems within a show and repeatedly singling out one person expresses more of a personal problem with them than anything supported by fact. Furthermore, Lily claims that Rebecca Sugar stole several game-breaking twists, such as character Rose Quartz being the alter ego of supposedly dead leader Pink Diamond from fans, pointing to the fact that fans had theorized about the twist years before it was revealed. Now, besides the fact that Lily seems to think that foreshadowing working exactly as it was intended to somehow means the show stole the theory from its fans, you would know that this happening is literally impossible if you did even five minutes of light googling on- Okay, so something I just realized. You know how she opened this video with being like, Theory Princess is dumb because of this cell being this way and that's why it's bad. Isn't she kind of doing that to this person's review? I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm saying, isn't she being a little bit inconsistent there? Like, being like, God, people take it way too seriously to, to criticize a, a show to that level. And it's like, you're criticizing her work to that level on a show. Is that any different? I, I wonder if she considers that um, different. I don't know. Probably not. Just say. How long it takes between an animated episode being planned and the episode airing. It can quite literally take over a year for an episode to be written, storyboarded, voice acted, sent to Korea for animation, produced, rendered, and sent off to the network for airing. Sent to Korea for animation. Yeah, I guess it is. I didn't actually know that, but I mean... Hang on, wouldn't it be really difficult to figure out what's going on in the animation if that's the kind of stuff that's going on? You know, in terms of figuring yeah. out who's responsible for what? Yeah, I think that contributed to a lot, a lot of the... Uh the inconsistent animation that someone else someone else pointed it out but the animation is inconsistent like some of the the height differences vary mm -hmm. each person like and part of that was because they outsourced the animation to korea and to north korea <laughs> someone, said I mean, the, someone said the the intro was a joke it's it's uh hyperbolic but like that's my point is the she was satirizing then, right? We all agree on that, right? She wasn't being serious. <laughs> the point was that <laughs> these people go too far. They take like something that's meant for children and they analyze it to death, which is totally something that I get. But I'm just wow, curious. Wow, Avatar was made in Korea? That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that the argument from ER for why it's anime? Uh, well, he said I, it was like know. inspired. He said it was inspired by anime. Uh, uh, anime, like they're they were inspired by anime in certain aspects of the. Animation. That surprises like, me. I, I just assumed that there was like some American studio that like made this stuff. I didn't know they just outsourced everything to Korea. 
that kind of disappoints me a little bit. Looks like it looks like there's a, there's a lot of a lot of people know a lot of different things about this, not just about Steven Universe or about that specific critique video, but also just about Korean animation. This is just stuff I don't know about, so I'm just like, hmm, interesting. Sent to Korea for animation, produced, rendered, and sent off to the network for airing. This means that while the episodes that hinted at Rose being Pink Diamond were airing and theories were developing, the episode revealing the twist was already in production. Lily either doesn't know this because she chose not to do any research, or knows this and does not care because the truth of the matter can't be used to insult Rebecca Sugar. And Fair enough, from what I can tell. I got to see, maybe someone in chat could figure out a bit of a breach there, but it sounded like that all followed. This is a theme that's consistent throughout this video and many others. Lily. Well, Lily talked about that. SU's production team blamed Korean animation team for the animation mistake when SU's production team did not provide sufficient reference in the first place. Okay. Yeah, this feels like this is the kind of thing that I can't really comment on because I'd need more specific information about this show. Clearly hates Rebecca Sugar, calling her a fascism apologist and a thoroughly loathsome person, among other things. Mm. And because of Lily's personal dislike for Sugar, she's turned to ascribing characters and episodes that Sugar didn't even create as like proof of her detestability. In short, she's taken an unconstructive personal opinion and tried to back it up with factually incorrect evidence that she's framed as objectivity. This kind of terror. Ooh, does she actually agree with objectivity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why. This, I don't know why this chick just didn't make make a straightforward response to the, the Lily because that's what se that's what it seems like she has. That's what it seems like she has a beef with is Lily Orchard. Well, that and a bit of had, cinema sins, I guess. Yeah. And a bit of flies. Look, her claws are getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I didn't, I didn't. I thought she, I because I just I'm so used to people being like you can't be objective about art, but she just said that, and it's like ooh. Down video has unfortunately become more and more common. Instead of explaining why something didn't work in a productive way, a lot of this media criticism has devolved into a desire to definitively destroy something. That was a very alliterative sentence. Failures in storytelling or- I would agree with her, but I would have the caveat that it goes both ways. There are people out there who just want to celebrate a thing, no matter what. And is it is it morally better to do either of those things than the other? Uh... Not really. I mean, <laughs> it's, just like, it's just a thing. It's like you either really think one reviewer is going to ruin an entire studio or an or like an actor's career. No, no. And then, in, but then, like, in fairness, um, Mahler, you can attest to this. Uh, Joseph Anderson, like, kind of fucked with the sales of Soma for his criticism. Yeah, I'll never argue that he fucking ruined frictional or anything like, or, or damaged even. Well, I, no, I, I should say they like, damaged his reputation it, to a small degree, because there's people in his comment section who are like, I was gonna pick this up, but thanks for, you know, helping me avoid it. It's like, hmm. And then you could be like, but Mauler, there's people who say that in your comment sections about stuff like The Predator, and then I'd be like, but I was accurate with The Predator. I didn't lie about it. <laughs> he like, <laughs> he'd be like, prove that Joseph Addison lies. I'd be like, well, I mean, I got a series of videos. <laughs> if you want to go watch it, it's up to you. Uh, now they're now they're calling this girl your new waifu. I've seen, I've seen. Apparently, it arouses me if someone says objectivity. <laughs> That's how that works. That was a very alliterative sentence. Failures in storytelling or animation are frequently ascribed to one singular person. This is a common theme in nostalgia critic reviews, and creators are often described with personal attacks on their character. And, and she's right about that because uh, I was actually watching uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom with my sister and her boyfriend who rarely visit but they they, they were here and, and he's like um, a special effects art director he's he's had work in a lot of films 
and I said I really like the cinematography in Fallen Kingdom, and then I said, um, but then again, I think J.A. Bona is a pretty good director in general. Like, not amazing, but he's got a couple of books. And then uh, he was like, that's not the director. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, the cinematography would be the cinematographer, the guy who... The, 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 there's another word for it, but he's basically like, that's who did that, not the director. And it's like, oh yeah, and, and I clarified, and I was like, that kind of does happen. We ascribe, like, errors sometimes to people that might not be responsible. For example, it's like, who's more responsible for the script of The Last Jedi? The guy who created it, or the person who approved the script? Guy who created it. You sure? Yeah. I, well, damn it. Well, the guy We're... who approved it is definitely dumb, but no one could possibly... <laughs> I mean, and look, that's one kind of dumb, but Ryan is a special kind of dumb, since he was the one that actually had to make that script. It just, it's interesting to me, because it's like, well, of course it's his fault. He created it, and it's like, but of course it's her fault, because she approved it. She could have stopped it. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's both their fault. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that's, that's the conclusion. Then you'd be like, okay, what about, and you find out there's a guy called John, who did a bunch of rewrites, and he put all the worst stuff in there. It's like, oh, I guess that was, oh, I guess that was kind of his fault more so then. I it's mean, like, yeah. technically, this is all George Lucas's fault for selling it in the first place. And then it's all whoever's fault was, who were his parents, and then their parents, and then their parents, because they created George to have made that. You're just like, oh, fuck, we can't do this. <laughs> you go all, you, you like keep going it. back to the bloodlines, the bloodlines, <laughs> back to, like, Jesus, and it's like, Jesus's fault. <laughs> You nutted inside of Martha Lucas and fucked us all. <laughs> now we have to watch this shit. So you go to the grandmother of George Lucas for some reason. She's just still alive, but really odd. It's like, Last Jedi, you throw it in her face. This is your fault. She's so <laughs> sorry. You just hang the bitch over a balcony <laughs> like you bitch. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm looking at that, that mark on her door, and now I just expect Jared to come through like, <laughs> anyways, guys. <laughs> Oh, Jared. And because this media criticism is often made by people who are uninformed about the entertainment industry and have chosen not to do any research, they feel more like personal opinions than well-substantiated essays. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, this illusion of authority has real effects. As it turns out, as long as you speak in an authoritative tone of voice, have some cool background music going on, and play some clips from whatever it is you're talking oh, about, another fly. people tend to assume you know what you're doing. That applies to literally, like, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny she said that because H. Boba guy admitted to that in his video. He said, I speak authoritatively sometimes because I find it to be a more persuasive way of presenting my argument. He said that one for one. And it's not that he's wrong, it's just that for me I was just like, yeah, you, you, you pose as assertive for, for comments you're not even sure about, and that's kind of the problem. Um, I usually try and change my language up when I'm doing something like a fact versus something that's unsubstantiated versus a feeling. I will usually try and go from, you know, this is X to, I kind of felt this was X uh, in my videos. And I think it's an important distinction because, yeah, if you speak authoritatively about anything and you're completely wrong, there will be someone who goes, hmm, sounds like he's right. He's probably right. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> stop. That's not to say everyone who uses this structure is being disingenuous. A mm -hmm. lot of great video essayists use this structure. I use this structure. And it's precisely the fact that people are imitating this structure, imitating the aesthetic of a well-supported essay, but their actual content is filled with inaccurate information and personal attacks that is so deeply frustrating. Now, just to be clear, everyone is entitled to their own opinions about Let whatever they Let the fly want. go! <laughs> <laughs> it's like your major concern. <laughs> 
top comment is like Wolf being like, what happened to the fly? Explain. <laughs> we need evidence. Personal <laughs> I'd love so to see like a bunch of people like go to her video and like respectfully say, please let the flies leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you've done this. <laughs> she, she starts looking at the comments and she's like, what fly? <laughs> Deeply frustrating. Now, just to be clear, everyone is entitled to their own opinions about whatever they watch, and I'm not saying you're not allowed to complain about something you didn't like if you're not an expert on the entertainment industry. On the other hand, these people frequently frame their personal opinions as objective truth. It's not, I don't like Steven Universe, it's Steven Universe is objectively horrible. You might be able to get away with that if you're backing up whatever you're saying with- I like that Eric thought this was a crit criticism of me, but a lot of this is what's this kind of stuff I say. I'm like, yeah, you can say you don't like something, but it's a difference between that and saying it's objectively bad. She seems to think that you can say something's objectively bad as long as you prove it. You getting that impression? I know I am. Yeah. I don't think she's mm -hmm. saying you can't. <laughs> Evidence like Lindsay Ellis and other video essayists do. But when your video is just about trying to tear something you don't like down, instead of providing any real analysis, it's not reasonable to frame what you're saying as if it's just objectively correct. Overall, YouTube allows pretty much anyone to make videos and talk about things that interest them, and mm -hmm. that's overwhelmingly a good thing because it makes knowledge more accessible and doesn't restrict one's ability to express oneself to a select few with connections. It wouldn't be right to claim that only people who review movies for newspapers for a living or people working in the entertainment industry are allowed to criticize things, and it's great that more people are able to build a platform based on well-made content. The downside of that is that anyone who knows enough tricks to sound authoritative can be taken seriously. <laughs> it's funny because I'd say like, yeah, you're right, H-Pobagai does do that. And she's like, no, no, he's a good one. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, sorry, I thought, oh. <laughs> Even when there's very little substance Leave little there. Dutch boy alone. <laughs> I mean, if I were a casual viewer watching Lily Orchard's video and I hadn't done any research into how the animation industry- People are saying you are objectively in love. <laughs> this is going to be a meme now, isn't it? You know, Mola, judging from this video, I think you should bring her over. What does that mean? <laughs> you can't... Mauler, don't. She's Canadian. You can't side with the enemy. This is true. This is very true. And she'll just apologize, no matter what, anyway. Get that strawberry shortcake going. <laughs> Even when there's very little substance there. I mean, if I were a casual viewer watching Lily Orchard's video and I hadn't done any research into how the animation industry worked, I probably would have believed her when she said the show's animation was bad because of Rebecca Sugar. Kind of like how a lot of critics will say a thing and people don't realize and then they think the thing. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. This is, this is, we get into a problem now. She's starting to say stuff I, I can't disagree with and so we just play and approve. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do anything. I'd be like, yeah, it's true. That That is a bad See, thing. Chat, chat, when you ask us to play good videos, this is why we can't. <laughs> this is what happens. We just go, yeah. Because so then we're just like, well, yeah. Because like, what are we supposed to respond to? <laughs> People are only interested in tearing down something they hate, and they do so in a way where they frame their personal opinion as objective truth. They're not creating a positive contribution to media criticism. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that. It depends. You could have a, a character who's solely about ripping things apart. Like, I don't think Plinkett's ever done a positive review. He could argue he's only doing negative ones. But he has plenty of constructive criticism. And what if during your angry rant, you suggest improvements? You're like, this was stupid, but you could have done this and it could have been better. You know, you'd be like, oh, that was constructive. As long as they're at least a little bit, surely that you could say that it's uh, slightly, yeah. So I'd say that's contextual. But I know that Eric thinks that applies to me because I like 
a lot of people have been saying like why are you outwardly hating tfa and i'm like it's not gonna be that at all in this whole series and i don't intend to do that i don't think i did that with tlj series i i think there were three instances where i said this isn't bad <laughs> in the movie there was like three five second moments where i was like hey this is pretty good and hey wolf did that too his opening for his tlj video that was his first one you said a whole bunch of good things didn't you yeah well two <laughs> see two <laughs> two guys see it's not about thinking up ways media could be better or helping foster empathy for other people it's just disingenuous and frustrating <laughs> so <laughs> the implied fly said i beg of you e fappers avenge me and my brothers <laughs> the implied fly <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing criticism it's not about thinking up ways media could be better or helping foster empathy for other people it's just disingenuous and frustrating and it contributes to a culture of personal attacks and misinformation youtube is great because Till anyone do. can make a video and talk about Till whatever do. they want and youtube is terrible because anyone can make a video and talk about whatever they want mm -hmm. as a whole the nature of this website has shaped the way we criticize things and has even shaped the way tv shows and movies are made there is a lot of still I'm still waiting for proof for that other than the russo brothers i accept the russo brothers a little bit but really great work on YouTube centered around analyzing and criticizing various forms of media, be it looking at the technical elements that went into making certain shows, thinking about the real-world implications of certain art forms, or focusing on story and performance. But there's also a lot of work that doesn't seem concerned with making good content and instead focuses on either low-effort criticism that generates the most clicks or tearing down art that the reviewer personally doesn't like. Both of these types of work are often filled with incorrect information that might not be immediately obvious to a viewer. And She's being really careful with the script. I can't really complain here. She's like, it can be, it often is, it blah blah blah. It's like... Yeah, as long as she can prove singular uh, times where these things happen, she's not necessarily wrong, and I know that I can do that, so... Help, guys. Yeah. Rip into her. We have to attack her. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be evil. Uh, alright, alright, I got something, I got something. Bitch, iron out your fucking posters! <laughs> they <laughs> curl up on the goddamn wall! <laughs> oh, I, you know what, you're right. They are, they are wobbly. Maybe it's a part of the, like, hippie aesthetic that makes you go for mixed with Doctor Who, you know? Get them all wavy. What? what? Does that have to do with ugly ass poster oh, wait. I thought you meant that they're like wibbly, you know, like the What do you mean by yeah. iron out your posters? <laughs> like they're they're fucking they're fucking curling on the wall for some reason. Yeah, How but if she's it? if she's going for the Doctor Who look, maybe it's supposed to be all curly, huh? How about that? I, I I'd have no fucking clue how that how it how it, <laughs> how it correlates with Doctor Who. I'm just picturing you in the room like, no, that is not an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Get your eye out. Like, I'll fix this shit. And both of these criticisms often have a lot of aesthetic similarities to more well-made content and present their opinions as objective fact. That is bad. Now, mm -hmm. I know CinemaSins isn't going to stop making nitpick videos anytime soon, and people aren't going to stop watching them either. I'm not asking anyone who watches this to unsubscribe from their favorite channel. But we should remember that those channels are kind of like potato chips. They're a fun snack, and there's nothing wrong with enjoying them, but just because they're easy to digest doesn't mean we should think they're healthy and have them for every meal. I'm if a Dorito, excuse you. <laughs> like I'm a sun chip. Also, I, I I left for just a second, but I still heard you. Um, obviously, her posters are just like Jared, like like gluing his Hot Wheels to the wall. <laughs> we we try to eye them out for her. Jared's like, no, 
They're like that by design. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can take one thing from my video, it would be to check out some really great media criticism channels as well, and I've linked some of my favorites in the description. The mm -hmm. potato chip metaphor has made me hungry, so I think I'm gonna go grab some and binge some Lindsay Ellis. Or do some more mm, Calarts That's Google. a bad I thing to binge. Onto something here. <laughs> I tried to watch her Beauty and the Beast review and I couldn't get the it's a word salad like you're just going yeah shit. i didn't get it's, it i was watching her i didn't under i wasn't following like it's like a ramble her video on uh beauty and the beast i was trying i was having struggling following it i couldn't even understand what the film did like i was like yeah that was that was the video i watched after her hobbit videos and her hobbit actually really really good and yeah, then i, I watched the the beauty and the beast one and i was like what what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing, not hating on Lindsay Ellis as a whole, just saying, you know, because there are videos that yeah. Wolf has made that I don't like, probably, and vice versa is probably true. Like, everyone's capable of making bad videos. It's totally cool. Just, uh... Yeah, that's all. It's <laughs> 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 really like I finished with my point to make a point. Like, oh, oh, no oh point. someone said she'll take a potato chip and eat it! <laughs> I think Quentin. Do either of you understand Quinton, that one? I don't. I don't. I don't follow. What's that? I think that's. Isn't that a? It's a Death Note. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I don't yeah. watch some, anime. Some I'm, not, anime. I'm not aware. A weeb is it? That's what they call. Okay, well, creatures. you and me need to watch. You and me need to watch Death Note because I read the manga and it's we awesome. We already need to watch oh. a whole bunch of other things, Wolf. We're going yeah, to I know. One at a oh, time. and chat, chat. I know you've been asking me if you, uh, if I've read Berserk. I actually did just buy the first like volume of berserk i haven't read it yet but i do own it now oh there, there you go. go just so mm -hmm. people will stop asking this, me there's still 30 seconds left is this just credits special yep. thank you to my patreon supporters what, you, what, what, what was that about <laughs> <laughs> look uh i can't what in the world it okay i'm, I'm skipping that name alex wenberg amelia anthony payone Caleb Burgess, David, Denise Riffle. What are you? Why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh. Well, yeah. That was the video. Uh. What do you? What do you reckon, Wolf? What? Of the video, you <laughs> fucking retard. What do you think of the video? Uh, it was kind of rambly. Like I, I, some of the things I didn't necessarily disagree with. She just didn't really provide any like examples or evidence to her points yeah the most subs substantive stuff came in with cinema sins i think and then the the um like the steven universe stuff and then there was a lot of statements that were things i wouldn't be able to poke a hole in but then lots where we could like me and rags had a field day with some of those statements it's, uh, yeah it's like you know <laughs> this is arbitrary but like it's like it's an okay video it's okay uh, that's yeah, probably the best rating we've ever had on EFAP. <laughs> it's better than Quentin. By far. Yeah. He's, he's linked as her recommended, one of her recommended reviewers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this makes the video worse. It's like, I want to like you, but I can't. <laughs> I am not a weeb, also baller. Here, this is one punch, man. <laughs> In my video, it's like, I was joking. Oh god, all the one punch... The fact that you talked about anime, now everyone's going to be like, see, he is an alt writer because he likes anime. How that, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, people tend to equate uh, people who watch anime with the alt-right. I'm not I sure think why. I think it has something to do with Asian girls. 
and like like oh you, oh you're like alt writers uh apparently to these people are like associated with like weird sexual fetishes with Asian girls and shit like that. I don't know. I just thought it was like an art style. I just like it. <laughs> I mean, like you know, when it comes to alt writers, that's I mean that's how. Like jackasses, like I, I don't know why they. I, don't, I just don't know why they 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 tie the two together that way. It's just it's dumb. Oh, you know what I just realized? There's that meme from uh, Major Lee where he, everyone was saying like something, but with women, like that changes the thing itself. So like, <laughs> I just realized you could call this EFAP with women. <laughs> like we, we, yeah, it's the first one we, we've ever had a female content creator odd ad criticized. That's yeah, we're talking to one and talking about one. It's amazing <laughs> the way you presented that is like we've talked to one of these creatures and we're also placing <laughs> one on the screen. <laughs> yeah, we're fi we finally covered women, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, well, I mean, next time they'll be like, okay, but have you ever had uh, a dinosaur? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't, these ridiculous requests. I was gonna say I'm gonna have to read some of these super chats now. This is gonna. You guys are welcome to get drinks or go to toilet or whatever. I'm just gonna try. This and is where the through. fun begins. So mm -hmm. I was listening to Hugo and Jake be dumb about the saga on Patreon thing. EFAP went live and saved me. Have shekels. I. Oh, Hugo and Jake. What? Oh. I didn't just... know that you could have. I'm curious to see their take on that now because I've not really. People I mean... who don't like Sargon are supporting Sargon on this one, as far as I it's know. It's weird because it's like. I I like them, but it's like every time they talk about something that isn't about religion, then it's like mm, stop, please. <sighs> yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll have to. Yeah, they've got. Does Patreon have a right to refuse service? I guess. So, well, I'll have to check that out. See what they say. Mola, please speak in your Patrick Willems voice in the next five minutes. Bilbo Baggins. I don't like speaking that way. It's uh, it's like plot holes don't actually matter. It's like, uh... <laughs> I have, I have a really bad hairline. <laughs> I mean, you, you do have a really bad hairline. Got... I, lo I look like Moby. Oh, now you're just being racist. Moby. Just because he's white, you say he looks like Moby? Wow. <laughs> uh, can't remember who recommended Ori, but I'm curious how you think it compares to Hollow Knight. I think both games are great. Oh, that's definitely me. Um, I haven't finished Hollow Knight. I really haven't played much of Hollow Knight, but from what I have played, they're not really comparable because Hollow Knight's more combat focused, whereas Ori's more platformer focused. And a lot of people tend to give Ori shit for not having good combat when it's not the point at all. I can agree with you on that. I prefer Ori, and it's probably because I absolutely adore the art style, even though I think oh, that... The, the art, the story, the music everything. I love that game. But I was going to say, I'd have to play both of them again to give a solid Yeah, I like Hollow Knight, though. Yeah. It, I just like it for different reasons. Uh, anyone here read Seamus Young's blog? Who's that? I've never heard of him. What's your opinion on his 50 chapters of Mass Effect Trilogy Retrospective? I'm afraid I do not know who that is. Um, and it looks like the other two do not as well. Membership? Ooh, sounds cool. I finally get to listen live after weeks of catching them late. Hope y'all are okay and enjoyed the holidays. Uh, did, did you guys have a good holiday? Yeah. Well, yo, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna cut you off and say I don't care, but then you already said yeah. So, it's like, <laughs> damn it, you ruined my joke. Uh, but yes, no, holidays have been fun. And yeah, membership is essentially 
subscribing for YouTube. And um, it's just an alternative to Patreon, which is what uh, I was hoping would help out with people who really don't agree with Patreon right now, which I understand there's a lot of people. But the the reasoning that it's actually worth it is just for the Jared memes. I, I, want, I don't think he knows about this yet. I want him to come in and see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, random question, have any of you seen Watership Down? I think all of us probably have. No. Not in a very, very long time. Oh. Well, he's seen it, not in a long time. I've seen it, but not in quite a while, to be honest. But, uh... Yeah, basically every, every, everything that film has as reputation is just gonna get <laughs> repeated years. It's like, yeah, it's horrifying for kids to watch. Yeah, and they watched it as a kid, so... Yeah. Oh, and yeah, the membership thing, there's a link in description, and it takes you to my gaming page on YouTube, and then you have to click join, and that's how you get the membership. For some reason, it's not on the main page because YouTube said it's still glitched and they haven't fixed it yet. That's what I was told. Um... But, do you know what they first told me, by the way, was that, um, you're not eligible? And I was like, what do you mean? They were like, well, if it's not showing up, you're not eligible. And I was like, but I've got this message that literally says that I have memberships and I tested it and it works. <laughs> they were like, oh, I guess it just doesn't show up then. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, guys. But, uh, it's supposed to be, like, I'm not the only channel that has this as a problem, so. Eventually. We did it, guys. We finally got EFAP with women. Oh, there you go. The memes. Someone nailed it already. You're gonna watch the Vader fan film. I saw the teaser trailer. Have you seen this, Wolf? I've heard of it. I haven't looked into it. If enough people are like, it's utterly amazing, then I guess I'll, I'll check it out. But I haven't heard too much uh, from it. Shinobi put back his videos for response to Fallen Kingdom as well as making new ones. You're gonna see those. We So, we may as well say it in the, in the podcast. We've said it on Discord, I think. But uh, we're not gonna cover Shinobi again. He lost his mind when we covered him. Uh... Not that he had too much of a mind to lose, but it, it was pretty bad. Like, that man does not understand what criticism is. He just fucking goes crazy. Uh, so it's yeah, probably and best I, we leave I've him alone. Yeah, and I've pointed out, like, he he's making up uh, attacks against him. He posted on Twitter a bunch of comments, like, mocking his voice. And he said, people posted these on my channel, but you can, like, literally find them on the EFAP video itself, not his videos. Which isn't to say so, that there probably is uh, comments that are offensive, quote-unquote, on his video, but there's loads of constructive comments, too. And do, what do you want me to say? Like, let, let's just go through all, all three of us here right now could go search our comment section for offensive stuff, could we not? It's, it's just like, it comes with the territory, and you'd be like, yeah, but you directed them to it. It was like, we did the disclaimer, we said to leave them alone. At this point, you're advocating for no criticism across the board, and he criticized Wolf, so... Which, by the way... He cheaply criticized me and Wolf, so it, it's, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's we're in that position really where we're like, can you let us know when we're allowed to criticize somebody because your rules are retarded? It's like you just keep telling us like we can't do it for X reason that doesn't make sense. Anyway, onto a really positive comment. This is my first podcast. I'd rather coat a man's arm in gorilla glue, have him fist me up his elbow, wait for the glue Whoa. to drive, and then yank his arm out as hard as he can, than quit watching EFAP. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't, um... Um, okay. Who's the most beautiful of the podcast? Uh, this person said, hit one for Wolf. They haven't even offered options. <laughs> I, I mean, I would, I would argue I'm, like, objectively the ugly, but okay. Wow. That's offensive to people who like to be ugly who are here. So. Why would you like to be ugly? <laughs> Can't watch today, but I'll certainly watch this three times later and not be bored. I love that that's still going. 
<laughs> Stupid me provide everything. Uh, I don't see a join button on your channel. Yeah, you find it through the gaming link. It's in the description, and like I said, it's weird, and probably why we won't have many members, because it's, like, convoluted to actually get there. But it's worth it for the Jared emotes. Uh, you guys should read the comments. Give people what they really want. Oh, fuck, that's a reference to YouTube Rewind, isn't it? <laughs> God, did you guys see the fixed rewind from PewDiePie? Yep. I was like, he actually, I thought it was sort of a joke that I watched, I was like, he actually managed to pull off what I would consider to be much closer to what YouTube Rewind should be. So that's pretty cool. If he keeps doing that every year, he, YouTube will probably get pissed. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> uh, we'll probably deplatform de him entirely. Could you imagine the outrage if they booted PewDiePie off YouTube? Oh, yeah. <laughs> YouTube would just sweet. immediately crumble. I was gonna say, <laughs> if he actually set up another place to stay, I think a bunch of creators would join him in protest. Mm -hmm. That could kill YouTube, thinking about it. A lot of people ask what could kill YouTube. It's like, if they booted PewDiePie for some reason, that could kill YouTube. Yeah, he'd probably be so pissed he'd, he'd start his own, <laughs> his, his own his own website. Uh, birthday stream, yeah, keep up the good work, guys. Happy Jesus Stick Day, by the way. That's a deep mm -hmm. meme. The Jesus stick things from my Outlast series. Uh, how much do we have to pay to get Jared onto EFAP? My life isn't complete without it. I I don't know if we could have him on EFAP. What do you reckon, Wolf? Oh, I think he'd be up for it. I think we should just we should go back to watching Jared videos in general because he's all. He's what? He's all for it. Oh, he, uh... he likes it. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea of bringing him on and then having him suggest videos we cover just we, to see how yeah, his we commentary need, goes. We need to just see. Yeah, that would be a great one. Uh, Roses are red. You guys are famous. I'm warning you, Ragsy. Prepare your anus. Beautiful. <laughs> poor, poor Rags. The path to objective to... logical criticism is so powerful some consider it to be unnatural. That's a reference <laughs> to that Star Trek movie, isn't it? Totally. <laughs> Um, oh, and someone mentioned, sorry, I, I missed who it was, but someone mentioned the Monkey Jones thing. Um, Rags has been away since we said about it to the 28th, and obviously we've got Christmas, New Year's stuff going on, so I think we're still going on State of the YouTube podcast, me and Rags together. I'm not sure 100% though, so it might be happening. Big you fan, big, big fan of you guys' stream, even tough, even though I can't catch all of it live and we'll have to watch... The other eight hours due to time zones later. Free real estate. Well, yeah, fair enough. Thank you. I really like all your content, but I would appreciate some more long-form videos. Come on, get it together. I mean, they're coming. <laughs> it was two hours and 40 minutes. It's not like it was short. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Darth, Jared, Genesis. Rag sounds like a 12-years-old Jordan Peterson. They did amazing the way they did it. 12-year-old <laughs> Jordan Peterson? Come on, he doesn't even sound like Kermit the f <laughs> Um, I find what you just said offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Opinions on the Stalker Games movie? Have you got one, Wolf? Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but I read uh, the book, Roadside Picnic. I really loved that. And the Stalker Games, first one is amazing, second one sucks, third one is amazing. Well, there you go. I got no connection to Stalker, but Alex has wanted me to play it for like a million years. Oh, it's so good. Gotta mod it, but it's so good. Oh my god, he's a queer. <laughs> Somebody said that as a super chat. I had to do it in the voice. Was <laughs> was not expecting one this week. Love you guys. Keep up the hard work and happy new year. Thank you, James. And yeah, we weren't intending to do one, but we figured out we actually had a slot. This is like the only available time, and it wasn't even wholly available for rags. Uh, love the duel from Attack of the Queers. 
<laughs> that's to the right to the last one uh, i honestly like this fight scene until you brought up how choreographed it was still like it but i agree darth male fight is much better i yeah i mean i don't i don't think i'm comfortable in saying the throne room fight is good anymore there's so many chore choreography mistakes like it's <laughs> just throwing away his stick <laughs> <laughs> like, look if kylo looked at him at that fight in the middle of it's just like thanks like, <laughs> Um, hi Rag. Hello there, I'll be watching this tomorrow in the middle of a Camelot series marathon. Best French TV show ever. You guys have a great night and a fantastic New Year's Eve. Thank you very much. I feel like today's media, especially Western cartoons, have very low standards and more people are just willing to accept it. Also, great CNJ Longbone. Hey, there you go. Hey! That, that means... was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> that means an invasion. Someone de defended Cantobite's scene by saying that that the horror scene from Empire was also irrelevant to the plot and doesn't move it. Your thoughts? What's the horror scene from Empire? Uh, when I think Luke... he might be talking about the cave. How is that irrelevant? How's that horror? I guess... I mean, I guess you can say it's creepy-ish, maybe? Yeah, because we're as the audience, we're like, holy shit, is that fucking Darth Vader right there? Like, what the hell? Like, oh no, Luke might die, but then it's like, wait, Luke was Darth Vader? You're like, what does this mean? It's all metaphor. But irrelevant, like Canto Bites irrelevant, I wouldn't go that far. I'd have to hear what they mean by irrelevant to the plot. Um, I miss official Mola. Wait, what? I mits? I is? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I something. Official Mola is the Sargon of the media review crew. Everybody hates him for no reason. Good luck after you get kicked off Patreon. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you, you put out a tweet, right? Like, you've taken a hit thanks to this, the Patreon stuff with Sargon. Uh, Lauren. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, a couple people, like two people, drop you know, drop my patron mm -hmm. page, but eh, it's okay. Was well, the thing I got uh, the same thing happened for um, quite a few people, and I, I was just like, they were like apologizing. I was like, you don't have to really apologize. I I understand the principle of not wanting to have any money go to Patreon. The unfortunate yeah. thing is, there's not an easy decision for us to find like an equally good position to sort of take. It's it's just. It sucks, and uh, it's right. complicated. But we understand. Um, loving the live stream, boys. Keep up the good work. Looking forward to a playthrough of Colonial Marines. Please dissect it to your heart's content. I mean, it's not <laughs> like it's going to be a, an analysis. We'll probably just be fucking riffing on it, right? <laughs> Running through. It, it'll around. just be fun. We, we played uh, two missions, was it? Or was it just that one in the DLC? I yeah, I think it was... We did two. I can't remember, but we... Um, <laughs> We yeah, where we fun. both like fit into the same locker, and then the one guy <laughs> dies, and then the black guy's like, "Come on, man!" And you get the headset, and then the black guy suddenly has the headset too for no reason. Oh, fun, fun time. Uh, H bomber guy was on movie circle jerk sniping at a TFA review. H bomber guy doesn't like to acknowledge my existence, except when he wants to tweet snide shit at me. You know that that comment in my video where he said um, something like, "Someone said like they they watched ten minutes of my video." And they knew it was awful. And then I was just like, how the fuck would you know it's awful if you only watched 10 minutes? And then H. Palmer guy said, you know, when you have a meal and you, when you eat a part of the meal and you realize that it's not going to taste good, you stop eating the meal. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, but if you eat a fucking potato and tell the chef that the whole thing was awful, he was just gonna be like, you didn't even eat the rest of it. What do you mean? <laughs> it's like, well, I just like the potato. And uh, he didn't respond. It's, it's always like, why do you never respond? We can have a conversation. Do you know what those are? It's like, eh, whatever. 
Mola, would you like TLJ a bit more if it turned out Snoke was a self-made Sith as much as Rey is a self-made Jedi? The Force, like life, finds a way? Interested in y'all's opinion on that thought. I mean, I'm not... Snoke's power level isn't too much of a concern for me. You could just tell me that he's been around since before Palpatine. He's been in the shadows. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, you just need to tell us something. Yeah, it's, it's less the power level. It's more how he managed to screw everything up for all of our heroes and how he managed to resurrect the First Order. That's the stuff I'm like, how do you do that? Objective scum. P.S. <laughs> you're my favorite <laughs> critic at the moment. Thank you. Muller is Jesus, as confirmed by Rags. Why snipe at petty things if you can take better shots? An actual quote by a military marksman. Well, there you go. Well, that, that's a little bit different from the sniping we're talking. How is it any different to comment on a YouTube video than to shoot a target with a sniper rifle? Explain that, uh, Wolf. Well, one dies. <laughs> <laughs> We all die. With One dies horribly. <laughs> the video, you mean? Oh. The guy was wearing body armor. Uh, sorry, but I have to go to the DMV and learn some hyperdrive. Want wanted to stay, might come back before the end. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Do Steve Shy's video on Star Trek Discovery? Oh I God, I don't want to do a Steve Shy's video. <laughs> I haven't even seen Star Trek Discovery, so. Uh, Crystal. I, I did one video on it. Oh. Yeah, it's a little piece of shit video. <laughs> I got covered. I, I think I think I did pretty decent. I'm sure it's amusing. Crystal Skull is as good as the other indie films. Wrong. <laughs> Where did this come from? Do we ever discuss Indiana Jones? But I mean, fuck, that is a controversial opinion. Uh, but anyway, guys, I'm here. It's not to a controversial sure. opinion. It's a wrong opinion. Did you say that? It's clearly better. There's aliens. When were the aliens in the other ones? Hmm? Well, Shia LaBeouf was also in it, but that doesn't make it better. Shia LaBeouf. Anyway, guys, I'm here to be cheered up after the depression. SFO's video on MasterCard shenanigans. GG2, Electric Boogaloo, loved the new Molavid. Well, thank you. This person's called Centrist Glass Cannon. Interesting name. I love all of you guys and can't wait for more content. That means you, Rags. Muller, have you seen the original 12 Angry Men? I saw... I'm not sure if that's the original. I think it is, but yes. I talked about it on one of the EFAPs, I think. 12 Angry Men. I need to watch that again. I liked it. I believe that people feel obligated to defend The Last Jedi out of affiliation rather than any artistic standard or personal conviction. I think that definitely applies to some, but I think there are people out there who, who do believe that The Last Jedi is good. Like, we accept that, right, Wolf? <laughs> people out there who actually thought the film was very well made, right? Yeah, it's just I don't respect those people. Um... New challenge. You get to insert one, in my opinion, into any line of dialogue in Revenge of the Sith. Where'd you put it? <laughs> I have to do it. You guys got any suggestions? What was the question again? Uh, you get to ew. put, in my opinion, at the end of any piece of dialogue in Revenge of the Sith. You are the chosen one. In my opinion. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to think do of it. something. In my opinion. <laughs> he's, he too was... he's too dangerous to be left alive. In my in opinion. My opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of fun. Once more, the Sith shall rule the galaxy, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> they left me scarred and deformed, in my opinion. <laughs> this is how liberty dies, in my opinion. <laughs> All I'm so sorry, in my opinion. All these statements just make the next to them just look at them like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> you sent him here to kill me! In my opinion. 
look, I get the wolf is the mouth of Sauron, but dude, brush your teeth. Also, Rag's video when? Oh. Don't tell me what to do. That, Rag said it was New Year's Eve, right? Was that the intention? I think he said that. What? I think Rag said he's doing a new video on New Year's Eve. I think. Oh, I don't know. He said like a week ago, two weeks. Oh, well. It's, <laughs> I'm it, kind of confused. It's on the way, I don't know. So uncivilized, in my opinion. <laughs> I've watched your TFA intro three times now and I wasn't bored. It's nice to have 30 years of EFAPing condensed into three hours. Here's to 2019. A lot of people said that the intro felt like EFAP condensed. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of it was thanks to EFAP that I knew about these things. Uh, careful you don't get flagged by YouTube for duplicate content. Um, I think what we're doing totally counts as transformative, surely. Not like we're stealing. And we even promoted a guy earlier, so... And you know, to be honest, you know, if you guys want to, this, this person's content, um, I forget the name of the channel, I think, was it Sarah Z? Uh, mm -hmm. you can go check her out, see if you want to like the other videos, I don't think it's a bad channel. Like, obviously we're not going to promote someone like Quinton when he's like outwardly lying about me and Rags. But this person seems to be relatively on, okay, relatively on point, you can, you know, that's a, that's a partial promotion, there you go. We're not always so mean, is, is kind of what I'm trying to get at here. <laughs> Constantly trying to account for the fact that we're awful. Uh, is the Fallout video coming from Rags? How often do Bethesda... How, given how often Bethesda is screwing up, do you think you'll be finished before next Christmas? Like I said, give it a week, I think, is probably where he's aiming to get it within. Uh, Wolf sounded like an edgy teenager when he talked about Aquaman. The movie was faithful to the comic and had the qualities of an epic tale. Yeah, I don't care if it has the qualities of an epic tale. So does the room, but you know, <laughs> I mean, look, Aquaman is. I I would have to make like, I could go full Mauler on that movie. That, that movie is awful. It's it's like hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's awful. Don't don't try and tell me that movie's objectively good. Yeah, and no, I haven't seen it, but I from the plot summary I got from Wolf, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, the, the the prologue alone is a fever dream, but oh, all all the times they well, rip off other movies, they've ripped off Green Your Dragon too, like a serious plot point from it. Uh, the whole the whole mom dressing up as like a, a monster and being in some secluded place, and uh, that they recognize each other even though Aquaman was three years old at the time. Uh, they ripped that off from How to Train Your Dragon too. They ripped off direct quotes from other movies like. Uh, they just they switched a couple words out from Braveheart and applied it to a fucking CGI crab person. I mean, it's funny, it's hilarious, but it's not good. I mean, like, wouldn't the, wouldn't the husband have pictures of her, and that's how like he was? Yeah, but well, that's the thing. That's that's the thing is she recognizes Aquaman. Yeah, well, she knows her own kid. <laughs> but he was three years old at the time that she well, left. Uh like oh this 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 racially ambiguous guy that I raised to be like the next king of Atlantis. So I wonder what he looks like Wait, now. Wait, how, how's he racially ambiguous though? He's... But you know, well you know what he is, but like in the movie you don't really know what he is. <laughs> he a fish man. <laughs> he's just he's just Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know his uh, where, where he's from. Jason Momoa is he? Yeah, I think he's Hawaiian in real life. Uh huh. Um. But yeah, I mean, Wolf, everyone clearly wants you to make a video on it, so uh, off you yeah, go. I don't know if I'll ever make a video again, I don't know. Uh, my issue with Mola's reviews is that after I watch them, everyone else's reviews seem vapid and uninformed, is there, and there noth is nothing to watch now. 
Oh, you guys, there's plenty of good people out there. There's that wolf yeah, you, guy. Yeah, there's, uh, there's ER. I mean, he only uploads twice a year, but there's ER. <laughs> there's, there's Rags, there's Jay Longbone. All the people on EFAP who've guested, I'm not biased against these people. Yeah, there, there's That's Lyle McDouchebag, only he only reviews things like once every three years. <laughs> there's loads of people. There's just nobody who takes a million years to make stuff that like a million year movie review, you know? That's 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 my that's my territory. No one's allowed to do that now. Uh, hey Muller, I fixed your pillowcase. Oh, these are the weird comments. Muller, did you know yeah. that? Yeah, your breathing has a whistle to it when you sleep. It's <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. Uh, isn't that the same as saying Catcher in the Rye convinced someone to kill the president? So, that's the thing that happened, right? I don't know. Someone read a book and decided to try and kill the president? I, I, I don't know, but yes. Um, <laughs> assuming the book has no connection, it doesn't call for violence or anything, and someone just goes, I felt like doing that, and therefore the book is responsible. It's like, what? Uh, this is with real EFAP starts. Happy New Year, EFAP. <laughs> if criticism's killed, then should PewDiePie be dead? I don't know, but what? <laughs> hey, Wola, hey, Rags, <laughs> sup, Wolf, and hello, new person. Could you guys check out White Light's critique on Darksiders 2? It's three hours long, so watch it at your leisure. I just like your opinion. I'd need to play the game first, and then... I've never played any of the games, so... Mm, me neither. We'd be useless on that one, I'm afraid. The everything is political yeah. argument is Marxist garbage that they use to justify the state intervening in people's daily lives. It's like the justification for totalitarianism. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, every fairy are pussy, EFAB. That's... That's racist uh. to fairy, fairies. Um, Muller, I don't oh. hate you, I made that clear on Reddit as well, supported you actually, greater context and all that, read my other posts. Oh, that's from Rusty Cheese Knife. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the the thing is, one of his comments has been read out loud, it's it's the, um, the impression is very much, uh, he's, he's, he's the guy who called me the Sargon of, like, media and stuff. <laughs> it's like, I'm, oh, he, he's the math guy? No, he's the one that responded to the math guy. Oh. And I don't, I didn't, I don't think I ever said you. Well, I may have said it like uh, hyperbolically, like these guys pretty much hate me. But it's like some of the stuff you've been saying, mate. Like it's, it's next level insanity. And uh, I think the comments speak for themselves. I would suppose. It's kind of like if Hitler like made all of his speeches and about like how much he hates the Jews, and then he was like, "No, I love Jews." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, it's just criticism. Well, I mean, saying that like they're. I agree. <laughs> he's, I'm just, I'm just he's, saying they're minions of the devil. That's all I'm he saying. Ju he just starts throwing them in the gas chambers, and they're like, uh, "Hitler, what's what's going on here, buddy?" And he's like, "Look, I, I'm just helping them. Just helping them. <laughs> like you guys are they okay, right?" And they're warm. like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all they're all choking on the ground, like struggling for life." And he's like, "See, they're they're doing fine. They're fine. It's <laughs> this is just legitimate criticism. Subjective. Dalton Troopers <laughs> is a Roman Republican." <laughs> Told Aunt Black Panther sucks, replayed, I'm racist. That's a strange sentence. I think I understand it. Uh, service guarantees rhino milk, molar of a cat. <laughs> that's that's actually a good meme. What's bad faith argumentation? I think we covered that earlier, but yeah, it's just the idea that I think Rag said it best. The um, dishonest intentions is, is probably the easiest way to quickly describe it. Hey, Fab Wolf, love you, man. I don't understand why you like those garbage King Killer Chronicle books. Fairy sex scenes are on the level of Canto Bite. In fairness, <laughs> that was... that. Was, okay, well, I, I actually only just got through that part like a couple days ago. I'm still... I'm almost finished with the second book. They're good. 
The main character is a horribly raging Gary Stew, but they're fun. I'll, I'll put it at that. I would have to make like a whole video about my thoughts in those books. Because there's I a lot. I would be up for watching a long video from you about fairy sex scenes. That's cool with me. <laughs> in fairness, at least they're, they're not they're not half as creepy and disturbing as that George R. R. Martin sex scene where he has to like like he doesn't want to say like dick, so he has to be like his throbbing member, and it's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you read you read a song of ice and fire sex scenes and it's like this is the most uncomfortable shit i've ever had to read We're all same, uh, s- same with stephen king both of those two need to never write sex scenes again i don't know what's wrong with them and uh <laughs> if, hey, if why, everyone... can't you, why can't you just say cock or dick? Uh, like, i don't know it's, it's so easy. i mean i i, I get wait, i can't like his characters would I mean, say I get, it though right but he wouldn't say what? it in narrative. No, 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 that that would be in description as yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah. It, it's, it's just kind of weird. Like, I get, like, the idea of, like, it would be kind of weird and awkward to be, like, he stuck his dick in her. And it's like, well, hey, here's the thing. <laughs> don't, hey, don't, just don't write sex scenes in books because they, they hardly ever add anything to the book in the first place. But in Stephen King and George R. R. Martin books, they're just disturbing. <laughs> Wolf wants his dick, is what he's saying. No, no, I, I want you to stop putting those scenes in books. They're just, <laughs> just stop doing it. Uh, Wolf, your senior Jared sculpture, don't lie. Don't even. Uh, oh, is that the same guy? I think who so. Who yeah. made the creepy things about you? <laughs> uh, Wolf as the MOS and Rags as the WK. Fuck yes. Oh right, yeah. Mouth of Sauron. Yes, oh okay. I was wondering what that was supposed to mean because I was like, Wolf is the moss. <laughs> it's because Ma- most people don't even know Mouth of Sauron because a lot of people haven't even seen the extended version. Ah, oh, so weird. The sky high being fascist thing is about genetics and uses media without understanding the story behind it. He uses Superman and Star Wars as examples. I, I mean, if everybody like really wants us to check out that video to see if they want, it. the thing is, I haven't seen Sky High in like a million years. I really can't even remember anything about it. I probably have. I to remember look. it sucking, but I mean. That was when I was 10, when it came out. Uh, at least she's better than Dark Elf. Who? I don't know. It just says, at least she's better than the Dark Elf. Is that referring to the person we're covering, maybe? Or we're covering? Who's the Dark Elf, though? Uh, um... <laughs> 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 I love so how you just strange. pointed out how even if I was right, my sense still doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yet does not want to bring up raised godlike powers being more manifest destiny than a slave and farm boy saving the world, so yes, he's being biased. I feel like we needed the context for that one, exactly. She likes Quentin? Well, opinion discarded. Idiot confirmed. Hey, maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she just doesn't know. Just jumped into the stream in time to hear Wolf point out how you can see the outline of Quentin's unibrow. Incoming quality content, I can tell. Yes. 100%. That's what Doug said. Uh, did anyone notice what Quentin looks like? Rocky Dennis from Mask? At 324? Wolf just admitted to being Bear Jesus. Don't know. Huh? Bear Jesus? That's from the creepy comments person. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm so confused. Uh, hyperbole and dissolute. Sorry, hyperbole and delusion. Null. Hyperbole and delusional? Has turned criticism into analyzing somebody's mental state. It's less about what is said and who said it and why. This is bad. I can agree uh, with that. Alpha Ben's rating or chat. What? 
Alpha's raiding her chat. You can raid on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh shit, the, the chat's broken for me right now, so I can't, <laughs> I can't... I'm just seeing a bunch of people, like, typing up. He's a friend. We're okay with this. We're not going to DMCA you like, um, uh, <laughs> like, who was that? Uh, I keep wanting to call him Crispy Baldy because I can't remember his actual name. Oh, fuck. Um, I forgot his name as well. Uh, Ben sends his regards. Hello, ben, ben, if you're still you. in the chat, please tell me you remember. I think Ben's probably moved on. Like, who would want to see us reading out Super Chats for a whole hour? Like, who, who would ever want that? For ben. Um, uh, Merry late Christmas, you doggers and scholars. Did you ever catch Philip DeFranco's take on ER? It was something terrible along the lines of joking about... Uh, yeah, I saw it. He, uh, yeah, because he, he took the one comment that uh, ER said, but I've always said I want to know the context of the comment. I, don't, I like ER's take on it, and I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of DeFranco. Always kind of felt like doesn't really He's have anything to say. <laughs> I mean, fuck, he's definitely lost a lot of integrity with the better help thing. Did you see Colossus yeah. crazy covering that? It was amusing. He uploaded? <laughs> he, he he was on the baited <laughs> channel. He just, like, rips into his response. It's good shit. Getting angry now mm. equals wrong. Don't know why. Hmm. Gas mask yells at cloud. <laughs> that's me. Never forget the the rape rap nostalgia chick. Oh, yeah, that's... I only know about that <laughs> thanks to Metica, I think. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really, like, awkward, because he actually found the video... And he like played it, and it was it wasn't even her that was rapping. It was some weird like fedora dude, and it was honestly just kind of like weird, not not creepy, just awkward. Like, why are you doing this, buddy? Just stop. Just stop. Uh, Ben on EFAP and the EFAP cast on DP Internet Gold. I mean, it might happen. Thiefist, right? Is when he was that was the offer for. Yeah. Yeah, I might be around, I do not know for sure. Uh, what do y'all think of Beardbox? Have you either of you- wait, you've seen it, right, Lauren? Yeah, <laughs> It was okay. I don't think it's great. Um, I like the ideas, and the execution was decent enough, uh, but... I don't know, like, it, there's a couple of things I have problems with, but I kind of want to be spoiler-free in case Wolf hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, that that and that ending. I'm not gonna say what it is, but it was predictable. Like I saw it coming. Like, okay, I know, I know it's coming. I know it's coming because you know I can't say anything else. <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> I knew it was coming a mile away, and it was like, okay, happy ending, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I I did like it though, and uh, I did. The first thing I thought was, is this the same as the happening? When I was watching, I was like, is this the same plot? Yeah, it basically is. It is. They just added some extra stuff in it, like. Mm. Oh, you see your worst fear, <laughs> and you start uh, rambling yeah, they, with, with some really stupid dialogue, they, and then you die. Yeah, they didn't really <laughs> explain much of that. Maybe, I don't know if they needed it. Whatever. Yeah, anyway, because, again, I might make Wolf watch it just for the funsies, so. Uh, of course, Rags only remembers the bong. I've seen all the ones that you have in your room, Ragsy. Creepy. keeps with the creepy comments. <laughs> Why does he know what's in our room? He said, okay, guys, gonna go now. I'll watch the rest when it's archived. Love you, Mola. Well, fuck you, Rags. J Long, uh, bye. See you guys. This is strange, strange super chats. I love how she has <laughs> to say leftist. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> that I was mean, kind of. Like, <laughs> even, even Ben was uh, commented on it. It seems unnecessary, I guess, especially in reference to the rest of the video. But I don't know. 
Someone, um, I want to interrupt you from the super chat. Someone has commented this like six times already, and I feel like I'm going to forget if I don't address it. Uh, Wolf, Avatar The Last Airbender 3 is objectively the worst fight me. I haven't actually watched Avatar since like it ended. I just have a bunch of really fond memories of it. But I do remember season two being my favorite with all the bossing say shit. I can't really make an argument for it. Oh, there you Cause, go. Because Baller won't ever watch it with me. We have to set that up. We gotta set up Colonial Marines. We gotta set up EFAPs near enough weekly. You, you're putting too much pressure on me, Wolf. I feel like you hate me. I slightly <laughs> do, but... <laughs> Only mostly. Classic Dunning-Kruger effect with H-Bomb and everyone else. You can know one thing and have no clue about another. The problem is they need content. Fair enough. Ooh, Precious Crystal Foxboy. This is, this is important. Jay Longbone, I hopped on after watching Bunty C Star 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 Cron 2? Oh, Chronicles <laughs> yeah, 2? Yeah, yeah, the Bunty Cuck Chronicle. I, I, oh. Wait, you're not allowed to say Cuck in Super Chat? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, it's, yeah, it's one of those no-no words. From the alt alt quote alt right, right. <laughs> so I guess they're they're not. Yeah, I saw your videos on that. They're amusing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like a lot of your videos. They're very amusing. Uh, Is that the one? Wait, wait, you, dropped, you dropped out. Like, yeah, you just went. Is that the one? <laughs> oh, I, I I was saying, was that the one where Bonte like outright said, "I'm glad I'm a cop." Uh, yeah, I well, so, yeah. that was the first. That was the first one. The second one was when he admitted to. Oh, like what? <laughs> eating uh, this, this girl's asshole out. Oh, yeah. That's one of the things where it's like, that's. No. He was, yeah, he was very, very like, yeah, I love it. I'll do it all the time. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, there's this face that he made when he said, I love eating pussy. Like, it curled up into like this Grinch face. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, man, you need to calm down. Bunty, Bunty, look. This is why you don't talk about these things <laughs> publicly. I have not seen the house that Jack built. Anyone know what that is? Oh, uh, yeah, it's that, it's that uh, Lars von Trier movie, the one people walked out of again. Oh. Who? Lars von Trier. <laughs> the <Who>? guy. <laughs> yeah, it's that. He's that director who makes a lot of, like, these days he makes a lot of those, like, miso edgy movies. He's like made such things as Melancholia, Dogville, Breaking the Waves, Dancer in the Dark. Uh, yeah. Like, those I have are the not good, heard those of are the good any ones. of these. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. What about like the one with Willem Dafoe uh, and the Fox? Have you seen... like you? Fantastic seen... Mr. Fox? No, wait. That doesn't have... No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. <laughs> the story follows Jack, a highly intelligent serial killer, over the course of 12 years and depicts the murders that really develop his inner madman. All right. Okay. <laughs> Seems interesting. <laughs> uh, Wolf is Lyle McDouchebag. Wolf, uh, how do you? What do you say to these accusations? Um, well, I, I was inspired by him, so you yeah. copied him. Sorry, what? Oh, definitely. You outright copied his scripts, word for word. What? Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's what I did. Wow. Awesome job on the first TFA video, more Great Christmas gift. Can't wait for the rest. Also, if you're anyone here isn't sub to Jared, do it now. Damn, I accidentally read that out, promoting Jared. I, you know, subbing to Jared Genesis. That's something you should definitely not do. Do it, do it, do it. Jared Genesis. They went to Jared. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Thoughts on Vader fan film? I liked it. I have not seen it, but I don't even know. I don't know. Like, is it? I'm assuming it's a YouTube video then. 
Unless yeah, I, I think so. Um, I, I genuinely, I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. Mm -hmm. What if I told you anyone can call it garbage? I'm assuming that's in reference to thinking X is garbage and here's why. Uh, Roses are red, Quentin gets mad, Ben Shapiro is a racist, orange man bad. I think, I think that's fair. All of those <laughs> statements are true. Inauthentic nitpicking is less than neutrally malnutritious. Neutrally malnutritious? This is just <laughs> English salad. Nitpicking <laughs> is by definition a derogatory term. Um, is it? Isn't it just... To nitpick is to... What is the or I, I you know I haven't got the time to search for the actual like etymology of a word. What's what's the what's it called when you look for like the the origin of how a word was created? Looking up the definition. No, oh wait, no, 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 no that's no. not it. No, because like is it etymology? There's a word for like when you look for where it came from. It's like a so I feel like someone in chat's gonna say it. Oh, is it etymology? I could be right on that. I'm not sure. Etymology. The study of the origin of words. Oh yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, we'd have to go look at how that all started. <laughs> Someone said research? <laughs> uh, you guys watch Jared Genesis' old videos on Christmas, please. We, 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 Christmas is gone. We missed it. <laughs> he, he meant n next Christmas. <laughs> Maybe. His video should be called Criticism Response Theory. I agree. IHG is negative, right? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I was curious what she'd have as a position on that one. Wolf, uh, he's see. only negative on... Uh... Things well, he's not negative on bad things, really bad things. TLJ, uh, Wolf, I'd love to see a review of Watership Down. Someone, the, this is gonna be like a meme now, isn't it? You can't say that. Wait, no, sorry, Watership Down review was that the first time someone suggested that? That could be legitimate. <laughs> I, I've this is the first time I've heard this stream is the first time I've heard the name Watership Down in forever. I think we mentioned it in another EFAP, but that's fair enough. Mm. Uh, she can't say that reporter or something. Oh, right, that's a reference. <laughs> that should have in my opinion at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> T-pose to establish dominance on fake critics. Holy shit, we're only up to the T-pose part. I was a bit behind, but I can say that CinemaSins is not universally negative in their videos because the only reason I saw Snowpiercer was that their video on it was so positive despite the nitpicking. That's interesting. It mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like they, they knit, well, they cinema sin it, but then they casually are like, by the way, this film's amazing. I don't know, I'd have to see the video, it'd be interesting if he's ever done that. There's a stain on your door near the light switch, like Jared. That is true. Rag said anal. Ever consider giving Cosmonaut Variety Hour more of the EFAP treatment? He uses the excuse, I'm a shill, as a shield to deflect bad criticism. I mean, we did the, um, the Sam Raimi videos, uh, sorry, Spider-Man films one, with CJ. I feel like that's, that's good enough, but if he made some kind of other crazy you know what? uh check out sin sin's channel he's got a breakdown of um cosmonauts video on video game movie adaptions so uh give that a shot if you want to see more criticism slash you know constructive feedback for him uh we might cover him in the future it, it would just depend on the video i suppose yeah it's interesting that some people actually really did see snowpiercer thanks to cinema sins so uh because sin sins just said he's done it as well uh, now I want to see it just because of the Willy Wonka video. I, mean, I like Snowpiercer, it's cool, it's crazy though, like the movie in general. Someone tried to burn het door. Burn door equals efap easter egg discovered. Hey Mola, happy, happy to finally be able to get here. Life to donate. Love your content, keep rocking dude. Thank you? I, I think that, I'm not sure if I've missed a secret message in there. Um, 
Happy to finally be able to get your life to donate. Get your life, that's it. I got it. I got it, guys. My brain's still working. Learn how to talk. No, I did talk. He spelt life when he meant live. I hate you. Learn how to speak American. <laughs> Wait, why did you sound Russian when you said that? I don't know. I <laughs> Learn how to speak I America. <laughs> I was not going for Russian accents, but I guess it just slipped out. Take my money. Love the content. Looking forward to part two. Thank you very much. It's on the way. Snake being human breaks the logic of her killing Snape to get his wand. If she is a human, she gets the wand, not her master. It was a big mistake. Oh. Yeah. What? So, if the snake... <laughs> they're saying... Because if you kill a wizard, you get their wand, right? That's how it works? You get to control their wand or whatever? Ownership, that's how it works? I think that's with the Elder Wand. Well, I don't think it's still, with isn't that wands. still relevant? Because Snape killed Dumbledore, and Voldemort wants to kill Snape to get ownership of the the Elder Wand, right? This is I can't talk on this because I, I can't remember my Harry Potter. Life. I, I I don't remember. It's been like two years since I watched the films, and I don't. It's been. I mean, I wa I read the books back when I was in like the fifth grade when the last one came out. So you nerd. Uh, someone wants you to say Marcus's dad, but I'm assuming in a particular voice. Oh, oh yes. Ah, uh, maybe I should start off. <laughs> then they go to a laboratory for no reason, and it's Marcus's dad's laboratory. I was always super interested in Marcus's dad, <laughs> and was and was super surprised when he became convinced. There oh. we go. <laughs> well, no, it cut out a little bit, but it's all good. I think we got the oh, Marcus's dad. Marcus's dad. <laughs> there you go. For future Star Wars critiques, I'd recommend SFS Debris Trilogy, Hero's Journey, Shadow's Journey, and Hermit's Journey. They're fantastic for BTS research. Fair enough. Satire is implied. Also, holy crap, we made it to EFAP 20, so here's 20 bucks to you, you dangus. Thank you, Salad King. And yes, uh, really is EFAP 20. What is wrong with us? Anyone want to give a, a guess for that one? Seriously, what the fuck's up with the, with, with us as people? Uh, anyway, best EFAP ever because we got to look at women. That's true. That's a reference. Don't get concerned. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> she has Venus flytrap hands. More's vids every Friday. <laughs> Venus flytrap hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mauler's vids every frame a prize. Mauler, did you consider doing your last vid as two, or did you keep it as one just to troll people that say your videos are too long? I kept them together because it, it's it's an introduction in, in many ways more than just one. Taking the world building and connecting episodes uh, six to seven is almost like what some people consider that meta information as opposed to talking about the film. So it's like, okay, fine, I'll, I can do that on the outside. And then the me assessing the plot leads straight into a, a nitpick criticism. And then I go to like only, I, I want to say like two minutes into the film and then I get to talk about why we talk about objectivity and, all, and why it's important. So the entire thing is the intro pretty much, but it still sets up what's to come, which is basically all Star Wars, if that makes sense. As for fucking people saying it's too long, I mean, if I was concerned about that, I, I don't think I would have made a 15 hour film review, you know, just... At this point, it's if that's what you want to call it. Uh, Venus flytrap hands. Sh does she start dissecting your? Does she start digesting your cock when giving a hand job? <laughs> oh, I will have to drink that's more what? rhino ghost milk for protection. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> 
At Wolf, highly recommend Alpha Alpaca Pax Korea's video. It's up there with the Oz video IMO. Also, good start with the TFA Vidmola. Thank you. Alpha what? Huh? I'd recommend Alpha Alpaca Pax Korea's video. That's what it says. I have no idea who that is. Uh, she could milk implied flies with those hands. Lily is kind of insane, but their animation points were absolutely solid. Fair enough. Sugar's admitted multiple times that the show doesn't have an overall plan. Also, most of the lore gets forgotten each season, even the wiki documents this. Bad critique does not equal the subject is without sin. Fair enough. I beg of you, EFAPers, avenge me and my brothers. Oh yeah, that's the, uh, the implied fly. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, the rag's corpse you gave me is moving. Are you sure that you killed him? The noises coming from the basement say otherwise. All right. What? He's the creepy guy again. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> came back? Yeah, he said, yeah, Jared won't eat it unless he's confirmed dead. You should shout out my friend, <laughs> Lickensy Dickens. What Super chats are weird. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> a nitpicker who nitpicks people nitpicking media she likes sums up this video. I suppose, yeah, you could turn a couple of her criticisms on her. I think we did that um, a couple times. The flies of Mordor shall rise again. You should shout out- oh yeah, I read that one. Thank you all for introducing me to Ori in the Blind Forest. It's a marvel of a 2D platformer. The visuals and music are absolutely stunning. It's my favorite game. I thought Lord of the Rings was your favorite movie. I said game. <laughs> I know, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Wait for you to be you like- retard. Wait, what? <laughs> Press 1 for Mauler even though I've never seen his face. Oh. Wait, but that was from- Did you Just go to ago. his older videos, he has his face on there. Yeah, we've got like a he's whole a... list of streams where I was... Yeah, he he's kind of fat. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. That means... Doesn't that mean powerful? Isn't that what that means? No, it means you're overweight. God damn it! Feuds, <laughs> tube. Why can't I see your membership link? Oh, well, wait, is it not in the description? That would be awkward. I'm pretty sure I put it in there. Oh my god, did I not actually not put the link in there? I'm serious. I've been telling people this whole time. Fuck's sake. One moment. <laughs> this is the link to the memberships thing, if you guys want to use it. That'll take you to the thing that says join. Um, if... Oh, changes are being saved. Come on. Alright, so now it's in there too. Wait, is that just user? Yeah, gaming user. That's the weird thing. See, apparently we all have a gaming page if we're YouTubers. Do you guys know this? I didn't know this. You gotta go on YouTube gaming. Specifically, Apparently, and I did that yeah. once, and it was completely worthless. It's not something you want to do. I think it's just them trying to compete with um, Twitch. Yeah, with yeah. Twitch, and it's it's not good. Just you're better off just like doing a normal stream. So yeah, use that link, use join, and then you too can share in the wonderful world of Jared Genesis slash Happy Ghost. Mahler's face reveal. See, since since posted a thingy in there. Yeah, go to Mauler's Stream Highlights 8.5 dash The Mauler Movie. God, that is a terrible title, Mauler. It was satire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's saying there's no link, so that's my bad. Use this, use this to buy Sin Sins of Rhino to milk. You think Disney stars would be better off if they never brought OT characters back and just did their own thing? Uh, I think it would be better if George Lucas just didn't sell it. I mean, you probably agree, right? It'd be better off if we just didn't do the thing at all. <laughs> we just didn't have the movies. Like, you just leave Star Wars alone. Just let it die with dignity. Uh, Ewoks will be in episode 9. My source is trustworthy, but I can't reveal it in public. Alright. Fair enough. 
Hey, just wanted to say I really appreciate you guys. Not only have I started to think about media, I consume more, but Wolf is also going to start reading again after I stopped for some time during high school. Well, there you go. Some positive influence yeah. we've got there. I just started my new job and got my Reading first paycheck. Fun. I can now super chat and I've also bought Hellblade. Cheers and Happy New Year. Well, careful with Hellblade, because according to Wolf and Rags, you should spend different amounts of time on it, and we haven't got an answer it's... on that yet. Well, look, Rags is wrong, <laughs> and since he's not here, I can destroy Wait. him with facts what? and logic. What was it exactly? Because I'm going to check the how long okay. to beat for Hellblade. Well, well, it took me between five and six hours to complete it. Um, uh -huh. I think I don't remember if there's any difficulty slider or not. I think it was just like a normal or whatever, if there is a difficulty, but I genuinely don't remember. Um, Rags was saying it's like an eight to ten hour game, and I was like, how do you take eight to ten hours to beat that game? Because like half of it's like really easy puzzles. That's interesting. So, so the average time it takes for single players to beat Hellblade is seven hours median average. So it's between How, however, me and himself. I was about to say, but completionist time takes eight and a half hours. They're wrong. <laughs> They're wrong. I was going to say, the average time apparently is nine hours total for completionist. So it is. Look, maybe, it, it, maybe it'll only take you that wrong. long. It, it'll only take you that long if you suck. Remember, 343 said that I was going to be like 15 hours, but it was only like four. So. Isn't that just your opinion, though? No, that's an objective fact. But isn't that just your no. objective opinion? No. <laughs> I yes. mean, we'll just re resurrect that conversation whenever things are going too well. Mm -hmm. uh, also, quick question. What was your most disappointing game of 2018? Mine was Call of Cthulhu due to how lackluster and limp dick it was. I, that would be one of my suggestions, honestly. What are you, Wolf? Uh, man, there's, there's quite a few. Uh, Far Cry 5 is one. It was just not good i want to i need to like look up a list of like what games actually came out this year games of 2018 yeah far cry 5 black ops 4 is shit rise of the oh shadow of the tomb raider um that one was really disappointing because i even liked the first two games but the third game is awful i'd say that was probably my least favorite dark souls remastered worthless uh yeah all right. And Lauren, have you played games that suck this year? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so poor. I can't even play the new shit. <laughs> God damn it. We've got no substance for our podcast. Yeah, and I don't really play enough games to be able to say this year, but I did play Call of Cthulhu and I was kind of interested in it and it was awful. So Yeah, I was really hyped for it and then Muller told me it sucked. And <laughs> it's so bad. I was tempted to make a video, but I was like, nope, TFA has to go first. Uh, you guys ever watched that Wisecrack YouTube channel? They put out a philosophy on J.R. Tolkien video today. Anyway, thanks for keeping me entertained at work. Uh, oh, good lord. Why is don't crack tell annoy me? me? And I have a feeling that they probably it, fucked that up if it's about Lord of the Rings. Is it going to be something that I'm going to hate to the core of my soul and want to hurt somebody if I watch it? Quite possibly. Wise crack. Have you checked out Robot Tolkien. Head Star Wars critiques? Would love to see him on your next TLJ EFAP. We did play his video, actually, at the beginning of this EFAP. We promoted him. Go check out his videos uh, on Star Wars, I guess. Oh, yes, we did. I slaughtered Why them like animals keep in my getting opinion. getting worse. What is Wookiee getting worse? Sorry? That's the, that's the title of this Tolkien video. Uh, which is what? Sorry, I missed the beginning part. It's the philosophy of J.R.R. Tolkien, why things keep getting worse. I don't know if this is something mm. that he said, or I don't know. It's 
overwhelmingly well liked, but we know how that goes. Oh, and for clarification, Call of Cthulhu is the one that came out this year that was like an FPS horror game that uh, I can't I can't remember who it was made by, but um, it wasn't a pixel RPG. We play as Cthulhu, no, it was something else. <laughs> um, do you know the channel Filmjoy? I think we've Filmjoy's been requested for the TLJ video they made, but other than that, I don't really know. Do a video from Lacking Saint, Eric Taxon's buddy. Uh, who's I don't think I've ever heard of. Lacking Saint. I'm curious. Yeah, I've never heard of this person. Oh wait! They're the one that made the Sky High video. That's an interesting <laughs> connection. If they are buddies. Maybe they're the two that are going to make the video on me. Who knows? Thanks You've for literally covered Filmjoy on EFAP? Wait, have we? Let me have a look. Oh, it's mm. Movies with Mikey. Oh, that's Movies with Mikey? Oh yeah, it is. Okay. I didn't realize he was called Filmjoy. I actually thought that the channel name was Movies with Mikey. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, well we, did, <laughs> we covered him in the second EFAP, maybe third, I can't remember. But um... Simpsons, of course, points out, it's the guy who wrote Alien. <laughs> it needs to be said every time. Um, thanks for complimenting my name, you had another great EFAP. I'm amused you didn't catch my Jared reference in the first. But anyway, guys, I hope you all have a great evening. Have, it on, have this gal on. Have this gal on? Oh, the one we're covering, I guess. And yeah, um, if you say, but anyway, guys, we all don't even need to recognize that that's, that's a strong Jared meme. How would a dick fit in a fairy? That's that was worth, well, that was worth super chatting. <laughs> she's not a literal fairy. It's just someone that doesn't die, and what? they describe it as a fairy in the book. Oh, you're a big fairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever considered doing a Let's Play of War in the Blind Forest or a Will of the Wisps when it releases? Mm, I mean, I've considered it, but I, I also just don't even know if I'm going to be making YouTube videos anymore, so, yeah. There's no way you're not going to alert the whole chat by saying that. <laughs> People are going to start saying loads of things now. All my Super Chats made sense at the time I said them. Of course, of course, 100%. Late to the party, hope everyone has a good 2018. Thank you. Wolf, my... Oh. Wolf mightn't have the word dick in Westeros. Oh, God, don't bring that up again. I don't want to think... I, I don't need any more flashbacks from... Um, fuck, what was the name of the fifth book? Uh, damn it. Muller, help me out here. The fifth book? Winds of Winter? No, that that's the sixth book. That's the one he refuses to write. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Beast for Crows? No, that's the worst one. A Dance of Dragons. That's oh, okay. or no, Feast of Crows is the one where Cersei has that weird, uncomfortable lesbian scene. That's your opinion. Well, those, those two books in particular. <laughs> those two books in particular, they're just like, <laughs> stop making these sex scenes. Um, I demand a counter raid on Appaban's channel. I mean, if he's if he's live and there's a way to do that in Twitch, you could type like slash host and then you could raid, but. I've never done it on YouTube, I have no idea how it works. Hey Wolf, prior, your prior hints at an upcoming video on The Grey made me watch it and I loved it, so thank you, and Happy New Year everybody. Oh, Yep, The Grey is a great movie. Uh, here's money to buy Alpha and Omega 5 for Wolf to review because physics, physics, physics. Alpha and Omega 5? What's that? Oh god. I'm getting Vietnam flashbacks now. <laughs> okay. No. First live it's you have, have somebody. I've got two super chats left, I'm so excited. <laughs> We've nearly done it. <laughs> <laughs> Three um, now. 
Okay, I've been creepy to you guys enough today. I love EFAB. I usually don't get to watch these live. In fact, I've watched you guys at 1.5 speed so much that you guys sound drunk at normal speed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. I need a new stream. That that's the creepy guy, right? That's the creepy guy. Evil so, Toad. So, his first time being on here live, and I'm just gonna creep the shit out of him. You cut out at the strangest times. <laughs> the first time I'm on here, not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was just thinking to himself, oh man, it's my first time, what do I say? Creep. Oh, I did it again, didn't it? <laughs> oh! I like, I like saw my profile picture not lighting up green, and I was like, mm! I'll say it again some other time, sorry. Um, I need a new Steam name, Disintegrated Woof, either Goat Nyquil, Yeehaw, or Rhino Milk with Women. What? <laughs> don't even... It should be, but anyways, guys. Yeah, that should definitely be it. That's the correct So then choice. when you're playing, like, Call of Duty or something, it'll be like, but anyways, guys, killed you. Uh, I loved you, TFA Vidmore. Looking forward to the next one. Thank you. Uh, 2018's been a rough year for me, but discovering you guys has been a highlight. Thank you. We're glad to bring entertainment slash happiness to anyone and everybody. We, we do actually like to not be mean all the time, as people might portray us. Here's money, spank me. That's the, that's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. People in, the, people in the chat are like, keep spamming him so he can't leave. So, um, I mean, you know, there's we got this, there's, there's, there's one more meme video to see, and that's what we're gonna do now. Okay, even if this is a super chat, we're moving on to. That oh now. man, I need to. <laughs> I clicked out of the watch together. Hold on. You awful human. <laughs> uh, oh god, I didn't want to hear that again. Grab that. Put that there. Take the thing off, do this, and here we go. Carry PhD fucks with the kids! Uh, <laughs> and yes, oh god, this how one. How is everybody? Welcome to... Oh, fuck! Once again, every, every frame of pause. <laughs> E-fap. We don't handle this. We'll take the long way. So I realize I already lost a lot of people right from the title of this video. Don't worry, we're gonna stay! <laughs> That's a great response. A review is nothing more than a description of an experience. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it is my opinion that 2 plus 2 equals 4. Alright, that is not how you make the possessive form of my name. My name is not Rag. My name is- how do you fuck up a four-letter name? Ra rag. <laughs> His video. Yeah, you get to. Just wanted to make sure that you got to spend a long time looking at Quentin's incredibly punchable face, so that your anger could bubble and rise throughout. Is that, the is that a cold of violence? Here? I'm gonna have to throw a pause every once in a while just in case for copyright shit. I don't. I know that this is not an argument, but why is it that every single person that defends the Last Jedi looks like this? It's just like some scrawny fucking middle-aged man. Because <laughs> So no fucking fun. dick or one of these people anyway, so it's like, well, they're they're all cocky. <laughs> oh god, this part. <laughs> 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 
The problem is that his thesis statement is essentially that other people are not allowed to disagree with his opinion. Bullshit. Yeah, I don't think Rex said that, but go ahead, show Absolute, me a clip. Yeah. Show me a clip, Quentin. Because his opinion is on a higher playing field than- Yeah, this is why Clinton- this is- this is Quentin. why Clinton's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I'm, yeah, Quentin's a piece of shit. This is the kind of thing- I love the idea of Patrick Willis trying to help Quentin, like, we could defeat EFAP. So cheesy. ...thing that the, the piece of shit does. People like Quentin, they don't seek to understand. Um, it's not a- they don't value the pursuit of knowledge in the same way. To just- to say that. You'd think they'd use the elevator music that I had. <laughs> Someone said, Capitalism Ho. And his name is Capitalism Ho. Quentin can come in with his big ass brain <laughs> and his compensation and his yellow teeth. Quentin doesn't have the so capacity for a lot of. <laughs> he doesn't have the capacity for a lot of things, as we've already seen. But, you know, we'll just add that to the pile. I fucking hate Trump. Yeah. Fuck you, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> Of the Mario death music. Can quote me on this because I stand by it 110%. The Last Jedi is an objectively poorly made film. But you can still enjoy them. Whatever themes yes. you want to pull from the movie, have at it, man. And if you enjoy it, then you can enjoy it. I'm not sure what's happening in, in, in the metaphorical place here. It's like, is, is, is Patrick defeating EFAP? Are you gonna cut EFAP in half? Look, I'm happy because at least my hairline isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I keep reminding people that I'm not a Nazi, but you know, people pick up whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is a film about space wizards intended for children. Leader <laughs> response here. <laughs> <laughs> And if I remember correctly, 
This doesn't actually, this does stop, and it goes to something, uh... My name is Jared Genesis. I am a cringe lord virgin, and I've never, ever, ever had sex. And I am the best. With my mother at Walmart, and we shop in the discount section. We shop on the clearance rack. Why? Why does this I'm a cringe lord, not cool for the cause. I fight with my cringe lord brethren. I'm a cringe lord, my room is very messy because women do not stay here. <laughs> because women do not stay here. Man, this. Jared, Jared, too, he's really nice. This, this new track by the Penguin is lit. It's, it's lit. Whoa, what's this one? Dishonored Wolf versus Rag. Oh, I did. Uh, I mean, you know, we'll we'll throw it on potential for next time. I was gonna say, fucking hell, like we need I just want to watch it. <laughs> I ain't gonna watch it on my um, own. Then that's <laughs> so. In conclusion, <laughs> with all this happened here, God, he fap is actually insane. Like you just get to the point where you realize this. Like, what the hell is this podcast? Um, so, God, all the people that don't, don't know who Jared is see that and be like, what is happening? I mean, if you just went and came in for the super chats and then that video, what the hell would you say this podcast even is? I don't know. I don't know how you do that. But um, what the purpose today was to cover the bad media criticism video, which I think we managed to pull off pretty well. And it was fun commenting on all these crazy things with, with our special guest today, which was Jay Longbone. Would you like to try and sell your channel to to the current audience? See, see if you can get them to say, hey, you should come over and check your channel out. Oh, well, yeah. My channel is a just a cavalcade of different things. I, I criticize a lot of shit. Like it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it, um, as long as it's within my within the acceptable ranges of cringe, then I will react to it. Like movies, just regular YouTube videos, movie trailers, anything. And you know, I think I do a pretty decent job of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do say I do say so myself. Um, I mean, and yeah. A good intro would probably be the Quentin one, just because they're aware of Quentin's stupidity. So they'll be like, Ooh. "Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah." yeah. I, I did, yeah, I did a video on Quentin, and uh, it did. I, I it kind of, well, I don't want to say blow, it blew up. It blew up for me, but yeah, I, I think it came out pretty well. And you guys might want to check that out. Mm -hmm. He's a, he's a, he's a cringe mind. <laughs> he, he keeps doing more things as well. Like you, you cover him and you think yeah. like this is this is where he he'll square off and be normal. It's like no, it's still going. <laughs> he he can't help it. He just can't help it. We have not seen the last of this motherfucker. <laughs> oh yes. Um, he just won't go away. <laughs> I just realized I should check for memes in case we've got any more. Um. <laughs> this this one this this one wolf. Depending on how much you appreciate, I'll put it on the screen. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough <laughs> for me to constitute putting it on. I suppose. <laughs> that just like a little off center. Help. <laughs> <laughs> um.
But yeah, that, I think that about wraps it up. If anybody wants to uh, say, oh wait, I'll just get that one. Uh, I have to believe there are Lost Jedi fans who realize Patrick and Quentin are really fucking stupid, but every day it gets harder and harder to believe. Jared is a beautiful fallen angel we must nurture and cherish for all eternity. <laughs> fallen angel? Oh, you he mean like he's... fallen from anywhere. I mean, he's fallen from the chromosome he's, he's, tree, but... He's come from somewhere better than here. There's no way. Jared wasn't created Heaven. in our universe. It's not possible. Came from a different dimension. But, um... Yeah, thank you, everybody, for being extremely kind with donations and supportive of, of not only the, the EFAB channel, but my main channel as well. This will be archived on the Moolah channel. I don't know how many of you are aware of its existence or not, but, um... Yeah, it's just, it's just Moolah. It's easy to find. It's in the description as well. But, um... Yeah, no. Uh, Wolf, Lauren, would you like to say anything, either of you? Fly lives uh, matter. <laughs> of course. And uh, Quentin's lips still look like an elk, elk vagina. It's, it's good that that's where you went first, because it's just like, you know what? That means you probably have a lot of information on that side of biology, and we'll know to, we'll know to ask you questions about that if it ever comes like, up. Yeah, like, I don't know what an actual elk vagina looks like, but I'm pretty sure it looks pretty like sure. his, his mouth. <laughs> It's fair. Um, but yeah, thank you all for, for watching. I'm releasing an audio commentary on Christmas Eve. Rags' video is hopefully going to be out within, I guess, the week, and uh, EFAP will come back in 2019 now. So, of course, a late Merry Christmas and an early Happy New Year, folks. Toodle pip cheerio. Bye! Pip pip doodly doo. <laughs> that was gay, Wolf. <laughs>